to the Pulp MX Show. Presented by Motosport.com. Fly Racing and Decal Works. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den, with your host, Steve Mathis. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, welcome, everybody. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. It's the Pulp MX Show. Coming at you. Monday, March 13th, 5 p.m. Pacific. Lots to get into. Kenny Roxon's win. Wow, that was cool. One of the one of the best things we've seen all season long. Uh, the battle with Justin Barsha in Indianapolis was great. And my co-host tonight knows a thing or two about winning some races, so we'll talk to him. Looking forward to having Ken Roxon on the show tonight. Kickstart Kenny calling in. Uh, looking forward to talking to Kenny. As always, great interview. Dean Wilson as well. Scotland's own. Uh, Andrew Short. The great Andrew Short, uh, he will call in as well to uh, talk to us about uh, recovering from his injury and uh, how he's doing and watching Supercross and all of that. So uh, we have a great guest lineup for you and a great co-host as well. 702-586-7857. You got something on your mind? You want to talk Indy MXGP opener as well? That happened. My race tech rant tonight may have something to do with that. Motorsport tweet at Talon segment. X-Brand Goggle Tariffs coming up. Thanks to our sponsors. There's a lot of codes to save on PulpMXShow.com. Motorsport.com, Fly Racing, Decal Works, Race Tech, Suspension and Engines, X-Brand Goggles, Renthal, Michelin Motorcycle Tires, Acherbys, Firepower Batteries and Chains, Maxima USA, Renegade Racing Fuels, ORW, Pro Filter, OGO Power Sports, FMF, Guts Racing, Atlas Neck Brace, Works Connection, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, Ride Engineering, WUSA, Get Data, Weisco Piston, EVS, all on board with us, as are you people. And, uh, again, 702-586-7857. We've got lots to get into tonight. Got some exciting news from the folks at Verb as well that I want to uh, I want to tell you about. The, the relaunch of the World uh, Mini is uh, coming up. So the guys from Verb, uh, I'll have news on that in a little bit here as well. Uh, but sitting across from me, uh, this man was a uh, factory Suzuki rider. He was a factory Honda rider. He was a factory Kawasaki rider. He was a factory Yamaha rider. And uh, as all of that, he might have enjoyed his best year as a member of the Rockstar Suzuki team and the last guy besides Ken Roxon to win on an RMZ 450. Uh, we're welcoming back to the studio. Davey Millsaps, what's up, man? How are you? I'm good. Thanks for coming in. Yeah. I hadn't, I got to apologize. Uh, you haven't been here for that. You've been here, haven't been here in a long time. Yep. I thought you were in sooner than you were, and then also I thought you. So you've never been to this studio, no, which I didn't realize. Uh, and then I thought you moved, so <laughs> I was under the impression, and I think I saw your post that you were out of Lake Havasu. So I figured, well, I don't know. I think he's back east, and so why is he going to want to come all the way to Vegas? But you've been in Havasu still. That's a good excuse not to have me. Um, but no, yeah, I did the whole yeah. post saying that you know I'm I'm leaving. I'm I'm yep. you know I'm going to travel. Going to Dane wants to race, so we're just going to go mosey on about and and just commute. Why yeah. not? I like, just yeah. do something, do yeah. something fun, and and live in a motorhome, live in a motorhome for yeah. a while. Yeah, yeah. And, if, and if we found a place that we wanted to call home at the yeah. point at that moment, we would. Well, so we put the house on for sale, and we're like, you know what? Sixty days, great we'll, house, by yeah, right? beautiful was, house. Yeah, the yeah. wife did an amazing job. Sixty days, we'll put it on the market. If it doesn't sell in sixty days, then so what? Well, sold in three. Yeah, and I'm like. 
damn it. But we sold the house, and then right after we sold the house, she basically got her dream job. Okay. And that pretty much was like. That was it. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's, uh. She yeah. was with me for obviously all those years of, yeah. of my of a lot my of sacrifices career. from her. So I'm right? like, you know what? Like, yep. you do that. Like, this is something that you've been not something that she was ever wanting to have. It was just more so like it was presented, and, and uh-huh. I'm like, yes, take it. Like, go. Yeah. And so then so we stayed. You rent so, it. So you had to rent or what? Did well, you buy no. So I mean, okay. I'm like, I'm like, well, then why the f did we just sell our house? <laughs> and uh, well, we ended up looking for a while, and then we bought a house on the golf course. Um, of course she demoed it. Yeah. So we lived in the motor home while I was commuting and stuff like that. Yeah. Back to California training. So yeah, we just, three nights ago was our first night in the house. Oh, okay. Um, oh, so that's soon. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Three, and it's, there's no couch or anything in there yeah. yet. There was supposed to be delivered, but it hasn't. Right. Um, right. but so uh-huh. we have that and then we bought another acre up by where we used to be. So we'll build up there as well. Okay, so um, the plans have been on hold then. The plans, of, well, uh, I also have tracks being um, hopefully in the works okay. about 35 minutes from there. Yeah. Um, we should, I'll know on April 3rd if they approve the right. Um, right. special permit. Well, you, you got so much money, so I mean. God, dude. <laughs> uh, You're such an idiot. Uh, five minutes in, I figured I would bring that up. Welcome back. Uh, no, no, uh, we know you've been working with, well, you worked with Bar X guys, Mumford. Yeah. Uh, A-Ray for a little bit. Uh, yeah. You work with Dean Wilson now. Yeah. That's one of the reasons Dino's calling in. So you're actively involved in the sport. But, yeah, as, as you've explained here on the show before, being based out of Havasu, however awesome it is uh, for many things, is not great for your job of no. working with riders and teams. Yeah, no. So that's not <laughs> it, ideal. It, it, it makes it rough, man. I've got a four and a half, you know, between yeah. four to five hour commute, depending on traffic, sometimes yeah. seven. Um, but that's why, you know, me having tracks about 35 minutes from Havasu and Yucca, if it does get approved, will be absolutely yeah. amazing. But then I'll still have to commute for Supercross no matter what. And right. it gets too hot in the summer for outdoors. Yeah. But yeah. obviously Dean doesn't race outdoors anyway. Yeah. But uh, Juju does. So, you know, I'll be... Oh, yeah. I forgot about yeah. that kid. He just got a ride. He's got yeah. a KTM ride. Yeah. How so, did he get... What happened to Blue Crew? He was he was pretty what's, much, what's I think, the kid's name again? Uh Julian Bomer. Bomer. That's yeah. it. Really fast, really yes. good kid. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's from Havasu. Right. Uh but he literally was I think maybe getting help okay. from bikes, yeah, but yeah. I think he had to but, buy them. For, he had so, he bought Dan- everything on his bike. So Daniel Blair just swoops in, Orange Brigade. Him, and, uh, and, I mean, yeah. I mean I'm going to I'm going to say no on on that part. Okay. It was above him. Okay. Um that yeah, that came after Julian, and then obviously Daniel being the team manager of of Orange Brigade. Yeah, then he you know took yeah. control of getting everything handled. But no, it was it was above. Yeah. Daniel. Kid looks good. He looks really good. Looks yeah. like he's got a future, right? I'm, and I mean, know. he tries. He wants it. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And and he's what's cool too is he's seven time world champ jet ski racer. Yeah, that's so how, that's how you, a, when I met him in the tunnel yeah. in Anaheim. That's yeah. how you explained it to me. And I'm like, huh? Yeah, shit. Huh. It's yeah. so we have that, but the commute the commute sucks. But yeah. I mean, again, I. I actually fly out of here tomorrow to go to, to Sacramento to pick up my Sprinter okay. from, you know, custom outfits. outfits. Yep. So that's being built so I can actually commute with Dane yeah. to take him more places because okay. I only have my truck and yeah. I don't have a trailer. Wow. So, yeah, it's it's, it's a, a, lot of, a lot of shit's been going on. And, and well, I don't know why you just don't buy a private jet. I mean, I don't know why. You just, <laughs> I mean, with the money you made <laughs> all those years. I swear. All those years. Uh, um, hey, if I would have saved it, yeah. no problem. <laughs> okay, right, right. Uh, so uh, looking forward to tonight's show. Ken Roxon, Dean Wilson, Andrew Short, your old teammate coming on. Yeah. You guys can talk about the 09 CRF 450. Uh, he, he 
loved he it. He loved it. He loved it. I know it. And so we'll get into that. Yeah. Uh, we got lots to get into. Uh, looking forward to a great show. Welcome back. Uh, yeah, I'm glad you could come back in. I know I get requests for you for a long time to come in, and then I was just like, well, he's gone. He's gone. So that yeah. just happened in October that I made that announcement. Okay. So for you to, to blame that on the whole two years, hmm. Has it been that long? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. We'll have to check the dates on well, that. Well, how long have you been in this house? Uh, not two years yet. Almost. Yeah, yeah almost two years. Yeah. i never seen it. All right. Are you sure you didn't see this? You hit your head a lot. Are you sure you've never God. been up here? <laughs> I, I have never been up here. Uh, look, lots to get into tonight. Um, Kenny Roxon's win. Yes. Uh, again, like I made a joke off the top. Before him, it was you on an RMZ 450. I, no. Oh. James. Atlanta. Ah, yeah, James. That's yep. right. Okay, so never mind. Uh, but, dude, what a race. And I got to say, I was on this show. So I went from, before the year started, he's Ken Roxon. He's going to win a race. He can win a race on a Can-Am. Like, he's fine. And then I was like, well, he's really good at triple crowns. Maybe he's going to get those, right? And then I was saying, like, I don't know who's going to win. And not so much a slam on Kenny, but because Coop and Sexton and Tomac had been elevating their games. You know what that's like in a long yeah. title run. And I'm like, I don't know if Kenny can get to the level. Well, this weekend's track was like an enduro cross. It was gnarly. Guys were getting screwed up everywhere. And Kenny rode great. And Barsha rode great. And he took a win. I mean... Kenny's really good. <laughs> yes. A, a period. Yeah. He's really good. And and I even texted him that, you know, that night. I'm like, dude, like, yeah. you legit had me on the edge of my yeah. seat. Like, like yeah. go, go, go. Six. I mean, I, I love JB. Like, I've yeah. obviously, I've, I've known Justin forever. And, right. and I, I think out of everyone, I think he might have surprised me the most. Because mm -hmm. um, no offense to, to anyone, like, Kenny should be there. You know what I mean? So for me, watching Kenny win was just like watching Kenny win. But doing it on a, on a Suzuki and, and whatever. But all in all, with what? Barsha coming through and, and catching and, and doing what he did that from where he's been all year, that was, to me, yeah. the biggest surprise for me. Yeah. Um, I'm with you. I'm in the press box. I'm like, yeah. oh, my God, this would be so cool if Canada win. But it would also be really cool if Justin Barsha yeah. got this, too. Yeah. Because, I mean, the only guy that hadn't won longer than Kenny was Barsha, right? And I was just like, I don't – this is incredible. Both <laughs> both guys are yeah. riding so good. Yeah, and, and to, to me, like I said before, Kenny should be there. Yeah. You know, and, and I don't know what's happened since his arm. I, I, that's obviously – I don't know him, you know, yeah. that personal. Yeah, yeah. But regardless, he should be there, and I think that proved it. Yeah. Um, but he loves those kind of tracks. He loves the little short and, like you said, like in the whoops down the middle. Right. Um, well, he has such good balance. So Coop told me afterwards yeah. that I mean Coop couldn't get the whoops. It wasn't great for him. He was really good everywhere, yeah. not great in the whoops. And Coop was like, he was so, Kenny was so good yeah. going down the main groove, which is not easy to do because it goes everywhere. And he Kenny was blitzing it, and you know from from riding like it's what he was doing takes a lot of skill. The faster <laughs> the the weird thing is when it comes to stuff like that with the ruts down the middle, the yeah. faster you go through it. Yeah. The easier it is. Right. It, it's when people get timid and start to lean forward, and and you like you start to lose your balance, yeah. and you or maybe you, you start looking. Well, like, you rely yeah. on the front end, yeah. and that's what's you know it's catching all the ruts, so it's it's not letting yeah. you go through it. But yeah, no, Kenny, I was expecting him at least the last lap. He actually missed the on off. Yeah, and I thought, oh, I'm Barsha's right. for sure coming in hot. Yeah, well, and, he wasn't tripling before the whoops either. He was doubling in. Yeah, and I thought Barsha was Barsha yeah. had the uh, maybe. A, a point one better line was to triple in and single out, and I thought Barsha was going to single out into him into Kenny, yeah, because it's Bam Bam. <laughs> I mean, maybe him being on you know probation or whatnot. I mean, <laughs> yeah. but, but you know, but uh, uh, it was a great race, man. And yeah. so, so from your seat, 
uh, knowing Kenny, watching him over the years, yeah. you're not surprised at this track that he was that good? It's his fourth time. Yeah. No, yeah. not really. I mean, not – it It wouldn't surprise me if Kenny came out at Seattle or at Detroit or, you know, Salt Lake or Atlanta and won. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it shouldn't be a surprise to anyone when Kenny comes out and wins. I mean, it's just what he's – he should be doing. Yeah. But, you know, everyone was was doubting the Suzuki, doubting, doubt, I mean, yeah, don't get me wrong. Like, I mean, I was. Yeah. But, I mean, he still he still can ride it. He's, yeah. he's yeah. small. The bike's, you know, somewhat small. And, dude, honestly, he looked really good. So. I've taken some shots at Suzuki and fun at the Kickstarter and stuff. But, also, it's not the reason. It's still a great bike. Yeah. And can still win races as we saw. Yeah. And, and horsepower is horsepower. Jamie had twisted can get that thing as good as you know anywhere anybody you want and then he's been going with fc stuff and then he's been working in-house with the hep guy suspension wise and so you know that's the key finding that balance right but and, and dude whatever they have going worked on the weekend yeah. you know whatever whatever happens in detroit i guess we'll see if he can back it up or even come close to backing it up yeah or if it's literally just the way the track was that suited him the best yeah i was going to ask you about that yeah. like what you thought like you know you know nobody knows but do you think that was a track-induced win, or do you think we see – and let me give you some background on that, but maybe you don't know. They, he was down in Florida testing, yeah. and, I mean, this could be all in the glow of the win, but Brooks and Dustin Pipes and these guys are telling me, like, they found a setting, and he was instantly better. They saw it with their own eyes on a non-indie track, you know, during the week, and they were very confident that, that – they weren't going to say they were going to win, but they were very confident that this latest setup that they found that he liked – was going to produce better results. So knowing that, do you think this is a better Kenny going forward if you go off what the team was but saying? But didn't he say that he started the day off with his old setting because he didn't want to try something super new on the track? Uh, I didn't hear that. I didn't see that. But, okay. I mean, that's... Yeah. I mean, it could be wrong. I mean, I'm, I'm wrong, you know, quite a bit when it comes to stuff like that. But, uh, again, dude, you can sit here and change the setting on anyone's bike and mm-hmm. see a difference. You know, it's the team. They're pumped. They want yeah. to give him the confidence. They want to yep. say, oh, my God, you look so much better. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, and they yeah. could have not changed a single thing. No. You know, here, here's this, you know, here's a different shot. It's completely different. Yeah. It's the same shit. Yeah. But, oh, my God, you look so great. <laughs> you know, but. Uh, a stopwatch tells him a little bit, too. Well, right? No, I'm but saying, yeah, but yeah, in your yeah. mind, you know, it's the placebo effect. Yeah. But I'm not saying that his stuff's not different. Yeah. But, again, yeah, stopwatch. Okay, so he was a half second faster. You know, where do you go faster at? A half second can make up a big difference. As you yeah. saw, first to six was only a second. Yeah. You know, and, and again. So you're more like, uh, this is just a, a Ken Roxon's a really great rider win. Like this, like if. I don't care what setting he has. If <laughs> okay. Ken Roxon shows up, Ken Roxon's going to show <laughs> okay. up. Okay. Okay. So, right. and, and I'll tell him that when he calls. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm right. not, I don't have a, you know, a yeah. filter. Like, you know, like I should most of the time. <laughs> but. Well, some no. people, some people said, hey. If Davey Millsap shows up and like he's feeling it, then yeah. then he's just gonna win. That was that so was a lot of people did say that about few, you. That was very far and few between. But, but, um, but people said that. <laughs> <laughs> but no, again, yeah. I mean, Kenny might have found a setting to make yeah. him more comfortable, yeah. hands yeah. down, yeah. of right. course. Yeah. But yet, if if that's all it took for him to win, then you're gonna see a whole lot more of him. Yeah. Right. So yeah, I'm interested to see going forward where what we're gonna see. It's been really cool to yeah. to watch him. 
on a Suzuki, and that team's a private team. You know what I mean? They're getting no factory Suzuki help. They get Suzuki parts. I've been there. Yeah, yeah, you've been there. I didn't so, even get parts. Right. I got a letter in the mail. <laughs> what do you mean? We got a letter. What do you mean? I got a letter when I won. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was like, congratulations. Yeah, yeah. L- literally, that's it. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, uh, 702-586-7857. If you have a, uh, a question for Davey Millsaps or for myself about Indianapolis or anything else, I want to thank, thank the folks at Firepower, by the way, Firepower Honda with Dean Wilson, uh, title sponsor there. And I got to get into it with you about your guy, Marty, and he's running that team. So I want to – you know Marty better than anybody. And uh, I just think it's great. He's, he's working his balls off from what everybody's saying. So I want to talk to you about Marty and Firepower Honda later on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Firepower parts, whether it's the batteries, whether it's the chains. Chains are made in Japan. The OEM batteries or the, the replacement OEM batteries are feather light, and they work really, really well. A lot of privateer teams choosing Firepower out there, firepowerparts.com. Kay Clayson, the Firepower Honda guys, GDR up in Canada, firepowerparts.com for more information. And Davey Millsaps brought to you by Decal Works. I don't know if Dane is a Decal Works guy, but, you know, Davey Millsaps brought to you by Decal Works. From beginners to seasoned vets, race teams, project builds, and magazine tests, Decal Works' mission is to cater to those who love to ride, upholding the true definition of quality, service, and knowledge. Pulp MX 23 to get 20% off your custom graphics. DecalMX.com, uh, Red Bull, KTM, uh, Husqvarna Off-Road. All using that. Decal Works, number one for many reasons. Thank you to uh, those guys. Uh, really appreciate them bringing you Dave, David Millsaps on the show. All right, we talked Roxon. Let's talk Barsha for a second. His best ride of the year. Uh, and, you know, I kind of thought he was going to get Kenny at one point. And he made a couple mistakes near the end. He didn't suicide uh, uh, KO him like we thought he might. But you watch him ride. There's never any lack of effort, right? He is he is pushing. He is revving. He is yeah. he's wild on the bike. You would think, Davey, and maybe tell me why in your in your knowledge. Tell me why a track like that wouldn't bite Justin Barsha. Like, why was he good on that track? I know why Kenny was good. Kenny's precise. He's yeah. technical. His throttle control is incredible. I get it. Uh, why wasn't why was Barsha so good? Honestly, it's pretty much what he's grown up with is stuff like that. Okay, but yeah, honestly, if you watch him last night or sorry on Saturday night, mm-hmm. and then you watch him from the weekend before the weekend before that, he had a whole lot less moves. A whole like. He was he was aggressive, yeah, but it was yep. like a smooth aggressive. Mm-hmm. He wasn't throwing his bike everywhere. He wasn't doing his crazy, you know, scrubs where his bike is completely sideways and lands. You know, he actually was very precise in the whoops. He was actually skimming them for a long time. Mm-hmm. You know, which usually, you know, he's been doing that, but yet still jumping. So, I think the way the track was, how it was soft, he went kind of for me watching. He kind of veered back to where he started, which mm-hmm. was riding those tracks calmly yeah and still being aggressive and surging where he needed to surge but he never got overexcited which was very yeah very surprising no he um, does get that way right he, yeah, yeah even catching kenny you know yeah. he didn't go out of his way to destroy both of them <laughs> and uh, even passing cooper yeah. he he didn't go out yeah. of his way he made the pass he made it pretty quickly he got a garbage so. start he was like eighth maybe seventh or eighth like he just worked you know and he, he came up forward fast. he won the heat like yeah. it was it was a vintage Barsha night. He was so. he was feeling it all day. Right. Um, he had to have been. Even his times were pretty good. Um, but in the heat race, dude, when he came through, like he was, yeah. I mean, he was feeling it. Yeah. And, and the main event showed that too. So, for me, hands down, I don't think that he was as aggressive as he's been all year. Mm-hmm. I think that 
he maybe calmed it down. Because maybe in his mind, he's like, I can't go crazy. This track will put yeah, me in my head. And, right? and so then, yeah. Every single... Every single time, every single year, you know, watching him, I'm like, man, if he would just calm the f down, he would be so much better. <laughs> yeah. And you and everybody else have told him that. But yeah, yeah, I've, I've right. never told right. him that. Right. But um, but maybe this weekend, him seeing that he can go way faster when he calms down and is smoother yeah. and makes less mistakes. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe he he's been quietly solid this year. You know, he's got another podium. This is yeah. the second one of the year. He's fifth in points or whatever. Maybe Kenny got him now, but he's been like just off that yep. tick off that lead group. You know what I mean? So he was with the lead group this time. Yeah, yes, he was. I mean, he was the lead. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we got some phone calls on the line, of course. Yep. Ken Roxon coming up here. Well, we got one right away. Jeff's got a question for Davey. Uh, Jeff, what's your question for Davey Millsaps? Hey, thanks for taking my call. Um, I was wondering in 2013 when Davey was on Suzuki. He was doing really good, but I can't remember if he ended up leaving that team and going to a factory team or if he stayed on it because he was killing it. He was. Uh, he hurt his knee late that year, mm -hmm. and then you hurt it again before the year, right? You, you. Uh, what did you do that? Well, so, or something? Well, no. So I, I hurt my knee in the middle of the year, um, right before Daytona, and that that was. A struggle the rest of the year um and then right after vegas i had to have my femur rebroken and all the parts in my knee cleaned up and my femur straightened out just so my knee would stop doing what it was doing and then i stayed with the team because they went to ktm the following year i stayed with them but on the ktm right before anaheim won i dislocated my ankle and broke my foot and it took five surgeries throughout the year to, to actually end up getting it fixed the right way including an ACL surgery, um, ACL, MCL, uh, on my knee, and uh, basically right before Anaheim as well. So it was it was a whole lot of yeah. surgery. I think it was like you, nine surgeries that year. You raced once? No, I didn't race at all. You didn't race at all? I, I, at Monster Cup. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Maybe I was thinking that. Yeah. Terrible. yeah. So yeah. he went from maybe the best year of his career, the Supercross year. To the worst. To, the to yeah, yeah. not racing at all. So, yeah. yeah. Tough I was go. so happy because I like Suzuki's, and I was like, he's kicking ass and – Yep. Yep. Uh, thanks, was Jeff. that bike really that good back then? Uh, I mean, it was good. Yeah, I loved the way it, it it felt for sure. I mean, it was one of the best 450s in Supercross that I had ridden. Outdoors wasn't too fond of it. Um, the best outdoors is, outdoor bike was was KTM for me, hands down. Um, I don't okay. know about Twitchy. I, I I got two days on an outdoor, so I can't answer <laughs> that. Uh, thanks, Jeff. Thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. Uh, we have uh, Tyler on four. Tyler, what's up, man? Yeah, I got a question about this week, past weekend's race. Are we borderline kind of worried here as being a Tomac fan? I mean, he's got five wins and he's one point off the lead, but it wasn't good. Uh, Davey, uh, I thought he was – I mean, this was a good track for him. It, it, it seemed yeah. like his heat race, he went backwards, and then he never got it going in the main. I mean, this is the second time, though. When it's gotten really, really, really bad, like rutted like this, which is usually where he excels, he's kind of not been there, you know. And and this one, this this weekend surprised me. Yeah. I was expecting him to actually yeah. be hard to beat. Well, I saw that heat race, and I was like, okay, yeah. the heat race wasn't good, but he'll figure it out in the main. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like even just use his stamina and his sort of skill to figure it out. His superhuman like yeah. stamina, yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, but no, no, no panic button. 
No panic button. Not yet. Out. Right. Okay. There's, no. there's way too many rounds. Right, right. Yeah. I was worried because, you know, before the night, you know, I got all my buddies over. Yep. We're watching the race, and I'm like, Tomac's going to be killer tonight. The track's going to get tore up. Yep. And I'm like, you know, this is going to be a Anaheim one. You know, track's going to be rough. And I'm like, he's going to be, you know, out there, unbeatable. Not unbeatable, but up there, him and Webb. Yeah, yeah. And I, I watched the main event, and I'm like, oh, gosh. Um yeah, I'm like guys. He's no. normally way better than this. Trust me. No, no yeah, panic. He's, 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 wasn't wasn't the other one? Was it was it Tampa? Tampa. That he was Tampa yeah. that he was bad in. Yeah, yeah. And it's been he was fifth these, in Tampa. Yeah, yeah. These yeah. kind of conditions usually where he excels. Tampa wasn't any like wasn't as bad. But, but yeah, no. But you get my point. Yep. It's just yep. so rutted and stuff. No, for sure. Uh, thanks for the call, man. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Uh, so, Pookie just delivered me some pizza up here mm-hmm. from Sean Brennan at Feld. Feld Motorsports. The whole thing with pizza, Marks. You listen to the. Uh, You're unbelievable. You I just, did, you just. Go ahead. Go I ahead. didn't even introduce you. Oh, by yeah. the way, it's just uh, that's Travis Marks. Everybody on the on the uh, camera. Another day in the life over yeah, here of yeah. being a sorry, Marks, and then uh, hero. Working the phones over there, Talon Taylor. My bad. Uh, I'm here. So Un- unbelievable, this guy. Sean promised the media pizza at a race. Yeah. Two races. I made a deal with him. I flew all the way to Tampa for this media summit. He said he'd supply pizza at two races. And then you flew there for the pizza. What you flew there for? No, the pizza. I went to Indianapolis and I said this would be a good weekend for the pizza. So we said sure. So mm-hmm. we got the press pizza, which was nice. Yeah, and we're greatly appreciative. And so I grabbed a couple slices, and everyone grabbed a couple slices, and it was all good. Uh-huh. And then there was also two Indianapolis Colts football players in the press box with their families. There was about eight yep. of them all together. And they asked if they could have the pizza. And, of course, you, you know, they're VIP guests, right? They're football NFL guys. So they just demolished it. went through the pizza with the kids and everything. And you're mad. Not mad. <laughs> just upset. Disappointed. Disappointed. Disappointed he didn't so, get his pizza. Yeah. So I brought this up on our review show. We did an Indianapolis okay. review show, and I brought it up. So Sean sent pizza to the house. So you complained yourself into some free pizza. Is we what got you're free saying. pizza from okay. Sean Brennan. You got it. Hell of a guy. <laughs> nice. Just got more miles tomorrow on the bike. Do I get any yeah. of that pizza? You do. You do. Everyone does. Yeah. Love but, that Sean Brennan But guy. hopefully there's no NFL <laughs> players downstairs. I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, 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 I don't know if you're eating pizza these days, but you can have some, Davey. Thank uh, you. Thank you to Sean and Fell. That's, that's very nice. Oh, nice. Great pizza. Um, all right. Uh, Ken Roxon <laughs> coming up Can we go on here. break now then? Yeah, we need to take a break right okay. now. Uh, Cody's on three with a Sexton question. Uh, Cody, you got a Chase Sexton question? Yeah, you guys hear me? Yeah. We good? Yeah. Yeah, what's up, guys? Davey, what's up, dude? I met you in Lakewood with Brittany, and you are the legend. Um, this is kind <laughs> of a you. question for both uh, of I don't you know guys. About, uh, Tim, I, I, mean, I mean, thank you for bringing hey, up my hey, wife, hey. too. Timmy Ferry's a legend. Hey, God, yeah, okay. Brittany, Brittany, was nicer to me. Brittany was nicer to me than Davey was. Davey was, like, in the zone. But um, <laughs> I have a question for both of you guys okay. real quick. Chase Sexton. Davey, if you're on a one-year contract, you're obviously one of the fastest guys out there. Steve, you're his mechanic. And he, let's just be honest, he's, I love Chase as a rider. He's being a choke artist. What do you guys do? What is Brandon doing? What is Lars doing? And what is Roger doing looking at maybe a possible future talent? Because this is a disaster. I don't know about disaster, but Davey, you worked with riders at the highest level. You were one yourself. What do you what are you saying to Chase Sexton if you're his coach? What are you what are his, you guys doing? Well, I mean, honestly, I don't know. As far as being a choke artist, yeah, is is he fulfilling what he's able to do? No, absolutely not. But yet, 
I mean, every weekend he's one of the fastest guys out there. So you got to look at the teams yep. all there being like, oh, man, if I get him on my program, yeah. we could fix that. Oh, if I get him here, we can fix that. That's, you know, uh, he needs to get on our program so we can take care of that stuff. But, I mean, as far as a coach and stuff like that, I mean, his coach lives in Santa Barbara, I believe, mm-hmm. um, and he lives in Florida. Um, right. He's, that's more of a trainer. That, but that's, you know, I think that's the only yeah. thing he has. Okay. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, yeah Peter wise, Park yeah. is the only one that he right, has. Right. Um, for me, like looking from the outside looking in, yeah, like I would love to be there the whole week and and see what goes on. Mm-hmm. I know his dad's his riding coach, or not riding coach, but mechanic as well, or practice mechanic. So maybe maybe there's just a lot of emotions going on during the week. Maybe yeah. there's a lot of emotions during the weekend, yeah. or he puts too much stress on himself or whatnot. Try to figure out the core issue and and. Honestly, I know Kira's a great guy, so I can't say anything like that, but I don't know them well enough. Mm-hmm. I just know from the outside looking in, something isn't mentally there for him as he goes into the weekend halfway through the motos. I'm so. not using the word choke artist, though. Yeah. Like, no, like, no, no, like, no, 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 like no. I, I, I use the wrong words. I got yeah. nervous. All right? he, I got nervous. Um, he, he mentally falls apart it, a little bit. We'll go with that one. Uh, it's, it is weird. I brought this up on the yeah. review show. Like, Oakland, he crashed in a spot that no one crashed all day long. It was just a, an easy double, and he just does a front flip over it. That, this that weekend. He just pushes the bike too hard into that rut, hits neutral, and goes over the bars. Like, no one did that all weekend that I saw. Yeah. Uh, Coop, in practice, crashed on the landing, all going off the landing, lost yeah. the front end. But what he did at Oakland and what he did this weekend, I, no one's doing – like, it's not some gnarly obstacle. It's not some gnarly section. That's uh, It's him overriding the bike, I think, you know? Yeah. Or, yeah. or literally think just not do- thinking very well. Okay, yeah, yeah. Do you think this has to do with what he's thinking in the future of, I mean, I know the rumors are swirling. I don't want to say anything, but where he thinks he's going to be in the future, because he knows that Jeff's taking his spot. I don't think you're, you're not thinking that out there, right, Davey? Like, you're, he's not. No, well, like I said, there's not one team out there that doesn't want him, regardless yeah. of how he's doing or how he's finishing or whatnot. He's showing that he has beyond the speed. He's won a, you know, he's won a race already. So it's it's more so... Like I just like I said in the beginning, if let's say for example Rogers looking at him, Rogers like, oh, if we get him here, we can fix this issue, we can figure it out, you know, mm-hmm. we'll make him way better, we'll have a winner, you know. Same with uh, you know Bobby Reagan or or, or you know yeah. I don't even know about Cowie, but yeah. the example is yeah. people are looking at him as if we get him, we could fix it, right? So which, which we all think he's going to KTM next year. That's what we're all. Assuming. Do you not think so. he's going to go to Star? Maybe no, no. I, I don't think so. I think he ends up at, okay. at Red Bull KTM. So yeah, no, he won't. I don't think well. he'll be orange. But uh, but yeah, I I it is. Davey, he's so fast. I mean, <laughs> he's so fast again. It's, it's the same thing as the Roxon. If you look at yeah. if you look at him, he looks like Roxon did before he got hurt. Yeah, and and it's for some, you have to, he has to figure out something, hands down, and it's during the week. I think when he gets it, he's going on a string. That's what I think. Do you agree? I, or, or do you? I mean, he would be – if he figured it out, if he figured out his mental yeah. – whatever is happening, you know, his mental block, I don't think he's beatable. Yeah. I, I, I don't. I think that kid's going to come back a killer next year. Yeah. Like you, went, you, went, you went from being a choke artist to now he's going to kill it. <laughs> hey, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Davey, I had to ask you three times for an autograph. So I, I, I didn't hear you the hard, first two. Man. I didn't yeah, hear you the first two. Davey, never heard it. Next to the motorhome. Uh, <laughs> thanks, man. Thanks for the call. Hey, thank, thank you, guys. Appreciate, appreciate it. it. Thanks for the call. Uh, Renthal, the undisputed global leader in manufacturing design since 69. Renthal's become notorious 
relentless obsession to detail and quality throughout their commitment to produce the finest products on the market today. Uh, they have an all-new inventory locator on their website, a works fit tool. What was your rental bend of choice? 998. 998? Yeah. Okay. It's like stock Cowie bend, I think. Well, I think in back day. in the day it was McGrath bend. Was it? I thought it was a 997. No, okay. back in the day yeah, he, yeah. Was he was bad. Then he switched to like the RC bend or whatever it was. Okay. Well, thanks to the folks at Renthal. Uh, they got more championships than all the other brands combined. And our next guest, the winner of Indianapolis Supercross, one of the only things he requested when he went to the uh, HEP Suzuki team was to use Renthal products. That's how good this man uh, thinks of Renthal. And we're happy to have the winner of the Indianapolis Supercross on the line, Ken Roxon. What's up, Kenny? How are you, man? Hey guys, I'm good. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, no, man. I appreciate. It. I know you're you're busy, and uh, it's cool that you find time for us. Uh, the Kickstarter in the backpack has just been waiting, huh? Just been waiting. Yeah, we had so in San Diego. Uh, remember, we did that Chrome Kickstart thing. Yeah. We just thought, like, honestly, I just like having fun with the situation that I'm in, and uh, for some reason, we ended up putting a Kickstarter because I said, hey, if I win this year, uh, I'm going to freaking be waving that Kickstarter on the freaking podium. You bet your ass. And sure enough, you know, I was about to go up and they said, hey, we got 60 seconds to interview, and I'm like, Travis, yeah. the Kickstarter. So we were like freaking searching through the backpack to find the Kickstarter. It was so perfect. I've been waiting for this moment for so long. I actually kind of forgot about it because yeah. I haven't even been at the podium or near the podium, so... I kind of forgotten about it, but then luckily I thought of it right then and there. Uh, yeah, Davey, uh, he's the, the Feld guy's grabbing him to take him to yeah. the podium, right? Like, let's go, let's go. And he's like, Sules, Sules, where's the Kickstarter? I mean, it, it's it's great marketing. I mean, it, it, people are laughing at the whole Kickstarter thing. I mean, it's but it's what I think you have ridden most of your careers with a Kickstarter. I only got two years of, of having an electric start. So yeah. I mean I think it's awesome and and be the only one out there that has it, dude. It's 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 like a it's like gold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See that's crazy because I feel like I have been on an electric start besides fifteen and sixteen, but I've been on an electric start for so long. I mean I switched to KTM and tw for twenty eleven and we already had kicks. Uh, uh, we already had electric start. And Show then off. since then, I've pretty much been on on uh, electric start. It's yeah. Wild to think. God, I think I didn't get that till sixteen. Hype. There's this whole hype about it, and then I, I also see that when people make fun of me, like when I stalled in, at the first couple of rounds, you know what I mean? I thought yeah. it was funny as hell, actually, but um, it's funny that they pretend like they're seeing somebody kick a dirt bike for the first time. Like, I don't, <laughs> but you really think about it, okay? I'm like, I understand it's funny because we're the only bike, and you know everybody bitches about the bike being old or whatever. But when you really think about it, that's what we have done for longer than we have had electric start. Yeah. So what the hell is so funny about yeah. it? You know, I don't understand. I, I just loved it. I love the kickstart. I said on Twitter, I'm like, Kenny is waving a kickstarter around right now. His, his right <laughs> leg's not getting tired, though. We no, know that. It's uh, it's amazing. Yeah. Um, hey, uh, we know the HEP guys and you have been really working hard. Um, and, and it's, I mean, Larry was, I mean, look, I, I, I mean, they, Larry was excited you won and all that, but I think he's being like real. He's like, dude, he's like, Kenny has been not complaining. He has been working his balls off. We have been working our balls off. It's, it's, uh, he said his attitude has been great. Your attitude, Kenny's been great. So I feel like this is a super cool deal for everyone involved, yourself included. Like, lots of hard work into this win. Yeah, I'm, I'm so proud of them um, because I, it's, it's tough. You know, when you have, 
one of the top level guys and unfortunately I just like my bike a certain way and, and when, when it is all I, I can be pretty special when everything is right for <laughs> yep, me yep. and it's also the opposite when I'm not that comfortable you know what I mean that I'm just like super super average so I'm proud of them for trusting me and honestly not to toot my own horn but I'm also a little bit proud of myself because it was a big task, you know, believing mm-hmm. in your feelings and what you need and, and following your gut. Like, it, it's, no matter what, like, of course, I had trust that I can make it happen, but to actually make it happen, that's also a whole other story, right? So I just think by doing all these moves that I have done, I was so motivated to, and I really wanted to make this work. Like, I really did, and that's actually what Larry told me, too, that he was so impressed about. So we have had a many, many, many late testing days. Yeah. Um, and I just think I needed the switch. I needed all this new excitement, and it was a no-brainer for me to put in that work. You know what I mean? So, yes, I mean, I haven't been complaining in a sense of, like, that I'm whining. I have been complaining with motivation to make the situation that we're in better. And, unfortunately, with how good my off-season went, actually, and for how decent of a base setup we had at first, you know, with all the suspension stuff going on, um, I, I did make a couple of steps backwards at first. Mm-hmm. until like lately right because we i was kind of just completely lost again and we were testing so much i really had to take in a deep breath and um kind of like restart reset and then we made some precise changes with matt that he's florida um based like that's where he's from yeah. and it's kyle's old like suspension guy right so yep, i'm yep. so proud of him too for working with me like this he has no ego and no, nobody on the team has an ego or anything so we simply do whatever is best for the bike and it's honestly you know, besides maybe the firepower team, it's the first time that people make it happen for me, like like to this extent, you know, mm-hmm. it's so rad. So then to finally pull it off, that's why everything was so emotional because we've had some really hard times behind us. And yeah. th- those were silent, long days, right? Like I wasn't really that vocal about it, nor did I want to be. Um, so then to, to pull this off and everybody from that team, you know, it comes from nothing, kind of. Besides Larry, I mean, Larry has had a couple of really good years with Chad and James and all that. But besides that, everybody else is new to winning, you know. And it was mm-hmm. so rad for me to be able to deliver their first one. And uh, I know every weekend, even the weekends where I didn't do good, there they had that certain um, supportive, calm feeling, and like um, they just really care, you know. And that's what I loved about it. So we've just kind of been doing our thing, and it's finally paid off. It's a little bit like Davey for you, like a little bit with Bobby's team on your Suzuki days, you know, a, a little bit of a privately owned team, maybe everyone kind of not really thinking you guys can win, right? Uh, yep. You're coming off a factory ride, that kind of stuff, right? Like a little bit like that. I mean, in, in a sense, yeah, it, it's Bobby, you know, his team, he had a lot of funding, obviously, and he yeah. had a lot of wins, you know, just from and amateur small days stuff and small and, by yeah. stuff, yep. but... I mean, for me, like me being his first ever 450, you know, that was type, you know, kind of thing that was pretty cool. Yeah. But again, I, you know, like with Kenny winning on the Suzuki and, and with Hep and stuff, Kenny is the biggest name that they've ever had. Yeah. You know, and, and they're going to bend over backwards to, to do anything for him. And, and I love the fact that there is no ego there. Like he said, I love the fact that, you know, Kenny's trusting himself and telling them what, you know, what he wants and they're, and they're listening. Yeah. And that, I mean, I like Larry, but that's really hard for Larry to do. And for him to do it, I mean, that's, it, mm-hmm. it paid off, obviously, on Saturday. It's pretty cool. And it's a pure, like, it's a pure underdog story, yeah. right? I, I, that's at least how I feel, and I feel like... Who you're no, you're no underdog, underdog, Kenny. 
You're no underdog, bud. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean. Like the situation. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, like it just wasn't. It wasn't handed to or paid. So you know, it's just it's been a lot of work, and and yeah. they haven't had one yet. And it was cool. It's the same with RCH back in the day, right? Yeah. We had some really cool moments, and this is just another one of those. For yeah. me personally, one of those historic kind of like nights. That's why that that win ranks so high on my list. Well, I was going to ask you about that. You said this is the biggest with yeah. a couple couple nights uh, away from that. Do you still you still agree is one biggest win for you? Or yeah, and it yeah. might seem weird from the outside, um, but I don't know what it was with this one. I personally, and nobody but me really knows, or maybe the people that are really close to me. I just had a really hard time. You know, this whole last year, and it's just. It's not easy, you know what I mean? Just because I've done super well before and then where I was at and coming back, I don't know. I just, I had a, maybe this stuff doesn't come as easy to me anymore, but <laughs> I don't, I, I was just proud of coming back, like more so even than from the injuries, actually. I don't know what it was, but yeah. I was more proud now coming back and kind of just um, taking this whole thing serious. And, and tr- even when the times got tough and my writing wasn't that good and we were still trying to figure things out, um, just sticking with it and, not never never stopping even though like sometimes it was like oh man like i'm just kind of like chasing my tail a little bit again but at the same time just sticking with it making something out of it and i'm just excited for the for the next few weeks and everything to come up i just want to stay calm but build on what we have and every weekend is going to be treated the same yeah larry was telling me uh that you found a setting you know with matt working hard that you found a setting you really liked uh i don't know if you ran it this weekend but they said it was noticeable uh, again, this track's so weird that in that maybe you went away from it or went softer or whatever, but they said that there was a setting they found that you really, really liked, and they're pretty confident going forward. Yes. Um, it was front and rear, too. Like, the mm-hmm. front took a little bit because we were uh, a little bit far out the window, and we, we kind of fed that in. And the same with the shock. I made a little change from press day, that, uh, from press day to race day, Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was something that I kind of had in mind to try this week. It was a tiny, tiny, tiny change. But I also was just riding, and I was feeling really good, and I was riding really good on Tuesday and Wednesday. So I just said, screw it. I'm getting more out of doing my motos, really learning the bike and not messing with it and really learning where it's at so I can kind of push that extra little bit um, <clears throat> that, excuse me, that I need to win. <clears throat> and... Uh, yeah, so I never tried it, but then after, obviously, press day and stuff, I'm like, man, come on, let's just, I, I just hate to leave stuff on the table, you know, and I, I've done that so much this year that I have a certain setting, or we try something for free practice, mm-hmm. because that is really the one that we can waste if we sure. go down to waste one, you know what I mean? So I've done that so much this year that I'm very familiar with that, because most of the time when I'm happy, I just leave it, and I really do want to leave it, but um, I've just been familiar with it, so I was confident and comfortable to do that and if it, that wasn't it then i would have just gone back to my base and mm-hmm. and been happy with that so that was kind of the game plan ken roxon brought to you by the folks at renthal by the way renthal.com <coughs> please check them out for more information on that um webb coop told me after the race that your speed in the whoops in the main line was unbelievable <laughs> he said kenny was killing that main line which is not always easy to do which davy was telling us uh before the show before we got you on it's not easy to just blitz it through the groove you know really that's cool because i normally struggle with stuff like that like throughout the i mean i guess it's just the thing when you're just not as comfortable on the bike like i feel like i've been all over the place like trying to stay in a v or mm-hmm. um kind of making my weasel my way through the whoops i've been horrible at that so that's actually cool that he said that because 
it's, it is, yeah, it is really tough, especially when it's so grabby, right? Like, I mean, if you're a little bit off center, it'll just throw you left and right, and you're off balance, and you're pretty much screwed, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was, it was difficult, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also, by the way, 702-586-7857, you got a question for uh, Ken Roxon. We got one here from, uh, from Skippy. Skippy, go ahead. What's your uh, question for Ken Roxon? Hey, Kenny, first off, uh, I want to congratulate you for being uh, an incredible father. I appreciate uh, how you let your kid go out and do just crazy, fun, cool stuff. So I uh, wanted to compliment you uh, uh, there. I look up to you as a father, as a husband, all, a lot of things. Uh, but second of all, do you, like, while you're in these moments, before your win, do you sit there and think, damn, these are going to be some of my last wins or maybe my last win or something like that. Like, do you think about that stuff and does it make you take in the moment a little bit more now that you're further in your career? Um, great question. First off, actually big time. Thank you on, on all the compliments. I, I love that. I always try to share how I raise my kids or whatever, because we're pretty open with that, with just having fun with them. And we're a believer. And when you have kids, you just, I don't know. That doesn't mean everybody. Oh, I think the stigma is when you have kids, you got to start settling down and like really stop what you're doing. When I, I don't feel like you have to at all. We kept doing all our things. So thank you. I appreciate that big time. And um, I would, yes, you know, I would lie if I, if I said that I uh, was, you know, while I was going through these last few rounds, I'm like, man, I cannot screw this up because who knows when you're going to be in this position again. Like just in a way, I've been so far away from it. But at the same time, you right. just it feels familiar. Like I've been in this position a lot, so I was actually comfortable with the pressure from behind and um but yeah i see what you're saying because you know for me that's why this win celebration is so big too because they just haven't been coming around as often as uh for like uh, eli tomac for example you know so i think that every single one of these wins should be massively celebrated because i don't think it's celebrated enough it's come down to making it to the finish, do a fist bump, go to the podium, do your interview, and be done. At least that's kind of like what I feel like. When there are other sports, um, and surfing in particular, actually, I think that every single win or final is almost treated like a championship, you know? Like, it's just this stoke because it is so hard. I talked about it with Sexton. It is so hard to get on the podium nowadays because everybody's so good, and with a crappy start, it just makes that really difficult. So I just take that or appreciate that a lot more nowadays than I used to, I feel like. Thanks, Skippy. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Thank Be you. Good. Uh, yeah. Sorry, long answer. No, no, <laughs> it's good. No, it's great stuff, as, as always. Um, the one guy that you maybe don't want behind you late in the Supercross with that stall gnarly was Justin Barsha? Yeah. Did, did, uh, <laughs> were you waiting for it, uh, Kenny? Were you thinking, oh, shit? My, like, <laughs> My thought process to the T is when I saw because he had pretty vibrant – gear on yeah so i knew that it was justin and i specifically focused on not letting him get too close to me in the later stages in the race for just you know he's a great racer and he's aggressive and i just tried to um delay that process or delay at first of all, i was actually really surprised with how fast he was going mm-hmm. holy shit i yep. mean i think the last couple of weekends uh, which is great for him. I think he really needed that too, and, and, and that's good for him. Um, so yeah, it, it's just that's a situation I, you just try to avoid at all costs. <laughs> did you panic at all missing the on-off? Yes, I did. <laughs> you know, somebody, somebody, and I feel like the only reason we came in this position to begin with is just I got. I feel like personally, I got a little bit unlucky with lappers, um, where I kind of had to check up, or I had to roll yeah. the on-off, or just something that is like. We were fighting for tenths every single lap, so that 
made Dad a lot worse, and he got really close to me. And I actually, he took that inside line to step on, and I think he had so much forward momentum that when he saw me bobble, he probably thought that he was I was going to cut to the left and he was going to jump into me maybe because that maybe would have been his opportunity to, like, mm-hmm. step off to the inside and just kind of, yeah. like, push me out of the way. So once that was done, I mean, I cut over left to the, on the triple and tried to take that that angle um, of the turn super sharp and you just kind of I put the track in sections these last few laps right like I always yeah. do it section by section mm-hmm. because there are so many um, difficult areas like after the start that short little tabletop like you had all these like red zone areas that could be super super um, detrimental right there to crash and that was the whoops like I always I sectioned it up and that's kind of like what I did there as well in the last lap with him being behind me I really wanted to get past the whoops like just make it clean through the whoops because he is super close behind me and then um and then I made that mistake and right after that it was just like corner by corner and uh, it was yeah. just, just nerve-wracking for sure. <laughs> you you greased the finish line corner yeah. for sure that was great yeah. yeah that was that was easy yeah uh and then I was thinking you weren't tripling in on the rhythm before the whoops and he I was, know. and then, I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know either. I was going to ask you did you did you uh, did you watch that on Dartfish or anything? Like, is there a reason why? Yes and no. Um, what the three three, and I really don't like singles into the turn, especially mm-hmm. with how big those um, four footers were. Yeah, from people casing it and whatnot. So I just it really upset the rhythm. So in the heat race, I saw I think it was Chase maybe, or I saw a couple of people going two three and then two into the turn i felt like that got a lot better rhythm so I, whatever gave me the best rhythm on the track is what i did but unfortunately i just stuck with it maybe a little bit too much afterwards i was like why the heck didn't i do that because i did that all day i literally right. did that all day and they're just not in the main event and um, i just stuck to that one rhythm the whole time and i agree i should have maybe mixed it up to see if that made a dent in the gap you know maybe from yeah. not letting it come so so close but i mean it, it is splitting hairs but at that point those hairs, like, yeah. it matters, right? Well, especially when Barja can, can go wide open off the single into you in the turn. So Totally. <laughs> we were talking totally, about yeah. that before. Um, and then also by the mechanics area, you were swinging wide and making that on-off work for you pretty good, too, mm-hmm. or all the way over. And then, you know what I mean? Like, you, you were doing it yeah, pretty Yeah, I good. ended up – that was a spot that Larry and I actually talked about because in practice, um, Chase did that really nicely. After the mechanics, he kind of swung out wide. Uh, laying it on the tabletop wide and then cut to the inside and I was making it really square I hugged it tighter mm-hmm. I squared up the turn jumped on top and it just looked super notchy and then off and then squared it up again and so I ended up wanting to go a little bit further out but in that berm you kind of had a the berm was built with like a roller almost in it so if you just stuck to the regular berm it kind of upset it too much for how the ruts were I didn't really like that so I weaseled my way kind of around it and stayed kind of on the inside and pushed it over like I don't know, just kind of like this weird thing that I did. Um, I was actually thinking about that while riding because I didn't hit the turn, <laughs> didn't feel like head on, you know? Yeah, yeah. So then I just swung out rider, and I felt like clearing that tabletop was going to be smoother around the whole track and singling it out, you know, because those on-offs with that little room that you have, the offs, like it's really hard to make the turn after, you know? People case those singles too, and they become so steep and sharp that you really can't land on the backside of it you know so i yeah. I, I tried to avoid that and just try to clear the tabletop at all costs hey smoother's faster man smoother's faster especially that i weekend. agree especially at and that you want to stay loose 
you want to stay loose on a track like that, right? It's very easy to tighten up, which luckily I didn't have any problems with that. But I think it's important that you pick out parts that you think that are difficult and you, you go for something that overall, especially when you're leading, you don't have to battle anybody in front of you and get roosted and hold your breath. So I just stuck around whatever was the smoothest around the whole track that I can do every lap. Yeah, it's kind of like when you're leading, right, you can get in a flow, I guess, right? And yeah, but I mean, at that, I feel like on Saturday, Barsha had the upper hand when it came to figuring out what was faster or slower. You know, watching yeah. Kenny in the lead and then him obviously catching you, knowing where he's faster and knowing where you're faster. I feel like he could have capitalized on that. But I don't know. You stepped up. You started cutting the corners down and rolling from uh -huh. inside and going out, which was obviously keeping him from doing what he loves to do. But also, you weren't losing any time doing that. Um, it was honestly, dude, like I'm, I'm, I text you that night, obviously. So, you, mm -hmm. you know, you saw that I was, that was yeah. pumped for you, but it definitely, it was a surprise when it came to you winning for sure. But it, it, it wasn't at the same time because that's where you should be. And I've told you I, that God, for, I don't even know how many times I've told you that. Um, but no, that, and Barsha catching up and riding with you to me was the bigger surprise, but uh, yeah. 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 yeah, I agree. I mean, yeah, he was really fast. But I heard that Daytona, I just couldn't really see so much because I was that far back in the pack. But um, <laughs> I heard that he was riding really well yeah. there as well. And um, so, yeah, that's, that's good for him because I think he's had some rough years behind him as well. So seeing him, he normally um, normally doesn't have that speed like that, right? Uh -huh. like he's always a good racer because he defends his spot and yep. he fights for whatever position he's in. So that's what makes him a really good racer. But when it comes to just the pure speed like that, like yeah. that was – in the last yeah. two weekends, he didn't have to really fight anyone, you know. So, yeah. Yeah. but for you, honestly, dude, like I was, I was pumped to watch you, to watch you win and and get the monkey off your back and and mm -hmm. hopefully it's great for as, the series. Yeah, it is it's great. great for and, the series. and I've been a Kenny fan for a long time, yeah. um, and I do hope to see Kenny come back to Detroit. Kenny come back to you know yeah. Atlanta and mm -hmm. Seattle and all those weekends. And and I've told you for God since two thousand and. I think 14 or 15 that you know this is where you belong yeah i just i really need to work on i really want to dial in my starts a bit more i mean it's been a lot lately with testing right so i wouldn't say that i've neglected my starts a little bit but like i would just like to hone in a little bit more on making my technique a little bit more certain like that i'm doing the same thing every single time instead of like lifting my body up or dumping the clutch a little bit like i just feel like i need to be a little bit better uh, I'm one. normally a good starter, <laughs> and I just have not – I've not really been in the front three spots, which I feel like is where you want to be ideally to be able to win. In this class, 100%. Yeah. Sure. It, it, like yeah. Daytona was – well, Daytona is a d different weirdo track, but yeah. not much was going – once you didn't get the start there, yeah, that was it. See you later. Um, yeah. By the way, you didn't race last year at Indy, uh, but you – so you won all three races during the COVID year. So you're on a four-race Indianapolis win streak. Kenny, Indianapolis, you love it. I don't know. I know. Nuts. Yeah. yeah. For some reason, I, I do because Cord was always the one, and I think it reminded her just from 2016. I had a really good battle with uh, with Ryan Dunphy, mm -hmm. and then we just I don't know. We we they have cool restaurants there too and whatnot. So we yeah. overall like the, the, it was always cool to go to Indy, and it kind of stuck with it. And it's obviously even better that I've won so many times there now. It's just a a good feeling to go to a place where you have had good things happen for sure. For sure. Uh, Jeff's on one. Uh, Jeff, what's going on? What's your question for Ken Roxon? What's up? You guys can hear me? Yep. Hey, what's going on? Hey, Ken, congratulations, man. I love the fact that you are so grateful when you win, man. That's It's cool to see. It's not just a fist bump, like you said. But um, I'm also from Germany as well. So, hey, look, uh, definitely number one guy for me. But um, 
question that kind of involves Davey as well. I've watched that video of Davey and Carmichael and Pastrana with that 252 stroke on that Supercross track more times than I can count. When do you think we might ever get a chance to see you on that two-stroke you've got? Me? <laughs> yeah, do you think you'll ever pull that thing out? Um, which one? Which one are you talking about? <laughs> the RM250? Do you have an RM250? I, I don't know. Oh, yeah, I have, an, I have an RCH one from back in the day. Oh, yeah. you do? Oh, cool. I've never even ridden it. Like, oh. actually never ridden it. Okay. I know you when, you, when you did that Racer X shoot on the old Honda, it kind of sketched yep. you out, I heard. Kenny, you were a little bit like, ah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, um, Jeremy's bike was super sick, but, like, I, I don't know. I just never – I love two-strokes, but at the same time, I pretty much went from a super – or an 85 straight to a 250. Yeah. And just super cross and um, the way they're built now and two-strokes, it just scares me. It just really <laughs> – like, straight rhythm, it scares the shit out of me. I'm not, not going to yeah. lie. Uh, Davey, just, what? just because of oh. failure, right? Like just because of a bog or anything like that. And just the, the, the whole delay and the throttle and the way you have to ride them, you can kind of get used to, which it does make it scary for straight rhythm, right? Because nobody ever takes the time to really like really get used to a two stroke because it's just one race. But, um, for a short period of time, just to get that in you, it's, it's super gnarly. And because you have to be so precise. There's yeah. No I, did, I didn't like the 250 when I wrote it. Yeah. No. What, what did so, you do with know, Pastrana? Maybe, no, I maybe when I'm retired, I'm going to make a sick one. <laughs> video on a supercar. The first time I ever rode a 252 stroke, hands down, was two days before I got hurt in my career. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. And that's I rode the Yamaha, oh, Yamaha yeah. first. I think Swap was there yeah. for whatever he was doing. And I literally rode the Yamaha 252 stroke at Paula, and I did not want to do half the jumps. I'm like, dude, there's, there's just no way. Yeah. But they, I don't – it wasn't fun. Right. You know, right. it – um, thanks, well, Jeff. Thanks for the call, the, Jeff. The thing, the thing about four strokes is I, I, everybody always has a boner for two strokes. And I get it because I just sell like there's something special about it. But when it comes, like, if I want to go ride, the connection that you have on a 450 is just like, it's just our new new style of riding, right? Like all the new new stuff nowadays. Like I just feel like it's so modernized. Like mm-hmm. I, the 450s are pretty badass to ride. Like they feel good. They're faster. They're a special bike to ride, you know? Like I, I, They're I definitely know. fast. I don't know what you guys think. Well, no, I'm, I, I mean, think, for me, going out and riding, yeah. if I'm just going to go ride, yeah, the 450, because I know it's going to do the jumps. I know what it's going to do. I've ridden it for so long. Yeah. You know, I never rode yeah. a 252 stroke, so I, I don't know. You know, the last two stroke that mm-hmm. I rode before that was the 125. Yeah. You know, and then before that was the right. 85 that I designed. I used to race 500s back in the day. <laughs> and, you needed it back in the day. And I was like, this thing is so fast. This thing is so fast, right? I can't believe it. That's how my memory was. And then I got on a 450 and rode 450s and whatever. So then I got my old 500 back. I built it up. Yeah. Took it to Glen Helen and was like, yeah, this thing's not that fast or that good. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, well, yeah. like in my mind, it was built up to be this amazing, powerful bike. But I'm like, yeah, my 450 is so fast. Like, I don't know. No, yeah, for sure. I, I wasn't. I, yeah. I don't know if you have, Davey, but I, for, I've been a pro now like, for quite some time, and I have never touched a 500cc ever. Nah. Ever. I, <laughs> for, for, I mean, I'm older than you, and I still haven't touched one. Yeah. So well, I got one in my yeah, garage. It's just funny. I mean, what, what 85 did you ride, Kenny? Um, Suzuki. Yeah, so that's the one I designed. Yeah. So Pretty got, much, yeah. Because yeah, I designed I it in 2000. 
So yeah, that you know, was the coolest part is yeah. um, in 07, I did the, uh, God, the world championship bike. and my, my dad uh, uh, built this bike. I actually have it here in my shop right now. It's my championship bike. We built a aluminum tank and I had two, ra- two 125 radiators on it with two 125 radiator shrouds on the side. Oh, Cause it only had one shroud. Here. Oh, that's yeah. right. It's yeah. Right. It only yeah. had one shroud yeah. and we put, we put two radiators on and a 125 shroud. So it's the same <laughs> on both sides. Pretty thick. Yeah. No, that's, I mean, that'd be cool though, but it's the same bike still. Yeah, I think it's, it's the, it's the yeah. same bike. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it, it is exactly the same. Yeah. No, and it was so good though. I God, loved it was it. so I, good. I, mean, I love all these Suzukis, not just because I ride Suzuki again. I've always loved the Suzukis. Their stock bike doesn't matter if it was eighty-five, a one twenty-five, two fifty. Like I've always felt like their bikes were so fun to ride, just yeah. out of the box. But Kenny, you did do an MX two on a one twenty-five, right? Yes, yeah, I, I yeah. did um, in Fermo, Italy. It's like the hilliest track, and I already had the championship in the yeah. bag. And I would have actually podiumed if I wouldn't have grenaded myself down the hill. <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, before we let you go here, Kenny, uh, I hear that maybe U.S. motocross is what you've uh, chosen to do mm-hmm. for the summer. Can we uh, can we talk yep. about that, or is that what you want to do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, that's what I want to do. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited yeah. to do it on a, on a different bike than I have in the last few years too. Sure. Um, if I can get my bike for motocross to feel like how how I am on supercross right now, I would be super stoked. So I'm actually gonna try and get a head start on everything. I don't want to be thrown off guard after the season and just start testing late. So um, now that I'm kind of somewhat settled with supercross here, I'm gonna start thinking about motocross stuff and. Um, setting some stuff up, maybe get a bike and just slowly start creeping mm-hmm. into that area because it'll only just help me for Supercross as well. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, cool, man. Well, thanks for calling in. Uh, what a win. What? It's great. Yeah. It was awesome for the series. It's awesome for you guys, for the team. It really, really was great to see. Uh, and- I'm washed up. <laughs> yeah, that's it, right? <laughs> uh, nope, you're not washed up. Nope, no. not yet. No. Nope. Um, no, there's yet. The, the flashes of brilliance that, that I can see in you week in and week out. You're not even close to washed up, homie. Yeah. Not even close. Yeah. I'm trying. I'll try. <laughs> cool, man. Well, hey, if you can get into this thing and start winning more races and just start being I in know. the fight, this thing is going to be amazing, I, you know? I'm so bummed out because, I mean, I do really – I really had a couple of just bad rounds, right? And those guys yep. were just constantly winning. Because I said from the beginning on, I'm like, give it an off weekend and just a little bit of a mix-up, and I can win, just like how Indy happened, and you chunk something out, and before you know it, you can get it back. I mean, now, I'm still 38, but if, if I wouldn't have had another like, bad race, and you would have been kind of like in the 20 digits or whatever, mm-hmm. and then you had a good night while everybody else, like things just kind of get mixed up a little bit, before you know it, you can be back in the mix pretty quickly, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree. doesn't take much, for sure. Well, look, whatever... Whatever happened to Eli and Chase crashing out, like, the, yeah, like, you're like, okay, well, you know, three, they, those guys made the podium three weeks in a row, uh, those three guys, and all of us in the media, us experts are like, oh, shit, you know? And then it just takes one weekend like this where you're like, oh, that's a lot of points from 25th to 7th for Eli, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you're like, from 1st yeah. to 1st to 7th, you're like, oh, shit, that's a lot of points. So, yeah, why yeah. not? Um, you got a lot of rounds left, man. Yeah. A lot of rounds. Uh, exactly. Thank you for the time, Kenny, as always. Thanks, man. Thanks. Talk to you later. All right. See you, man. Uh, that's Renthal uh, bringing you Ken Roxon. Always a great interview on our show. Uh, appreciate him calling in. So. Yeah, he's uh, a good guy. All the two-stroke uh, people are going to be just crushed at his comments. People uh, love two-strokes, uh, as you know. I so. mean, he grew up in the era that there really wasn't any. No. You no. know, like my last race at Loretta, there was one two-stroke. One two-stroke. My oh, Sorry, sorry. One four-stroke, my oh. last race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One four-stroke. Yeah. And it was Nick Adams who rode it. Right. But I'm like, I'm sorry, no, no, Jacob Sailor. Okay. I'm like. 
Right. Now there's a own class for the two strokes. Yeah. I'm no, like, absolutely. good Lord. Uh, by the way, later on the show, I'm going to ask you about Marty. I'm also going to ask you about the 800 because <laughs> we thought we had the 800 for tonight. So I was looking forward I, to that. I, one, man. I was uh, I was going to be so stoked to After have him. seeing him Daytona. I was looking forward to it. Yeah, uh, but he couldn't make it. But I'll, we'll talk about that later on in the show. Of course, uh, Renegade Racing Fuels. Dean Wilson uses Renegade Racing Fuels on the Firepower Honda, along with Max Anstey. Max has been crushing it as well. Uh, uh, Renegade Racing Fuels. Is the only fuel going into Jason Brayton's tank as well? Uh, Will Hahn won a championship with these guys way back in the day. Uh, they don't just say they make power. They engineer it. Renegade is, the, is your guide and partner to get the whole shot and be the first one out to the checkers. The fuels burn cooler, cleaner, and more consistent than the competition. Renegade Racing Fuels brings you our next guest on the show, someone that Davey Millsaps knows well. Steen Wilson, what's up, Dino? How are you, man? Good, good. How are we doing? We're good, man. I, I was telling uh, Davey, I knew Davey was coming in, and we almost had the 800 to call in, Dino. Almost had the I, 800 calling in. I think that would be great. Right? Bring it back. Dude. Bring it back, you know? <laughs> what an epic rivalry. I, mean, I, I, sent, I sent Dino a picture of him shirtless in Daytona. Mike, yeah. Yeah, Mike was shirtless walking. The only yeah. one shirtless walking around. <laughs> And I'm like, dude, you, yeah, there's no he's more ripped than you. <laughs> yeah, calm down. Hey, man, he definitely gets better starts than you do right now. Oh, boy. Oh, here we go. Oh. Uh, my, my, my favorite Dean Wilson moment of the weekend was in the main when he was getting coming up to get lapped. He Dino just was like, fuck it, and went left of the whoops and went right beside them. Go ahead. I'm not gonna, yeah. <laughs> I am yeah, not well, going to get in this way of this of the lead right now. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Like, I have... Uh, what would you call it? Um, I don't know. I forgot. I have a uh, PTSD. <laughs> PTSD. What? P PTSD. That's it. That's it. Sorry, a yeah. brain fart today. I got PTSD from that last time. So when they were coming around, I, was, I might as well just went and park it and went in the stands. I was so far out the way. <laughs> I loved but, it. Um, yeah. yeah. Listen, no, you, you, weekend. you, rough weekend. It was a rough weekend for you, uh, but you've been better. You've been riding better. It was a rough start, and then I feel like you're getting better. You podium in Indy before, so I had you in fantasy thinking like, oh, maybe the ruts and. You know, maybe, yeah. maybe Dino just have good vibes here. Uh, and, yeah, and it was felt yeah. good vibes on press day, and then <laughs> all day just just kind of yeah, just struggled, and then kept making mistakes, kept crashing, cross rutting. Yeah. just I don't know, just that you know, and Davey trains you. You know, these are the, this is what's happening right now. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. I know. I'm joking. I, but when I, you I, I, I don't have a lot, I can. Uh, go up against Davey when it comes to you know my starts and everything but no we've been working really hard it's just um i just it was a tough weekend and um yeah move on from it and honestly though like and i'm not blowing smoke up your ass because i'm like a little bit thank you is that better yep that's good not blowing smoke up your ass you know because i work with you but it's and i talk to Ryder, your practice mechanic all the time i talk to marty about it you know and, and even even Brittany. it's like if anyone could see the grind and, and the speed that you have during the week, if you could take that and bring it to the weekend, I mean, you got a different yeah. Dino. Yeah. And even at, like I said, yeah. at home, hands down, he gets good starts. He does killer starts, which really irritates me. <laughs> um, and he does motos. He doesn't really get tired. You know, uh, he does, you know, when he holds his breath for some odd reason. But realistically, yeah. the guy during the week is not who's shown up on the weekend. And no. And, and it's a bummer because it's it's I don't I don't care that I train you, but it's a, it's a bummer for you, you know. And and you're so oh, good during the week, so good. What's that? 
it kills your enjoyment because when you're yeah. working that hard yeah. and you know like just because i'm not running up front i'm still working my ass off during the week and obviously davy's working me hard and and um then when you're not getting results it's just so frustrating you're constantly bashing your head against the wall and that's just kind of like the 450 class it's so hard but I'm, what davy said is correct is i'm not writing like i am during the week but i've also explained to davy a lot is that i struggle really bad with anxiety especially on race day and it kind of kills me inside, and um, yeah, it, it's gotten a little bit better, but I don't know. Some reason when I line up to the main event, I just get like the worst anxiety, and I just hmm. fucking I don't know. That's interesting though, because you've raced so much, you won a national yeah. championship, you've had all these amazing moments on a motorcycle, and let's yeah. face it, you're on the back end of your career. You think yeah. you think you know it would be you know easier as you got on, well, you know? Oh, you'd think so, but I think it's just all the injuries that I've accumulated throughout my career. I sure. Freaking, Gave myself a second asshole last year. I was bleeding out. I went like you gave yourself a third one. The one talking right now is the first. (laughs) Wow! (laughs) Wow! (laughs) Wow! What a a great trainer. So uh, no, like I don't know. Just sometimes I go to start line and then like the anxiety kicks in and like I almost go like I just want to be like like I have this mindset where like I just want to stay healthy and yep. And that's not really the mindset to have when you're going out to you, – you should have, like, a clear mindset where you're like, mm-hmm. I'm going to fucking crush this main event, you know? But sometimes I just – my anxiety gets so bad where I'm saying I just don't want to get hurt, and it's yeah. not the right mindset. But oh. I'm just being uh, transparent, and that's sometimes – it doesn't have – I don't get that all the time. But, some, you know, on a track like that, I, I'm i not going to lie. I had that a little bit. Well, you know, I, was, I just want to be at all the races <laughs> and – uh yeah, I was just going to say this was the worst possible track for that. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, we just I had we just had Roxon on the line. He did pretty well this weekend, but he brought up a good point, Dino. He's out front. He's breathing. He's railing the turns. Like some of that, like that section after mechanics area. I think what Kenny was doing was a little slower, a little slower, uh-huh. but he was flowing mm-hmm. and able to do it. Going and, over the table? Yeah, going outside. Yeah. Outside over the yeah. table. Because um, the guys right. were doing it from the inside. Mm-hmm. And uh-huh. and then he wasn't tripling in before the whoops. And I think that stuff was a small tenth of a second slower. But he's railing, relaxed, flowing, having fun, and you're doing the opposite, uh, Dino. Yeah. Right? Like you're tight, what, you're twisted. Yeah. Before the whoops. He, he was going 2 3 2? Or yeah. Is that what he's doing? 2 3 2. Going, yeah. But he was flowing. Yeah. But he was flowing, right? Which you like, you couldn't get a flow this weekend. No, so, you know, especially that shit start and on those ruts, you're like, dude, it's gnarly. Like trying just not to cross jump into somebody in the first few laps. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in, in, I all, in all fairness, so dude. In all fairness for you, like your off season wasn't wasn't the best off season either. So for you to be where you're at right now and the strength that you have in racing yourself into shape and racing yourself into being and you know, I know you you're not pumped on ninth in points, but dude, like at least you're there from honestly not even you shouldn't have been able to line up at Anaheim one. He's the top private so, yeah, uh, you know, he's you the know, first non factory guy in the points. So. No, my yeah. point is like yeah. for him to be lining up at Anaheim one even racing the season from the right. shit that he had to go through, like hands down, yeah, no, it, it's maybe not your best what you think as a season, but honestly, dude, it's it's pretty good so far for, for what you've been through. It's been improving, too. Yeah, it's um, been improving. What made you... Yeah. So I didn't know you were working with Davis here. Uh, Davis. Uh, I didn't know you were working with Davis until, I don't know, maybe right before Anaheim or around Anaheim. So what <clears throat> what made you, Dino, want to reach out to, to Davey and, and work with him, and how's that been? How did that process go, and, and what's he what's he helped you with? 
Let's hear it. Let's hear this one. <laughs> nah, it's been good. I've been enjoying it. I've obviously known Davey for a long time. And yep. then um, I'm just someone that always likes to learn from different people. And I always really like the way Davey rode his bike. I, ever since I was a kid on an 85, like, and uh, it's actually a funny story, but he used to, him and Carlos and his mom and Brian Johnson, back when like I was like 11, mm-hmm. they would be at, uh, in California before World Minis and stuff. So like, I, he was always like, pretty sick on an 85 yeah, he, he was whatever, all the way throughout i liked his, the way he rode the bike and then uh you know i just i think you can always learn from anyone and uh yeah when i reached out to davy and we got working together and uh, it's been really good he's freaking working me hard he definitely almost made me cry once <laughs> i had to do this mountain bike ride oh. um oh. so I had my best friend's wedding in December, and, like, it just was bad timing, but I had to go. Yeah. We just had the baby. It was in Cabo. So, like, everyone was staying there for a week. I just flew in for it for two days, but I won't lie. I got pretty hammered for the two days. <laughs> <laughs> had a lot of tequila. And, uh, anyways, I was my best friend's wedding. So, we, I come back. Literally, like, the next day, he's like, all right, you got to climb Indian Truck Trail. Oh. And it's the gnarliest mountain bike. Yeah. It's just, like, a gnarly climb. And I call all my, all my friends. None of them, like, are really going to do it with me. But I just had, like, two days in Mexico. I'm like, I have no choice. So yeah. I go to this mountain by myself. I just start climbing. And, like, every part of me did not want to climb this mountain because... I've heard like, it's gnarly. One, I've never done it, but I've heard it's, it's good. It's gnarly. I'm still, like, slightly hungover. And, <laughs> like... I'm just like, I'm just not in the mood. Like, it's, it's a gnarly climb, and he had me do intervals up it. So, like, <laughs> oh. I'm climbing this mountain. I'm like, dude, I'm so far up in the mountains all by myself. Like, if something was to happen, I'm I'm done. Like, I'm if a mountain lion was to come eat me, I'm laying there for meat for, like, days. <laughs> I'm up there. There's just nothing but myself, no earbuds, no nothing. Just fight my demons all the way up there. And I literally, like, almost broke and started crying. Like, I was just oh. by myself. And it was like a two-hour climb up. But then when I got to the top, I was like actually pretty proud of myself. I was like, oh, fuck, that was pretty good. You know, was like, yeah. that was a really tough mental battle. But um, that was just one little story. He, but he's worked me hard. And, uh, yeah, we, he's got a solid program. And, um, yeah, it's been yeah. good. Well, he made A-Ray. Did, I think A-Ray did cry one time. That, that race you made that him was, go to. Yeah, that was. He literally he started cried. crying. Yeah, yeah. He, but, <laughs> but that was a lot different. That was a 50-mile Mountain bike yeah, race. This I'm, was seven and a half mile climb. I'm just saying. So, um, so, so, uh, <laughs> so, like when you're in Havasu Dinos in Florida, are you? Is he sending you the? Polar I was just there. I was oh, just okay. there last week. Okay, so I was so, there all week. Yeah, you're able to work with him that way, yeah. and then on off week, send you the data and look at it or whatever. And he's really bad at doing that. Okay, um, <laughs> but but all in all, like if I give him something to do, and I've learned that with him since November, if I give him something and I see the data, like I. I know he's doing it, yeah. you know, and, and when I'm there watching him, like, yep. I know he's doing it because he's obviously progressing. He's able to do things that I keep telling him to do. Mm-hmm. And it's not like I don't make it harder. So it's not like, so he's still, obviously he's progressing and, and yep. whatever I tell him to do. Um, so I trust him on that. Um, I would love, I've messaged him multiple times for, for data, but, for data, but. Um, okay. again, it's more so I have faith in him, and and he's old enough to where I don't have to hold his hand so much. You yeah. know, maybe yeah. wipe maybe wipe the tears a few times here and there. <laughs> but I mean, honestly, like, it's not many people that that I've been able to work with that I trust. You know, to do the program. Like yeah. even with even with you know Julian, I I need his data. Yeah. You know, at 16 years old, like I need yeah, his yeah. data. Yeah, Dean's a little um, different. <laughs> you know, at 31, I'm. Well, well, Steve, you know how tight I am, right? 
Yeah, oh, yes. Like, you know, yes. I'm, you know I'm not going to pay Sounds a guy great. and not do what I'm paying for. You know what I mean? So I'm going to do the work. Yeah, you, know? you got a good point. Yes, yeah, yeah no, absolutely. <laughs> One day we're going to have a, a, a shootout between Nicoletti and Dino on who's cheaper. Uh, Mar- Martin will be in, the, be in there, too. Martin will be in there? Oh, my God, he might win. Okay, all right. Um, oh, that is great. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, it, 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 is, uh, it is interesting to see uh, you working with him. Now, Dean, have you – had some like has he told has Millsaps ever like pulled you aside and told you the money he was making God. during like his heyday? Like has he ever been like Dean? I used to I make this much money. I know, I know. Lucky. He doesn't like talking about it, but I try to get him out of on the show every time he comes in, Dean. I've but. told you. <laughs> I've told you the my well, one of my salaries, you bugged me about the JGR salary. I know, but it that, was a hundred. But that one grand. wasn't much, right. That was nothing. But I, That's why it was Coy's cheapest second place. All right. I told you what someone told me at Honda, what you were making at Honda. I don't even know what you got told. Yeah, okay. All right. You want me to tell you? What did you get? I got told from a reliable source that at Honda, over your deal, so three years? Were you there three years? I was, I was there five. Five years? Someone told me you made $18 million <laughs> in five years. What? Yes. I think, I think that was all in. No, all in, like everything. But I'm like, no. And they're like, yeah, I bet you, I bet you it was. His reliable source is not reliable. Well, I'm uh, that's you know that's what I'm just saying. I I was like, what? Like I I couldn't believe it. I, no, I was, no, not not even not even. I mean, okay, if you add up all the numbers as far as that's what I th- what I could have earned. Oh, hands down. Yes. Okay. Okay. All right. I mean, I don't even know if it's been that high. I don't know, man. I'm just telling you. I mean, so you were in the heyday of salaries. I don't know. They're pretty high now, too. Wow, they're pretty high now. Okay, maybe for like the yeah the elite, yeah, elite yeah. guys, but I know my yeah. biggest side from Honda was probably Here seven seventeen of short of that. All right, um, <laughs> well I, I, we'll get into it. Uh, Dean, Dean, uh, let's let's talk about Dean Wilson though because he's on the line. So, yeah, you know. uh, Dean, don't talk about my money. Don't have any more. Uh, <laughs> you've been. I saw your house. You have money. Shut up. So Dean's on the phone. Okay. All right. Dean. Uh, you uh, <laughs> you rode the last Japanese bike you rode was maybe that Yamaha, right? Uh, a few years back. He rode a Cowie. Mm-hmm. Um, when? Chad's team. Oh yeah, but that was before. That was before that. The uh, last one. I'm interested to your. What do you think of the Honda? What does it do? Aluminum frame, obviously. What does this thing do? It's not a factory bike, but what do, what do you like about the Honda? After riding Austrian bikes for so long. Um, yeah, so when I first got on the Austrian bike, I felt, well, the whole feel is so different, right? Like, yeah. when you're on the bike for so long, like, it felt a lot more, like, flexible to me. Didn't feel as rigid as the Husky. Um, and then, yeah, obviously the engine felt a lot different, too. Um, the engine felt pretty good out the box. Um so yeah, yeah, I don't know. There, there was it was a big, definitely a big change, but um, you know, still working on it. Yep. So what I was really trying to learn, I'm still learning. It's like how it reacts because sometimes I'll forget and ride it like my husky, and obviously you can't do that, and it just reacts different. And I felt like when I did the World Supercross, I only had like a week and a half on the bike before World Supercross, mm-hmm. and. Uh, Dude, I he was crashing all over the place um, because I just didn't really know how it would react. And um, so, yeah, it, it's been good, though. I'm really enjoying it. And Honda have been really helpful, too. 
Um, so I'm enjoying it. It's it's good. Marty's been doing a really good job on the team. Yeah. Yareev. And, uh, yeah, it's good. Dude, Marty's a grinder, I hear. Like, just putting in the hours. Like, the yeah. guys were telling me at 10 o'clock at night, he's, they're getting texts from Marty. He's on the dyno. Figuring yeah. things no, out. Yeah. Yeah, that's more on the 250, but, I mean, you know how the 250 is. You're always yeah. just constantly working on that thing to get everything you can out of it. But, um, no, it's been uh, it's been good. Yeah. It's been good. I'm enjoying it. And, uh, yeah, it's, so, it's, it's good. Uh, Renegade Racing Fuels bringing you Dean Wilson on the uh, on the show. What do you, how, how are you liking the Renegade Fuel switch? The, the, uh, they're working pretty well for you? Yeah, it's good. So, I've, uh, we were always, what were we last year? ETS, right? Yeah. So this yeah. is the first time I've ever ran Renegade. Yeah, I really like it. Uh, you know, my bike feels really good with it. And, uh, yeah, I'm happy with okay. it. Okay, we got a call uh, for you on uh, one. He wants to apologize <clears throat> to you because he was a dick to you 10 years ago, I guess. So, uh, Jason, welcome to the show. Your apology to Dean Wilson? Yeah, you know, um, probably 10 years ago. I don't know exactly the time, but... <laughs> Maybe back when he was maybe go. back when he was going from uh you know, you're in between the year where you almost went four fifty, but then you went you, you know, you signed another deal with Mitch and I think I got on there and I don't know, I was I was just being a dick and I was like, you know, you're just gonna end up on a two fifty again and and you did and then I was like, Ha ah, you know, I told you and then I think you just had enough and you blocked me, so I'm like you know, but now all these years later I just uh I realize, you know, you kind of mean a lot to the sport, and I've become a fan, and I, I enjoy your YouTube and stuff. And I joke with my wife. I'm like, I'm going to call today because he's on and apologize and see if I can unblock me if I can quit using her phone. We got you. I'll get you unblocked. That's funny. I've had a, I've had yeah. a few, uh, a few trolls online that just talk shit. And yeah. <laughs> you actually, you you actually used to race. You raced pretty good with my buddy uh, Justin Weeks, you know, before he had his thing. Oh, yep, but um, yeah. Yep. Yeah, I grew yeah, up yeah. with him, so uh, yeah, maybe that was partly it too. I'm like, oh, he's a dick. He's all winning, and oh, you know, uh, so I don't know. But no, I'm a fan uh, now, so yeah, I just figured I'd call uh, him. Uh, could be That's the dick. Funny. No, I, hey, sometimes you know, depends how I wake up that day. If I'm feeling good, I'll, I'll, you know, maybe I'll uh, talk a little shit back. But then if I'm not feeling good, I'm like, oh, yeah. God, this guy getting blocked so i think through that yeah. you know, well that was kind of day it was but, hey, we'll, through, we'll if you're ever scrolling through your block list and you see a chip on there just uh chip you know all hit right. the unblock button for all me right. remember chip all right see yeah. you guys thanks. All right, thanks appreciate it yeah oh, that's, unblock that's chip. good shit right there i don't like there's I, another one hit unblocked this year too in what? the off season um freckles mechanic oh, freckles, yeah, freckles mechanic oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> what you he had he had he had to unblock he had to unblock him you blocked Nate? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had Nate blocked. Um, what what the I hell? Remember, I didn't even I don't even know the guy, but I remember um, uh, 2017 when I was a privateer. Yeah. And then, I don't even remember what it was, but like Jason Anderson showed me this uh, comment he made, and it was like he was talking shit. And then I don't know. I just said fuck this guy, and I blocked him. <laughs> wow, Nate. Nate's like a nice guy. Uh, I don't know what no, he, he is. Yeah, he yeah. is a nice guy, but you know, sometimes yeah. I block them just to like, you know, just to bug them. Like, yeah. you know, cause know that it's going to bother them that I blocked them, and then it must have done because I, then they were like giving me shit that I blocked them. He even, yeah, he even bought, he even bought Wilson merch too. <laughs> he did. <laughs> I uh, I posted a photo of a hockey stick I bought today. Uh, on eBay, a game used Gretzky stick, right? Uh-huh. It's behind me here. With all the money you have. Yeah, no, no. But I posted on Instagram. A guy just hits me up. You're a dumbass. So I just block him. Like I'm just like, what? What? what, what like, 
Imagine how many people would block you if they had social media back in the day. <laughs> I would, I'm not going to call you a dumbass. <laughs> who, who do you got? Who's blocked you? Is Jason still blocked you? No, I'm unblocked from Jason. Uh, yep, I'm unblocked oh, wow. from him, but he doesn't seem to respond to my DMs. No, I'm kidding. I never DM him. But no, uh, I, I think I'm good. Um, yeah, Carmichael, Carmichael and I did not like each other, but I was never blocked. Jason and I, uh, Jason blocked me for a long time. Uh, I think I'm pretty good with everybody. Yeah, I don't, uh, I, I don't know. But I don't know how you could have been a dick to the guy because, like, you've never, to me, obviously we know each other a little bit, but you, even when you were national champion, and you, you've never really changed, Dino. I feel like you've always been super approachable, no, super honest. Think, yeah, I mean, I can obviously be a dick, but um, it just depends on the day. But, yeah, yeah, like, um, like, t- like, I was just thinking about this. was like, so my second qualifier, I had some – a little bit of a big problem because mm-hmm. it wasn't even a big problem. It was my fault because I crashed. I washed the front, and I crushed like my uh, my fan on my bike, yep. and it like made and it broke my bike. So yep. I, I I had to push the bike back. So second qualifier. So I qualified 18th, right? And I'm like I'm just like I'm pissed. Like get back to semi, and like I'm just like frustrated. And then, like, their fans, right as I get there, like, mm-hmm. I'm so hot in my helmet, like, <laughs> and they're like, and I'm like, so I just, like, took my helmet off, and I just took the biggest deep breath, yeah, and then I just tried so hard to, like, put on a face, like, yeah. I'll take a picture, and I'm smiling, and literally, once the picture's off, I look, like, <laughs> pissed again, right? And then I just, like, and then I obviously, like, more fans came up and more fans. Then yeah. I'll send there for an hour. I ended up being an hour. But then I just said, you know what? Fuck it. Like these guys, that you know, the fans, yeah. they don't, they weren't even in the stadium. Like they don't even know what just happened. Mm-hmm. But like that's sometimes where you can give the fans a bad um, reaction. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. you know, you could come, come just have a shitty thing and whatever. And you're pissed off because you care about what you're doing, right? That's yeah. why you're pissed off. And then if they're there, it's just wrong place. It's just bad timing. And you just need a minute to cool off type of thing. And I think sometimes, like, I, I've had, a, like, a few times with some fans where, like, I come back and I'm just pissed. Like, I've had a bad moment. Like, I'm just, I need a moment. And then yeah. they're like, oh, you're like, come take a picture. And I'm like, dude, I, I just got off the track. Like, let me cool down for a minute and yeah. have a war. And, <laughs> and uh, I think sometimes that can leave a bad impression, which I totally understand. But, uh I did well this weekend. I, I had a bad practice, and I took pictures with the fans. And, and then I actually went inside the truck, and I'm inside watching my tape. And then, dude, I'm not kidding you. It totally made my day. I'm talking about 40 fans are all chanting Dino and shaking the, the, uh, oh, the, that's cool. the tent. Yeah, yeah. And it was, I feel like I was at Destinations or something. And then, like, <laughs> they all got me to come out. And then I come out, and they're all, wow. It was pretty cool. I was like, oh, that was pretty sick. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh- did I? When did I come in there? Was it after the second practice? Because you were in a good mood when I came in there. Yeah, you were fine. No, that was, that was yeah, it was before the second quality. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Uh, David, uh, did you have any moments with fans where you were like, <clears throat> a dick to them? I mean, I mean, let's be real. Somewhere, right? I yeah. mean, yeah. I try not to be, but when yeah. when you're literally eating dinner, like you you before the race or whatnot, like your family's there, you're, you're eating, yeah. and the fans are like trying to pull you while you're eating. It's like guys, like no, yeah. And then like they would yell my name, and I wouldn't hear them. And then they would just be so mad because I ignored yeah. them supposedly. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. the hardest thing for me is growing up in the era of, of TP. You know, oh, and, yeah, and yeah. you know, it's like <laughs> he's, he's like, late to the line because yeah, you watch you watch him at the races. You watch him grow up. You know, he's one of my good friends. So like, I always wanted to try to be, you know, like that. I just don't have that. 
You yeah. know, I don't have that personality. Yeah. I'm a nice guy sometimes. I am an asshole. I know that, but I can be nice. And I tried to, <laughs> I tried to do the best I could with them because it is because of the fans that we yeah. all had a job, yeah. you know? And so I try to look at it like that. Right. But again, it's like, we're also there to do a job, right. but it, so it's, it's definitely a double-edged sword. Um, I always yeah. found it at, at the overseas races with you guys. The fans just don't care. They don't care what, what you guys were doing or... I felt like that was everywhere. You did? Okay, yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. I mean, even Dean, I'm sure when he, you know, let's say uh, was winning the national championship, they didn't they didn't care what he was doing or where he was at or what he was wearing or yeah. how bad of a motor or how good of a motor. Like, they yeah. won his autograph and that's what they're there to get. Yeah. So, it's... I mean, I guarantee you he's had things where he's had to say no and it yeah. pissed people off. You know what? It's crazy. Like, can, Dino, can you imagine, like, so you're... you're uh, a very famous motocross racer with fans chanting your name, and you know, you're, you're Davey, you're the same way. And then imagine LeBron James or Michael Jordan. Like, they can't go to their house. They can't go to their house. They, they deal with a lot of crap. You know, think of like Skip and Shannon. Like, they're constantly getting critiqued, right? Yeah. yeah. The thing is, is like with those guys, the fans don't get access. I mean, obviously, they're on a complete another level of, you know, fame and whatnot yeah but fans don't get access like super fans get some pretty damn sick access that's like, true yeah to the writers like they get to get that close up and personal and get an autograph get a picture and and uh you know mm-hmm. i think that's that's what makes our sport really cool is you can get that you know yeah yeah no i agree uh it is pretty cool because yeah pretty you- accessible yeah, no, you're absolutely right about that. I mean, if I'm making what LeBron's making, I'll give anyone whatever access they want. <laughs> you, I mean, you were making that much, apparently. God, dude. <laughs> um, all right, Dino, do you uh, do you think you're going to go past this year? Do you have you given it much thought? Have you uh, thought about I it much? I gave it, it some thought. I mean, I have a two year deal, so yeah. <laughs> um, after weekends like the weekend, I'm like, no. <laughs> but I know there's peaks and valleys and you know yeah and i know not every weekend's gonna be good and it's tough for sure you know like it, it's a little bit tough for me because like davey knows this like I, when i'm writing now i can't really write like my full my full potential because my left knee is so bad like it's it's so bad that like i cannot have a left hand corner ask davey like i i literally <laughs> am so bad around my left hand corners yeah and um it kind of sucks to go out there and not be able to write at your full potential and, and just be that 5 to 10% better than what you are. I feel like I go out there and, you know, I'm, I'm doing all right, but I could definitely be much better. But that's just my injuries catching up with me and, like, my, my knee's pretty destroyed. But I think it would be cool, like, to try and get one more year and, you know, it'd be like the 15 for 15, 15 years professional. Yeah, yeah. For the number 15. I think that would be kind of cool. Yeah. But... I'm not thinking about it too hard. Just focusing on what I've got going on right now, and uh, we'll see. You two guys, have you guys sat down and compared MRIs and X-rays? <laughs> I mean, I mean, Davy, you've got some, you've got some injuries. <laughs> I mean, but if you, if you if you took Dean's knees and you put them on a poster board, yeah, wherever, and. It would it would gross people out. Yeah, I mean, it's not normal. No, I saw him after some nationals yeah, last it, year. It's, and I was like, this guy's going to, he's not going to make it to the rental cars. I mean, if he got his knee. <laughs> I'm like, he's not going to make it to the rental car. Like he Dude, looks outdoors. Was yes. So outdoors. And I, and I said no. to you, Paula Dean, I'm like, Hey man, uh, you know, this is your last national. You're just like, thank fucking God. If he was to get his, <laughs> if he was to get his knee fixed just a little bit, yeah. you know, I, I truly believe that his name would be up 
way more towards the front than than what you're seeing. I mean, if you have to cater on left-handed turns, which there can be a whole <laughs> lot of them, yeah. and especially this past weekend, there was a whole lot of them. Yeah, um, that you're catering just to your left, but now you're destroying the right side. You're changing the way you ride. You're changing, you know, the whole dynamics of how you actually fit on a dirt bike. Mm-hmm. So him having to deal with being in pain, catering to the left, and trying to figure out how to ride a dirt bike, you know, catering yep. towards it, yep. it's for him where he should be, even though lap times he actually qualifies pretty good sometimes, you know, it's that's where he should be. Yeah. So yeah. It, it's yeah. pretty, it, dude, honestly, you should take a picture and you have 500 some thousand followers. You should post a picture of that big ass lump you have on your knee. It's, <laughs> it's gross. Yeah. It's, it's gnarly. And like Davey's knees better than mine. Cause he can at least run. There's no shot that I can run, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's gnarly, dude. It's it's in pretty rough shape because I have no meniscus, oh, five ACLs yeah. on my left knee. Like the thing, the, the way the doctor described it was like, hey, your knee. Think of a new tire. You your tire has no knobbies or thread left on it. Like yeah. it's bald because we've cleaned it out and we've had so many surgeries. There's no cartilage left in it. It's bone on bone. Like it's brutal. Oh. So, uh, but David's been. That's what I liked about working with David. He's very understanding, mm-hmm. and we did everything we can to you know, work with that. So, I mean, D- David's got no kidney or something. half a kidney <laughs> yeah. or what, what no you got? Ki- no I, kidney. Or, yeah, I, I have, know. I have one kidney because I lost kidney. the other. Yeah, I lost, lost the, the other. other. I mean, you guys, yeah, both of you, Jesus. Um, yeah, yeah but I'd rather have a, a, a missing kidney than his knee. Well, hands you, down. you will need a replacement. <laughs> you will need a replacement. But like, if you talk to McGrath and these other guys that have gotten them, they're stoked, man. And they're up and running in six months. Like, like yeah, they're, they're yeah. stoked on the new knees. So it can be done, uh, you know, that. I would be. I think I'm a bit too young for knee replacement. Yeah, no. The, I'm just saying it's coming. It's that's coming. Yeah. Uh, well, that's awesome, man. Uh, I know, like you said, you didn't have your greatest weekend at Indy, but I wanted to get you on because uh, Davis coming in studio and all of that. So I appreciate, yep. like, oh, yeah, I appreciate you calling in, even though, like I said, it wasn't a great weekend. But you did provide me with, like, yeah, maybe my funniest moment where you just hung a left and rode beside the wolves. <laughs> so. Yeah, that was. That, I, I felt like that was very good and strategic. I do I too. Like, yeah. You know what? Nope. I, I'm not kidding. With this bad knee, I could have ran faster than I was riding through them things. I could not. I was trying to go through that main rut in the middle, and I was, oh, my God. It was so it was painful. So when when I seen they were coming up, I'm like, yeah, I'm, yep. just riding, I'm riding North Society. They, they can disqualify me if they want. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like we were talking earlier about the, the Justin Hill takeout of you, and you're like, dude, if you want 13th that bad, just take it. <laughs> like, I don't fucking care. Uh-huh. It's, it's $50 and I- a point. <laughs> Damn. Uh, him, thanks, him Dino. Hill. Thank you for calling in. All right. Thanks for having me, guys. See you. Bye bye. Uh, that's uh, that's Dean Wilson, everybody. Unblocking Chip. Hopefully, uh, hopefully we see that happen. I don't know. Maybe yeah, right. We try to make something happen here. Uh, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. Job of the week, by the way. Uh, looking, D- uh, Davey. If you need a job, Maxima's hiring. Maxima full time job in Santee, California. Oh, yeah. Maybe you can commute. I, I'm, not moving back back. I'm not moving back to California. Uh, Power Sports Sales and Product Support, Maxima Racing. Obviously, great company. We had Trevor Reese in studio here. They are looking for a Power Sports Sales and Product Support guy. It's a full time job in Santee, California, working with a dogger. That's pretty sweet. Working with a dogger. Doesn't his family cool. own it? Uh, yes. Uh, well, not anymore, but Dick owned it. Oh. Yeah. Uh, yep. Uh, reporting to the Power Sports brand manager, the Power Sports Sales product. Responsibilities include driving top-line revenue growth for the assigned market segment, which includes all of the positions of Maxima and all the oils they make. MaximaUSA.com, Pulp20, 
the code to save with the folks at Maxima. Uh, speaking of Dean Wilson, he's on Fly Racing this year. Speaking of Fly Racing, it's Florida's own Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? What's going on? Where would Davey rank in, like, Florida's greatest motocrossers? Now, God. Ricky's number one. Okay, right? Ricky's number well, one. Well, Ricky James. I mean, Ricky's number one, like, out of everybody. So, yeah. 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 Uh, also Florida, so then yeah. would it go Timmy next? Stewart. Okay, then Timmy. <laughs> or then Davey. Uh, How, Timmy. What the fuck? I mean, Timmy, Timmy never won a Supercross, so it's hard to put him <sighs> He over won Davey. Summercross, though. That's not a Supercross. <laughs> I won lots of races like Summercross. <laughs> Okay, so would Davey be three? No, I, I okay. I put you on the yeah, spot here. Know, yeah, man. it's tough. Like you, you got to think about all the other guys. Tishner, like, Tishner was good. Yeah, there. No, no Supercross wins though. No, no regional title like Davey, but no Supercross wins. But he's in the mix. I saw him last week. I think, oh, you did? Yeah. Yeah. What's he doing? What's Tishner doing? He's still training, he's, but he's he's getting ready to move. He's moving to. Uh, I want to say he's moving to Panama. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like the country. Spent a lot of time in. Dominican and Panama and lots of those places. The yeah. country. The country. Oh, I thought you meant Panama yeah. City. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's, oh, mov- he's like moving. He, yeah, yeah, he's yeah, moving. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. See you later. Like Van Halen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, all right. So, Timmy's ahead of Davey, though. Because <laughs> Timmy thinks so. Timmy beat Carmichael in a in a Supercross championship, so that's something. You know. It's it's hard, man. Davey, how many races do you win, Davey? Uh, Four fifty. Yeah, five. Five, yeah, that's a, that's a lot, man. I don't know. It gets really dicey because uh, I don't have perspective on some of the older riders that were probably really good. So I just want. I don't know. But how many how many older riders five. came from 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 Florida, JT? Besides the that, four of us. Well, I'm sure there were some, and I don't want to just completely eliminate them. Honestly, no, I know what I'm saying, but no, there, honestly, you, there wasn't many. Keelan, Kenny Keelan was was good. But no, but old, he's talking about old school. Yeah, but that's Kenny Keelan. Yeah, yeah. I mean, okay, Keelan, so Kenny, Kenny yeah, yeah. Uh, Steve Martin was good, but never on your level. Steve Martin was a Florida guy uh, back in the day, was really good. I didn't know Kyle's dad was that good. Yeah, Kenny was good. Yeah, he won St. Pete National in, yeah. God, what year was 82, that? 82, I think. That was six yeah, years before I was right. born, dude. Yeah, yeah. Huh. I know we're trying to educate that's, you. And that's, that's all the only point I'm trying to make. Yeah. We don't right. have a lot of perspective on those guys. But, yeah, I mean, you got to be – there's no way you're not top five. I mean, that's impossible uh, if, you're not, I wasn't, if you're not three. I wasn't I wasn't saying that I was top three. I, don't, I mean, for me, I'm just – I just, right. <laughs> just want to put Timmy ahead of him. That's all I want to yeah. do. I just want to put Timmy ahead yeah, of him. It's, it's weird that – it's funny that you're calling in, dude. This week – last week I was with my dad, and my uh-huh. dad's not doing oh, too yeah? well. He's not doing too swell. Oh, man, really? Um. And I mean, unfortunate, and I don't know if like, I'm not really going to talk too much about it, but he's having a hard time remembering okay. things. Yep. And Jeez. the whole time, like I'm with him, and he's like, "Davy, who's the guy? Like we traveled with him, we did something. You know, he has no hair on the side, and it goes up in the middle." <laughs> and I'm like, "I'm like, yeah." I have no idea who you're talking about. He's like, "Yeah, he he does the interviews," and oh. and, and I'm like. I still like. Yeah. I didn't. It didn't. JT never came to my head, and then he started for something. He Shorter brought up something. Guy was a private yeah, for eighteen. No, he's, for he's 20 years? said something. He couldn't remember the name. I said, "Oh, like you know." I said Jason Thomas, and he goes, "Yeah, him." Yeah, yeah. But it took literally days <laughs> for me to get out of him enough information, and yeah. just because he he can't remember, he didn't remember Travis Astrana for a while. Right. Um. 
Jeez. So it, it's like, here. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, it, it's, you know, and, and for my dad, obviously how I am, like the only way that we can really go about it is, is I joke about it to him because yeah. he's not going to remember anyway. Right, right. You know, and, and not, not to be a dick, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I tell him straight to, straight to his face, like, hey, I mean, you're not going to remember in, in a you know short period of time. Yeah. So I'll just give you shit right now. Right. Um, but no, it was, it was great because we, he literally had you in his head. And he could not get could you out of his head, yeah, but yeah. could not right. get your name out. <laughs> but the only, the best thing was that he has no hair and then boom in the middle. And I'm like, yep. still. <laughs> but now it came to, came to me for a while. I'm like, you're, yep, that's JT. You're like Matt Boney. <laughs> you're, like, you're, you're like, you're going through all the motocross. Yeah. In your head. I do no oh. one. Uh, JT, we almost had the 800 on the night, but couldn't make it. But we were going to reunite. <laughs> I reunited with him in Daytona. Not. Yeah, I didn't know this. <laughs> so they talked in Daytona. For sure, he's 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 racing somewhere tonight. I promise you. <laughs> there's there's a I fair race, and yeah, yeah, he's in Topeka tonight. <laughs> Dude, he uh, was racing the amateur a, race. A local county fair. He and three other guys are battling it out in the money class. Uh, yeah, he, he, but you guys talked at Daytona. Yeah, yeah. I was sitting in the stand, the top right. of the stands and he walks past me shirtless and walks up to me, stands above me and like leans down Davey. I'm like, what's up, Mike? And <laughs> he's like, that is you. I'm like, yeah. Like you literally just walked over to me, stood right next to me. You're going to say that's you. <laughs> and then, and then he sat down and, and we proceeded to talk for, you know, for a yeah. little while and he was trying to be nice. And obviously I have. There's no grudge anymore. No. It was so yeah. long ago. And, right. and, you know, he was asking about the family and he was talking about his family and how he's pumped that he doesn't really have any boys. So he doesn't have to get in the racing. And, right. and I'm like, uh, yep. Yeah. But the uh, da- his dad doesn't think you, that way. You guys had, you guys I had some battles. Wrong. You guys had some battles. I mean, but everyone <laughs> thinks it's like him and JG or him and Villapoto. I'm like, y'all have zero ideas. <laughs> zero. <laughs> It was so. Tony and your dad. <laughs> your dad with this bird on his shoulder, the, which I had no idea. I, I, so, I even posted that the, uh, the other week when I was there. Oh, you did? I posted a picture of him with the bird and said, if do you I know, not, you know. Do I not follow you on social media? Was it on Instagram? Uh, yeah. I know you probably don't follow me. You the dick like you've always been. But no, I, I, I storied it anyway. Oh, okay. All right. So um, it's not there. But yeah, I think JT was the first one to tell me about the bird. Oh, there it is. There's the bird. <laughs> <laughs> I think JT was the first one to tell me, yeah, Davey's dad had a bird on his shoulder. <laughs> every, every, that stupid I'm a, thing. I'm a big fan of Big Dave. Always, He was always so nice to me, no matter what. With so, Big yeah. Dave and the bird and Tony. And I mean, I can't even imagine the shit that went on at World Minis and Loretta's and everything else. What the hell happened? Good God. <clears throat> I don't know. Uh, all right, Jason Thomas on the line, flyracing.com. We just had Dino uh, call in JT and... Uh, have you seen uh, – look, obviously it's not totally your job, but it is kind of your job. Have you seen Dino be really good for the brand? Because he's got um, he's got a lot of following, and you guys have pumped him up in commercials, and he's on the Instagram and everything else. And, like, I think it's a great signing for, for you guys. Yeah. Now, you know, the best part of it is that he does it in an organic way. Yeah. And we don't have to, like, force it, right? Like, going into it, I was like, man, anything you want to do as far as co-op stuff, like, we are open to it. And and I'm speaking for the brand. It's not my decision to make totally. But Mm -hmm. I just know how great he is on the social side and how uh, positive of an influence he could be on our brand. And, And I just really like having people with big personalities wearing the product. Um and, you know, we, we've had so many of the same guys for so long, which is not a bad thing. Um, I just – I like to have different flavors and different personalities and stuff that uh, kind of 
speak to different people, right? And, and for us to truly get the brand to where we want to be, we need to be reaching people of all kinds, not just one little sliver of, of the community. So, yeah, to your question, he's been fantastic, um, he, and he always has been. We're just lucky enough to be a part of it now. Yeah, he's – I think, like – He's got a good fan base. He's a good yeah. dude, you know. Um, he's a good for any brand, I think, for the firepower guys. And he's all about the gram. Yeah, yeah, all no, about the gram. Yeah, he is absolutely. Yeah, I mean, we, we made runs at him at my pushing. Uh, you know, when back when it was, you know, Max was kind of leading that. I was always just pushing, 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 and to be quite honest, he was just too expensive. Like we we made offers and made offers, and we just got outbid time and time again. So it was always disappointing. Um, so even at this late stage of his career, to to be a part of that is uh, is just something that I always wanted to do. So yeah, it's it's pretty great. Uh, Indy this weekend was gnarly, uh, absolutely insane. If Roxon, so Davey thinks Davey's more on the line of like we're going to see a better Ken Roxon from here on out. Like maybe not winning and all that, but like a okay. more competitive guy. Like this, <clears throat> I'm hoping. Even, yeah, but you think we will? Because you were saying not set up, just confidence and you know. I yeah. mean, I hope so. Right. Right. Yeah. Um. And yeah, I, I mean, you racers, you two racers, you, yeah. guys are, you guys are so mental. Like, what? You know, it could, it could absolutely springboard them. You know, into. I a, don't know. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm so torn because I think the way this class is, I think it's going to be very situational. Um, I mean, if you tell me he starts top two or three, you know, several times down the stretch, I'll say yeah, maybe so, because I, I think that confidence will help him. But if he starts eighth and yeah. he's not quote unquote feeling it. I don't know that he's just going to pass everybody right now. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. We've, mm-hmm. we've seen him do it in the past. I just don't know if that's where he's at right now with everything going on. And so, I'm not, I'm I mean, not saying he he winning, great, JT. I'm just saying yeah, he's going to be up yeah. near the front. Yeah. Which more. he hasn't. Been. Yeah. Right. Right. He's yeah. got a, he's got podiums and everything. Don't get yeah. me wrong. But yeah, he, he won. He won the. No, he got he got second, right? Or second or third at Anaheim too. Uh, second. I second. Think. Maybe third. Yeah. He's got one other podium on the year, I yeah. believe, or maybe two. Um. I just, I'm with JT on that one, though. The situational, you know, if he gets a bad start, not not many people can come up through the pack. Yeah, Kenny yeah. has one other podium this year. Yeah, Anaheim yeah. too at the at the triple crown. I just, yeah. the big, Go ahead, JT. The biggest thing I wish, the biggest thing I wish for Kenny is that, and, and trust me, this I'm looking at it from an outsider. I don't have perspective on it other than just experience. Is sometimes I wish he would just trust himself more, and if everything's not just picture perfect you know like everybody's dealing with stuff that's not picture perfect with the bike or the track or maybe you don't feel that great i feel like he lets that stuff get to him a lot and i know he's dealing with a lot of health problems but you think about the challenges he's you know like whether he's feeling sick or run down or he's battling settings and changing suspension and like a lot of these things seem to really affect him more than other guys at times and I wish that he would look at himself and say, you know what? I'm a bad dude. Like, it doesn't matter. I'm going to be really good either way. From the outside, I think that would help him if he would do that more. Because I, when I look at him, I think that. I'm like, dude, you shouldn't be worried about all this thing. Like, you have to be able to overcome that stuff. And I, I know he's overcome a lot. Like, I don't want it to sound a negative way. It's more of I think he's capable of so much more at times where he kind of lets all this noise get in between him and performing well. So, I mean, we saw on Saturday how great he can be. I just wish he could find a way to just kind of like overlook all that stuff and say, you know what? 
none of that matters. Like, I'm going to be great regardless of all this other crap. And I think he's perfectly capable of doing that. I just think sometimes he's, like, in his own head so much that it, it you know, takes away from his performance. But I feel like that's how he was before he got hurt. No matter what it was, he was going to be in the front. Yeah, yeah, totally. You know, I, and, and I, yeah, when he I, got hurt, it lost it. This is, yep. And I, I think, but it's, he's still the same guy, right? Oh, yeah, we just 100%. We just saw it. I just wish he, like, I don't know if it's lack of confidence in himself in those moments or what's mm-hmm. going on. But when I look at him, I have all the confidence in the world in him. And I wish I could be like, no, dude, like, I want to grab him and say, like, do you understand how good you are? You just need I, to allow it to happen. Like, get out of your own way. I think sometimes his social presence and the things he says on the interviews and on social is not really how he thinks. Do you know what I mean? Like, he's no, very, yeah. like, sure. I, I'm so, yeah. I, I'm, I'm a champion and, and nothing's going to bother me. And I'm going to fight through this. And you look at his social presence. Like he's feeling the opposite. Yeah, right? yeah. And he's. Yeah. Actually, not feeling like that, right? He's put uh, on a front, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. But, I think. yeah, but at the end of the day, honestly, like if you go back to when he got hurt, you know, when he came back out of when he came out and raced again, it was he wasn't the same Kenny, you know. And and I get the whole elbow thing, I get all that, I get the Epstein Bar, I get yeah, all of that. And Epstein Bar, you know, is it sucks, yeah. you know, because I had it, it in fifteen. It, it's it's terrible. I had it at thirteen, terrible, but yeah. you know, the elbow. I did the, the same thing to my elbow. You know, and, and I went to the same doctor because he's the only doctor that would even touch my elbow. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and <clears throat> so I, I get the whole injury. I get that it was scary. And for him, I, I think everyone plays it so much and reminds him of it so much. And, and But it's to the point now to where it's like, dude, it's been so many years. Like, let's go. Yeah. You show that you can still do it. Even after he got hurt on the Honda, he still won. You know, and, yeah. and it's like, dude, like. Let, let, let's I, get going because you're still there. I'm guessing, Davey, though, that year in 2013 with the Suzuki? Who? You. Yeah. 13? I'm guessing, and you can tell me if I'm wrong, but you were almost basically probably leaving your bike week to week, and you loved it, and it was great, and you barely touched it. And then years, no? Okay, so you were you were testing a lot and putting new stuff on? All right. Tried well. to put new stuff on. What, what, do, you, oh, what do you mean? I, the clamps, I wanted different clamps. Oh, okay. I tried so hard to get different clamps. I tested suspension. I went between uh, air and spring. Yeah. A lot. Okay. So my, my theory was that you were feeling great and on it and leaving the bike alone. And in Honda, some of those years, you're like, got to test, got to test, got to test. I mean, the 09, which, you know, JT hates also, you know, like <laughs> you guys will never, you know, you were never yeah. happy, right? So Well, for yeah. me, like I didn't have a choice. You know, it was one of those things where I just wanted to ride. Yeah. I, I needed a ride. I needed to get better. I wanted to get better. And with Yogi, you know, in the background, yeah, you know, being, being Yogi, I didn't want to to let him down. Yeah. So like no matter how my bike was, I was going to ride it. Right. And I think that to me was what got me to where, you know, I was okay with anything that was put on my bike. Now when I tested, you know, I got, yeah, I tested a whole lot. You can even ask scuba that, yeah. but no, I mean, for I him, testing scuba, was, but then I've got to ask him about triumph. Then he can't tell me anything. So <laughs> I can't really talk to scuba these days. Uh, no one can. Everyone around triumph. No, dude, no they one just, can. I don't know if Triumph shocks you if there's like a if they implant a chip, and anytime you say something it shocks you. But whether it's Red Dog or Scuba or Ricky, any of these Triumph people, yeah, they're in the Steve. They are on lockdown. Really so, nasty language. Yeah, in those things. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, so anyways. all in all, I, I think I think there's still a lot more in Kenny than even even watching him on the weekend. Yeah, he won. He rode good. He was yeah. awesome. But honestly. There was still more in Kenny that could have came out if he actually, for me, it looked like he was scared 
to go to the finish line. You know what I mean? He was nervous the whole time. Like, am I going to make it? Am I going to make it? Am I going to make uh-huh. it? I can't make mistakes. Where if he was just like what, you know, what JT said, almost believe in himself more. I don't think, I don't, I think he would have been way further out in front. It's my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to Detroit because I think Kenny's a real confidence guy. And he's got some, and let's let's get going. You know what I mean? I mean, if he gets a good start, I mean, he's going to be yeah. obviously top five no matter what. Yeah. If he gets a good start. Yeah. I mean, if he gets the whole shot, he's going to be top three. Uh, so let's move on to the next subject here. Uh, Jason Thomas on the line, by the way. Fly Racing, flyracing.com. We've got X-Brown Goggle tariffs coming up, too. Uh, JT, uh, we are supposed to do this a couple weeks ago, and we I forgot. You forgot. we got a cooler to give away. Yeah, we do. It's sitting in my house right now. You have a Yeti cooler. JT's been bringing a cooler to the races. Do you want Davey. my address? Uh, do you want to just give it to Davey? <laughs> <laughs> to the original, uh, my, my buddy, his name is actually Buddy, sent me the first one, and that's what made cooler fame, Steve, mm-hmm. just berating my cooler. Yeah. Well, he had an extra one. He's like, we should just give this away. And I'm like, yeah, let's do it. So JT, I've had it for a couple weeks. JT's now. been checking a cooler because he wants to bring his food, right? He's on his strict diet. He's, yeah, you yeah. Know, so he's been checking a cooler with an airline and flying to the races with a cooler. I don't know if it's happened lately, but it was for a long time. And I was just like, I cannot believe just you got outdoors. Just outdoors. You got to go to the line. You got to go to the airport 45 minutes early, at least, to check a bag. Yeah. And all the time you waste to wait for the No, I carry it on, Steve. But you check your other bag. On. You check your other bag. That's what you told us. Yeah, it depends. If I can... I've, I've snuck it on a few times. Like, they had that two-bag rule. Right. And I've, I've made it work a couple times. But, okay. yeah, it is a pain in the ass. I will give you that. Yeah. But outdoors, if you're trying to eat healthy, good luck, man. Wow. Good luck at outdoors. Okay. You so, like, where are you going to go? It's insane. Like, you you tell me to go to Honda, and I'm like, well, I, I don't have any affiliation to Honda. Like, you can I go to Honda. I, I, cool. Lars said you could go. I asked Lars. You're, you're talking to the wrong person about that. eating healthy over here, JT. Just – Listen, okay, so we're going to give this cooler away. You can be just like JT. You can get a Yeti cooler. Let's do contest at pulpamexshow.com. And, JT, you pick the number email that you want to win this. Contest at pulpamexshow.com to win a Yeti cooler. What number email? Number 18. 18. There we go. Okay, fantastic. Yep. Send it in in honor of Davey Millsaps, uh, and we'll get, a, we'll, we'll I don't get know, that He going. could be honoring Lawrence, too. Yeah, yeah, he does. No. Like, he, he works for Feld, so he loves Jet Lawrence. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Peyton Manning. Uh, there you go. Um, all right, so uh, J- JT, MXGP thoughts? MXGP thoughts? Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, Hurlings was great. He hasn't raced in how long? 16 months or something? Yeah, a long time. Insane. Um, so for him to be that good that early has to be worrisome for those guys. Uh, I, he wasn't like, exceptional you know he just kind of hung around mm-hmm. you know they they let him stay near the front and when you look at that series it's pretty wide open i think unless unless Hurlings gets hot at some point and takes off i think that's the best part of the for the mxgp class is that you don't really know who's going to win right now um which is really cool there's a lot of talent at the front and there's a lot of parody uh yeah. not so unlike our series where it could be a different winner for a while yeah, moto scores were insane this weekend from everybody, um, all over the place. But yeah, I mean, I, I don't think anybody had Fernandez as winning. No, right? like we all know he's good and all that, yeah. but I certainly did not have him winning the opening round. But Prado is the points leader because of the ten point Saturday rule. Just ridiculous. I'll get yep. into that more. But Prado's your points leader right now. He looked good. Obviously, he won the first moto. Um, mm-hmm. um, so yeah. MXGP going at it. Uh, yeah, it's, and you have to always 
I think, uh, you know, their series is so long. You know, they start now in March, and, and they'll be racing this same series all the way through the rest of our Supercross and then all the way through and past when our motocross series is done. So there are so many developments and trends that change over time. You know, the guys that are slow at the beginning sometimes catch fire late and the series changes. We've seen Koldenhoff go on these crazy runs at the end. So it's very easy to be victim of the moment after one round, but you just have to think how long the series is and you just kind of have to be consistent. You have to stay healthy. You don't have to win a lot. You just need to be on the podium a lot. And the other guys kind of take themselves out of the series at times, which the reason I'm bringing that up is Prado has had a really hard time over the last couple of years staying good. You know, he, he just kind of fades off. He'll have bad races when it's really hot or, you know, whatever the case may be. Um, he just hasn't been able to have any staying power. Um, so we'll see. He, you know, he claims the bike is a, is a huge help this year, the, the new gas gas mm-hmm. model. So we'll see. There's just a lot of unanswered questions in that class with the defending world champion on the sidelines. David, did you see Sewer's crash? I don't know if you saw any highlights. Oh, well, I didn't watch any MotoGP. Just right over the bars, just full full Chad Reed, uh, a Chatapult, yeah. just with a nicer landing because he landed on the downside and got up right away. Hmm. But, oh, it was it was a good one. Uh, all right. Um, oh, JT, we got a call for you from Rob on one, a Roxon call. Rob, what's up, man? Hey, uh, just wanted to talk about the upcoming silly season with Roxon and maybe we're – this win and if he was a string together a bunch of like actually decent finishes like maybe top fives and top threes like where that kind of because he's been pretty quiet on the silly season chatter and like i'm just interested to know what your guys thoughts on where you think he could go with a little bit of you know it's a big deal bringing suzuki back to the top of the podium right uh don't you feel like jt could just stay where he is everything could work out good i don't know i think i think it's certainly possible um there's just there are so many Ships that have to fall in in this class that it's really hard to other than where he you know other than staying where he is like if he wanted to leave or he wanted to go to one of the factory teams my opinion he's gonna have to wait um, until until Webb Tomac decides what he's doing and Sexton actually signs a dotted line if he hasn't until those three chips fall I don't see anyone else probably getting a deal done you know maybe Anderson yeah. has enough leverage yeah. that he could get a deal done. But everyone to else me, to me, it's a holding pattern. Okay. Right. An, an interesting thought that kind of crossed my mind was that with the Sexton KTM thing, and I know I heard Estefan maybe talk a bit about there was some interest in Roxon from this year from KTM. Oh, yeah. If maybe, like, if if maybe they take, if they clean house, like I think Plessinger's deals up, Webb might be moving, would they take a Sexton and then also maybe a Roxon who's a vet and can maybe help? Sexton with the headspace, and I know they like they get long, right? Yeah, they get along. I don't know. I don't see that happening, JT. I know there was talk, the problem, you know, but yeah. The problem to me is he's really expensive. So if if he wanted to take some sort of supplementary role, I just don't. The, the money he commands makes makes him being the B rider really difficult. I mean, he's got. He's, you don't you don't think a lower KTM deal would be more than his half deal right now? I don't. Think, no, he I makes a lot so. of money. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay. yeah, he makes he makes, he, a lot of he makes Millsaps money, Rob. God, yeah. <laughs> uh, thanks, man. Thanks uh, for the call. Sorry. Thank you. One more question, if you guys are okay with that. Uh, no, we got to run. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, 
That was a very nice day. Uh, we we got to go. We're up we're up against the clock. Uh, Jordan's on three. Jordan, what's up, man? Hard, you have a hard net workout. We do. We do. <laughs> okay. Uh, Jordan, what's up? Hey, I just uh, wanted to call in. Uh, I met you at our uh, our hotel uh, and uh, at Indy and stuff. And and man, it was just a great experience. You know, you never know how things are going to go. Like when you meet uh, you know people like you, and it was just a uh, just a great experience, and I appreciated that. And it was uh, yeah. it was also my my son's uh, birthday uh, weekend, and there was some uh, behind the scene things that JT and Daniel Blair uh, helped me out with and oh, stuff. Wow. And, okay. Uh, yeah, I, I just wanted to thank you guys and just thank Pope Nation and let you guys know I appreciate you. Thanks, Jordan. Was I was I cooler oh, than good, Blair man. and JT? Was it was it like was I nicer? Was it cooler? Uh, but I mean, we. I mean, yeah. I mean, it yep. was. Uh, I Perfect. mean, I don't know. I mean, about nicer. <laughs> you, you all, you all three. Uh, no, you guys, you guys. I was nicer. <laughs> I was nicer. You gave him the answer he wanted. It's fine. Uh, he, he got he got his double. Jordan, are you the guy in the right elevator? On. He's probably gonna hang up on. He's probably gonna hang up on. Jordan, were you the guy in the elevator? Yeah, yeah, that was Dude, me. you were way too stoked to meet me. Seriously. It, <laughs> ask Davey. It's not that big I of mean, a deal. I mean, hey, <laughs> it's once in a lifetime sometimes, Steve. I did not expect to see you. I, I, I thought, like, you was, I think I freaked you out a little bit. Because a little I was bit. Like, oh, man, you know, I just didn't expect to see Steve yeah. Mathis. Wow. I'm a, I'm an absolute huge Pulp fan. Thank you. I yeah. listen to everything, and I just didn't expect to see you, and it caught me off guard. <laughs> really, I really should have took you up on that Starbucks you offered, though, because, yeah, he offered to buy me Starbucks. I said, no, I should have took it. He was yeah. also being very sarcastic. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm uh, it was, no, it was very flattering, man. Thank you. I'm glad I'm glad to meet you. Thank you for listening. It was cool cool to meet you, and I'm glad I was nicer than JT and Blair. That was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, you all, you all are great. I appreciate yep. everything you guys do. But I was greater. Thanks, Jordan. Thank you. <laughs> See you, uh, all right, thanks. Uh, all right, let's do the X-Brand goggle tear-off, shall we? <laughs> what? What's wrong, Davey? It's the X-Brand tear-off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. Here we go, X-Brand goggles. Did you know, Davey, that X-Brand goggles went 1-2 and two in the GNCC this weekend? No. Craig DeLong, Josh Strang, X-Brand goggles. You know how gnarly GNCCs are. Yep. X-Brand goggles, choice of champions everywhere. There you uh, go. Uh, Pulp Show 23 is the code to save there. Uh, let's get in. These questions are submitted by Corey Moser. Are, do, you, are you, do you know him? Uh, do you, no, no. Maybe. Okay. Yeah, right. I mean, if I saw a face, the, yeah. the whole name thing. I probably don't even, not. Uh, even if you saw his face, I don't know. All right. God, all I know is that guy vacations more than anybody else I know. Yeah, he does. Uh, all right. 30 seconds on the clock, Davey. Rapid fire. Steve. Yep. What's Mike LaRocco doing for work these days? Yeah, I don't know. I didn't ask him. Or I kind of asked him. I did a podcast with Mike. And he wasn't really uh, – I kind of hinted at it, but he didn't really tell me. So I don't know. Maybe he's not working. I don't know. All right. Uh, Davey, yeah. what was more shocking, Roxon's ride or Tomac's ride? <laughs> Tomac. All right. JT, how would you describe Seven Deuce – Seven Deuce Deuce's look on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> he um, had a made a crab. Underpass meets Creedence Clearwater Revival. <laughs> Fair enough. At some point, they were trying to get. He was talking about the race, and the other guy, Dan, was asking him like, "Oh, can Barsha do this? Or Barsha's coming?" And Deuce Deuce was like. Kenny's got this. He's my guy. Nobody's going to beat Kenny. I, it was just awesome. It was great. I think they they should have let. I think they should have let Seven Deuce Deuce wear a hat. Like that would have been. 
I think that would have been the right thing to do. Like I, I was not aware of this look because he, he always has a hat on. <laughs> yeah, good point. Yeah, I was All right. right there with you. Steve, you are opting out of Detroit because of the cost of flights. So what is the price you are willing to spend on a flight to the races? I mean, honestly, I've been doing this long enough that I'll pay in these crazy times, I'll pay $700 for a flight. That's a that's a insane cost compared to a few years ago, but that's like reasonable now. 700. These flights to Detroit and not even on my airline, on JT's janky ass airline, it's still $1200. To go to Detroit. It's something me. with Vegas, man. Something's going on with Vegas. <clears throat> I don't know. Yeah. It's just No, nuts. I know. But, yeah. like, everybody we ask, it's, you know, that's 6 to 800. Yeah. And then you're 12 to 14. Uh, spring break. I don't know. Yeah. Is it spring break? And Havasu. So everyone's flying here to go there. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. But, yeah, spring break. Yeah, yeah. Go to Detroit. Yeah, why are they going to Detroit? <laughs> well, no, just Vegas, <laughs> yeah, just in, general. Vegas in general. Vegas right. in general. Yeah, it's just nuts. I, I I'm still looking. I look today again. So I'm, I'm. But I will say this: there's Spirit Airlines for 500. I am not doing. No, I'm out. Yeah, yeah. No. Like, I'm not That's, doing Spirit for 500 dollars. Hey, Dean, Dean's wife oh, is a uh, flight attendant. I'm. They're like, dude. Well, this flight might. Nope. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not, no offense, Sarah. Yeah, no offense, no. Dude, but no. Yeah, yeah. That the official airlines of Alex Ray too. That or Allegiant, like I'm out. Yeah, I am too. I'll or just, Frontier. I'll just stay oh, home. Allegiant. A Ray is also one. Spirit. Never again. Yeah. I flew Allegiant once. You used to be able to go direct. You used to be able to go direct on Allegiant from Boise to Honolulu, and I just could not imagine the hell that had to be. <laughs> All right, uh, Davey. Yep. A Ray seems to have peaked when he was training under your guidance. So how did you bring out the best in A Ray? God. You have Thirty seconds. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, honestly. I, I knew what he needed. I knew what needed to be done with him to get somewhat of the best out of him. And now, like, he bounces from trainer to trainer to trainer to trainer, but yet, at the end of the day, I, he's still the best under me. All right, 18 seconds. And if I'm fucking sprayed eagle, you know, if I'm doing some, like, dirty shit or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, JT. Not that way. <laughs> Steve is a proud owner of a hockey stick. What's a piece of memorabilia you would like to have or would consider buying? I have lots of stuff um, at my parents' house. I have like a boxing glove signed by Mike Tyson. Um, I just have some a bunch of random stuff, uh, like football stuff. I don't, I don't know. Like the probably the most excited one I ever got was a uh, Tim Tebow jersey. That's probably the, the my most coveted. Twenty seconds, David. Do you have any memorabilia from anybody or anything? Yeah, I mean, I got I got Brady's jersey, um, okay. uh, Marino's jersey. Um, some boxing gloves. Uh, I got Tom Brady's shoe too. Oh yeah, like uh, did you, you did you get a hookup on that, or you bought it from a place with a no? I got a hookup on it. Oh okay, yeah. so like you're sure it's Tom Brady's shoe? Yeah, yeah. and then and, and then there was a guy from that played for Tampa Bay, and oh. he also played for Carolina Panthers. Oh, okay, you know that gave, actually gave me his stuff. I you and JT probably dealt with the same guy. He had a hookup. I don't know what was his name, JT. Yep. Well, yep. There you go. Oh, there we go. All right. Yep. He, he scammed me though, but yeah, Bo. <sighs> Steve, can Weege be taught basic bike maintenance, or is he beyond help at this point? I think he's beyond help, right? Don't we feel? Like, yeah. He's, he's, it's too much. Davey, Steve wanted to buy a Corvette. What was your biggest impulse buy? 
I think you said this. Your boat. Didn't you tell us a boat? No, a boat was not. Oh. I don't know if it was an, uh, my biggest impulse buy. Maybe, uh, big, maybe it was just your biggest buy or something. Did you have know. an M6 at one point? Yeah, the M6 might have been an impulse. Um, motorhome was for sure impulse. The first, my, my master cap was an impulse right after we won the championship. It was like here, but <sighs> impulse buy, man. I mean, everything I bought. <laughs> <laughs> 26 seconds. All right, last one. JT, where does Davey rank in the Suzuki Amateur Program success stories? Oh, I mean, he's up there. Eli, Eli Tomac's up there. Davey's up there. Pastrana, uh, Hepler, J-Mark. Pastrana. Um, yeah, but those guys didn't really win on the web. Like, yeah. I mean, at least – I mean, I think I think Tomac and Davey are probably – and Pastrana, those are probably top three. Yeah, there's a lot of them. Dude, a lot of Suzuki guys. Oh, yeah, cool. they were, I mean, so involved. Right? Like, it was unbelievable ben how Riddle. involved they were. I, I, created, I created the 85 that they won on, so there you go. So, so yeah, okay, there we go. That's an you, ultimate trump card, right? <laughs> what? You built, what did you say, an 85? I designed the 85. The Suzuki. Wow. Yeah, who knew? A napkin, or what are we talking? <laughs> I rode that bike, the Honda, the Yamaha. And Rob from RG3 and someone else from the engine guys, um, we went through all the bikes, picked out whatever was best from all the other bikes, yeah. and built that bike from everything of. So what year was that? My, two, whenever they 2000, redid it. Yeah, okay. 2001, yeah. 2000. Okay. Um, but yeah, dude, Glenn Helen, I looped out on the thing. Um, I remember to to this day, riding up, just being a show off, doing wheelies, looped out. Um, but no, like that 85 was, yeah. well, you, me riding it, I helped. And then did, did you develop it. the bike that they, the, the R and D bike and everything else? Like all of that. Yeah. Was, the first it, bike that was yeah. you know pre-production yeah, yeah. and right. did, and then it came out with the forks all the way up, almost touching the handlebars. Like that was, that came from the Yamaha the, and the middle top end came from the Cowie, but the bottom end stayed the Suzuki. It was the Honda had nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, dude, like I'm, yeah. you had to have known that. I was hanging out with you back then. No, I, I didn't know that you were a, a bike engineer. I, I this is this news to me. <laughs> but I know those guys were all in uh, on effort level. So yeah, yeah, that part doesn't surprise me. Yeah, smartass. I was an engineer, but. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> could you could you hang with Davey at Hard Rock? Like JT's Hard Rock speed is legendary. Could you, you? know it's funny? So like, I went pro. So like, I was riding with Davey a lot when he was y- super young. Okay. And then once I turned pro, like you just go into this other world and you never see each other anymore. Like our families yeah. really never saw because I was at different races than he was then. And then I remember, I this was like oh two, I think. I was racing pro, whatever. I'd been getting top tens in Supercross that year and stuff in big bike class. And Davey was on a 125. And I'm, I went to Gatorback and, like, rode, like, practice day. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, going and, like, you know, really no one there was going to be fast enough to be behind me. And I'm like, there's a 125. And I'm like, what the F is going on? Like, who is it? And I look behind the Mike Davey. I'm like, oh, great, this freaking guy. <laughs> but I just remember, like, that was like, yeah, he's he's. You're like, yeah, he's good. Like, this yeah. Guy's, yeah, this guy's going to be really fast because I could not shake him at all. And he was like, I don't know, 13, you know, like, or whatever. <laughs> right, right. Um, so, yeah, it's just crazy, like, how that – you just flip a switch and, like, oh, yeah, you're on big bikes and now you're going to be pro and win a bunch of races. Yep. Where before he was just, like, a little kid. You yeah. Know? Like, it's just crazy that I switch. I feel like I, – I didn't follow amateur racing even back then, and I remember, like, we are waiting for Millsaps to turn pro. Like, everyone was waiting. You had to miss a race, right, for your 16th yeah. birthday? Yeah. 
And it was like here, like we we're all just like fucking Millsaps is coming, and he is, you know, like the next guy. Uh, yeah, you remember Josh Hansen trying to kill him? No, no, I don't. Every weekend, At, uh, yep. Minneapolis. Oh, okay. Minneapolis. Uh, yep. And the whoopsie killed me. Yeah, your first one. Yeah. Well, I just remember him trying to take you out in the daytime call from my dude. Let him live. Like he's just trying. It's his first race. Yeah, but no. I think Hanson was so like insecure about it. this kid is not going to beat me. Right. And I was just like, oh my god. You know what's funny is him. He calls me all the time now, oh, yeah. and him and I go back and forth. We laugh so much about it. Just he, I think he's old enough and understanding the point that like I obviously I beat him and you know was fa- was faster than him, and we actually go back and forth. Like mm-hmm. he'll send me stuff like messing around, and then, then I'll send him a video of me passing him in the whoops and looking back. <laughs> you know, um, but. No, it's That's cool. Uh, him and I. Him and I actually get along really well. I had a good so. talk with him at Anaheim. He's a nice guy now. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I talked different, to him, different than growing up. I talked to him at Anaheim. Yeah. He was yeah. yeah. I talked to him for a while. He was cool as shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, it was neat to talk to him. Uh, all right, JT. Uh, thank you, Fly Racing, Fly Racing uh, USA, Motorsport.com, or your local dealer. Thank you, man. All right, guys. See you, JT. All right. That's Jason Thomas going to commercial break here. Andrew Short coming up. And then uh, I've got some more questions uh, for Davey Millsaps here, of course. Uh, 702-586-7857. We have a caller. we got to run, but our, our, our guy Nash is on the phone, and he wants your favorite argument slash heated discussion with Coy. So we'll either get to Nash when we come back, or uh, I'll mark it down and we'll ask for your best Coy Gibbs argument slash heated discussion. I honestly, I don't remember me physically having like heated discussions to the point Stop of it. <laughs> We've all heard about it. All right. We've got to go to commercial yeah. break. We'll be right back after this. Thanks for listening, everybody. Davey Millsaps back uh, with more after this commercial break. Thanks. Yeah. He knocked his dick loose. Pretty- At motorsport.com, our ride started in 1999 with a commitment to making your next ride your best ride. We take pride in having a huge selection of gear, accessories, and OEM parts for moto, street, off-road, ATV, and UTV. Riding is what connects us and makes us a family. From the track to the trail, tarmac to open roads, we're all connected because we ride. And that's what motorsport.com is all about. We've got your back. Our unrivaled and dedicated team of gearheads are willing to go that extra mile. No gimmicks, just high quality parts, the best customer service in the industry, and free shipping on all orders over $79. Our passion at motorsport.com is to ensure your next ride is your best ride. This is our invitation to you from riders for riders. Visit us at motorsport.com. In case you didn't know, Racetech is the world's largest aftermarket suspension modification company. All Racetech products include award-winning goal valves and settings are 100% guaranteed and made right here in the U.S. of A. Racetech also offers state-of-the-art precision engine services and parts to all engine builders. The staff has over 65 years of championship winning experience. It's so good that many of the top privateer teams such as SGB Honda, Team Solitaire Nuclear Blast Yamaha, and Motul AJE Gas Gas, as well as Jerry Robin, Kevin Morans, and many more, choose Racetech for their superior performance, reliability, and their customer service. Hey guys, what's up? My name's Kate Clayson, and I choose Racetech because I love their desire to strive for perfection. I think we all know that perfection isn't possible, but getting to perfection is always the goal, and I think that is something that both myself and Racetech have always worked towards, and I think they can 
help you get there too. Hey guys, this is Alex Ray. I use Racetech components in my SGD suspension and also the Racetech engine. The reason I like it is just because uh, the engine is super reliable, tons of torque, and also on the suspension side, it just gives it that flush, nice feeling. Hey, it's your boys at Red Team Solitaire. If you don't run Racetech, here's what you do. Put your hands behind your back and run your face into a wall. Racetech.com. What's up, guys? This is Kevin Moranz, and I choose Racetech because of their convenience of having Racetech centers all around the United States. Obviously, within my Decker Performance Suspension, works really well. They're very high-quality performance products. Definitely check them out. Hey, guys, this is Jerry Robin, uh, and I choose Racetech because of uh, the reliable motors, good power, good suspension, and obviously, it's great people around, and I've uh, been there for a long time, and they're awesome. Visit Racetech.com and use code PULP22 to save. Love the guys at Works Connection. They continue as a 10-year sponsor of this show because, yeah, just like you, they're committed to the sport. For 33 years, they've been designing and distributing leading-edge performance products like the Elite Axle Blocks, Elite Clutch Perch, Pro Launch Start Device for performance, radiator braces and skid plates for protection, along with a shock pump, attack, hour meter, and more for maintenance. Works Connection, great guys up there in NorCal and super cool company. I'm more stoked to be uh, associated with them. When you take a look around the AMA pitch, you'll see Worst Connection proving ground for products under the canopies of Team Honda, HRC, Star Racing, and other top teams. And the best part of this whole deal is if you use a code PULPAMX20, you get 20% off your order. Visit your local dealer, check out motorsport.com, and uh, ask them to see the Worst Connection product line for 2022. Great company, great products. Check it out. Thanks to Worst Connection for coming on the show. PULPAMX20, the code to save. Over 80 years experience manufacturing power sports pistons right here in the USA. WiseCo has evolved into a full range of performance components for dirt bikes and other power sports machines. Whether you ride a two-stroke or a four-stroke, WiseCo has a variety of pistons from reliable forged replacements to the performance-focused Racer Elite Series. WiseCo offers race-proven components for the rest of your engine, too. From garage buddy engine rebuild kits, clutch and valve train components, USA-made Racer Elite connecting rods, and their CV4 thermal protection line. WiseCo is proud to be a technical partner with Factory Honda HRC for the 2023 Supercross and Motocross. Driving professional-level product development that gets passed down to you. Visit your favorite online or local dealer or wiseco.com to find products for your machine. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team. Long-time Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. In 1990, my dad, Jamie Gregg, started Guts Racing 
GUT stands for Greg's Ultra Trick Seats. Because I was just a little kid that wanted a trick seat. And if you're out there looking for a trick seat, go to GutsRacing.com, your local dealer, or Motosport and place your order. Support the people that support Pulp MX. You can use Pulp 2022 for 20% off at GutsRacing.com. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate over 45 years of fun. Building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. It's Tomac Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win... Whoa, wait, Dylan. Sorry to cut you off like Steve does his callers and guests, but a lot has changed. Similar to your favorite rider being on a new team, the new Michelin StarCross 6 tire range provides significantly improved performance and durability. Designed to win. The new Michelin StarCross 6 tire range offers up to 16% more traction when new and up to 19% more traction when worn in comparison to the previous generation. This means consumers will not only benefit from improved performance on their first few rides, but that this performance increase will continue throughout the extended life of the tire. Michelin is a legendary innovator in motorcycle tire technology, and thanks to Michelin Silica technology, the Michelin StarCross 6 tire range provides up to 11% more durability than the previous generation. This means consumers will enjoy the significantly improved performance throughout the increased life of the tire. Take it from me as I too have to buy my own tires, this added value is great news. The new Michelin StarCross 6 tire range is available in six versions, specifically sand, mud, medium soft, medium hard, and hard versions, with the naming designation corresponding to the type of terrains and conditions where the tires were designed to win. Another innovation is the Michelin adaptive design, with specific positioning of the tread blocks in three zones, central, intermediate, and lateral zones, with the single goal to offer exceptional grip for the front tire and exceptional grip, traction, and longevity for the rear. To learn more about the new Michelin StarCross 6 tire line and all the quality products that Michelin offers for motorcycle segments that Steve cares nothing about, visit michelinman.com motorcycle. And then visit your local dealer or online retailer to choose Michelin product to maximize your riding experiences. Also, too, make sure to follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. Attention riders, welcome aboard the all-new Atlas Vision. We hope you enjoy the added mobility, quicker flight time, and additional views. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. The first thing you will notice is the added headroom. The fore and aft positions no longer come with annoying restrictions, so feel free to move about the cabin. Quicker flight times can be achieved by unmatched comforts and unencumbered movements. Yes, we're built for speed and comfort. And now available to all customers is a 360 panoramic view. Go ahead and look around the cabin. These new angles are available at no additional charge. Located on the underside of the frame is the gold standard of impact absorption, D3O. 
In the event we accidentally take a trip to Indonesia, we suggest that you remain with your neck in the underextended position and allow this proven material to do its job by reducing the forces over 50% better than ever before. Although the Atlas Vision will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your vision first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or brawl. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. We remind you that Atlas makes flexible neck protection. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position with your elbows up and hips fully unlocked. Whatever that means. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Vision. Enjoy the views. From beginners to seasoned vets, race teams, project builds, and magazine tests, Decal Works' mission is to cater to those who love to ride. Upholding the true definition of quality, service, and knowledge. Visit decalmx.com and use promo code PULPMX23 to get 20% off your custom graphics. Decal Works, number one for many reasons. At motorsport.com, our ride started in 1999 with a commitment to making your next ride your best ride. We take pride in having a huge selection of gear, accessories, and OEM parts for moto, street, off-road, ATV, and UTV. Riding is what connects us and makes us a family. From the track to the trail, tarmac to open roads, we're all connected because we ride. And that's what motorsport.com is all about. We've got your back. Our unrivaled and dedicated team of gearheads are willing to go that extra mile. No gimmicks, just high quality parts, the best customer service in the industry, and free shipping on all orders over $79. Our passion at motorsport.com is to ensure your next ride is your best ride. This is our invitation to you from riders for riders. Visit us at motorsport.com. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team. Long-time Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. Hi, it's Tomax Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win... Whoa, wait, Dylan. Sorry to cut you off like Steve does his callers and guests, but a lot has changed. Similar to your favorite rider being on a new team, the new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range provides significantly improved performance and durability. Designed to win. The new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range offers up to 16% more traction when new and up to 19% more traction when worn in comparison to the previous generation. This means consumers will not only benefit from improved performance on their first few rides, but that this performance increase will continue throughout the extended life of the tire. 
Michelin is a legendary innovator in motorcycle tire technology, and thanks to Michelin Silica technology, the Michelin Starcross 6 tire range provides up to 11% more durability than the previous generation. This means consumers will enjoy the significantly improved performance throughout the increased life of the tire. Take it from me as I, too, have to buy my own tires. This added value is great news. The new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range is available in six versions, specifically sand, mud, medium soft, medium hard, and hard versions, with the naming designation corresponding to the type of terrains and conditions where the tires were designed to win. Another innovation is the Michelin adaptive design, with specific positioning of the tread blocks in three zones, central, intermediate, and lateral zones, with the single goal to offer exceptional grip for the front tire and exceptional grip, traction, and longevity for the rear. To learn more about the new Michelin Starcross 6 tire line and all the quality products that Michelin offers for motorcycle segments that Steve cares nothing about, visit michelinman.com motorcycle. And then visit your local dealer or online retailer to choose Michelin product to maximize your riding experiences. Also, too, make sure to follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. Love the guys at Works Connection. They continue as a 10-year sponsor of this show because, yeah, just like you, they're committed to the sport. For 33 years, they've been designing and distributing leading-edge performance products like the Elite Axle Blocks, Elite Clutch Perch, Pro Launch Start Device for performance, radiator braces and skid plates for protection, along with a shock pump, attack, hour meter, and more for maintenance. Works Connection, great guys up there in NorCal, and super cool company. I'm more stoked to be uh, associated with them. When you take a look around the AMA pitch, you'll see Worst Connection proving ground for products under the canopies of Team Honda, HRC, Star Racing, and other top teams. And the best part of this whole deal is if you use a code X 20 you get 20% off your order. Visit your local dealer, check out motorsport.com, and uh, ask them to see the Worst Connection product line for 2022. Great company, great products. Check it out. Thanks to Worst Connection for coming on the show. X 20 the code to save. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate over 45 years of fun. Building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000 square foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. Hey, in case you didn't know, Racetech is the world's largest aftermarket suspension modification company. All Racetech products include award-winning goal valves and settings are 100% guaranteed and made right here in the U.S. of A. Racetech also offers state-of-the-art precision engine services and parts to all engine builders. The staff has over 65 years of championship winning experience. It's so good that many of the top privateer teams such as SGB Honda, Team Solitaire Nuclear Blast Yamaha, and Motul AJE Gas Gas, as well as Jerry Robin, Kevin Morans, and many more, choose Racetech for their superior performance, reliability, and their customer service. Hey guys, what's up? My name's Kate Clayson, and I choose Racetech because I love their desire to strive for perfection. I think we all know that perfection isn't possible, but 
getting to perfection is always the goal. And I think that is something that both myself and Race Tech have always worked towards. And I think they can help you get there too. Hey guys, this is Alex Ray. I use Race Tech components in my SGD suspension and also the Race Tech engine. The reason I like it is just because uh, the engine is super reliable, tons of torque, and also on the suspension side, it just gives it that flush, nice feeling. Hey, it's your boys at Red Team Solitaire. If you don't run Race Tech, here's what you do. Put your hands behind your back and run your face into a f***ing wall. Racetech.com. What's up, guys? This is Kevin Moranz, and I choose Race Tech because of their convenience of having Race Tech centers all around the United States. Obviously, within my Decker Performance Suspension, works really well. They're very high-quality performance products. Definitely check them out. Hey, guys, this is Jerry Robin, uh, and I choose Race Tech because of uh, the reliable motors, good power, good suspension, and obviously it's great people around, and I've uh, been there for a long time, and they're awesome. Visit Racetech.com and use code PULP22 to save. Over 80 years experience manufacturing power sports pistons right here in the USA. Wiseco has evolved into a full range of performance components for dirt bikes and other power sports machines. Whether you ride a two-stroke or a four-stroke, Wiseco has a variety of pistons from reliable forged replacements to the performance-focused Racer Elite Series. Wiseco offers race-proven components for the rest of your engine, too. From garage buddy engine rebuild kits, clutch and valve train components, USA-made Racer Elite connecting rods, and their CB4 thermal protection line. Wiseco is proud to be a technical partner with factory Honda HRC for the 2023 Supercross and Motocross. Driving professional-level product development that gets passed down to you. Visit your favorite online or local dealer or wiseco.com to find products for your machine. From beginners to seasoned vets, race teams, project builds, and magazine tests, Decal Works' mission is to cater to those who love to ride. Upholding the true definition of quality, service, and knowledge. Visit decalmx.com and use promo code PULPMX23 to get 20% off your custom graphics. Decal Works, number one for many reasons. In 1990, my dad, Jamie Gregg, started Guts Racing. Guts stands for Gregg's Ultra Trick Seats because I was just a little kid that wanted a trick seat. And if you're out there looking for a trick seat, Go to GutsRacing.com, your local dealer, or Motosport and place your order. Support the people that support Pulp MX. You can use Pulp 2022 for 20% off at GutsRacing.com. Attention riders, welcome aboard the all-new Atlas Vision. We hope you enjoy the added mobility, quicker flight time, and additional views. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. The first thing you will notice is the added headroom. The fore and aft positions no longer come with annoying restrictions, so feel free to move about the cabin. Quicker flight times can be achieved by unmatched comforts and unencumbered movements. Yes, we're built for speed and comfort. And now available to all customers is a 360 panoramic view. Go ahead and look around the cabin. These new angles are available at no additional charge. Located on the underside of the frame is the gold standard of impact absorption, D3O. 
In the event we accidentally take a trip to Indonesia, we suggest that you remain with your neck in the underextended position and allow this proven material to do its job by reducing the forces over 50% better than ever before. Although the Atlas Vision will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your vision first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tithe, or brawl. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. We remind you that Atlas makes flexible neck protection. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position with your elbows up and hips fully unlocked. Whatever that means. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Vision. Enjoy the views. Welcome back, everybody. Pulp MX Show presented by Motorsport.com, Decal Works, and the folks at Fly Racing. Davey Millsaps in studio here along, uh, and I want to thank Dean, uh, Dean Wilson, Ken Roxon uh, for the call. Let's get quickly into this call right here. Uh, Nash. Gentlemen, gentlemen, gentlemen. All right. We, we're up against the clock here, Nash. But, yes, a very I'm, important question for <clears throat> Davey Millsaps. When, when I heard, first of all, Davey, welcome. It's awesome that you're on the show. We enjoy your candidness and your honesty. It's it's a breath of fresh air in, in, a, in an industry where people try to duck a bullet. And uh, thank Steve you. usually brings that out of people, but you do it naturally, so thank <laughs> you. Um, so that being said, go in the time machine. There's been mer- many storied conversations between – and Honor and Coy, what a yeah. great man, and I know that you know that. You Please, you knew him personally. You rode for him. Um, but take us through maybe your top three favorite – conversations, topics, points of contention in which you knew you were right and Coy was wrong. I mean, that's every conversation. I was always right. Um, (laughs) I mean, honestly, to be honest with you, as far as the conversations go, there were so many. I I can't tell you off the top of my head which one that I was right or he was wrong. Um, I know he was wrong for paying me what he paid me the last year. Um, what about like the tr- the training stuff when he come oh in and God, tell you guys, dude. Like, Are okay, you stupid. Okay, well that was honestly that was almost every day with Koi. Like you know, oh you gotta do this, you gotta do that, you gotta do this, and then you know we would be stressing about a one or two minute plank, but that fool would get down and do a five minute plank, literally with a sandwich in his mouth. You know, like and he's like, it's mind over matter. He get up and walk away, and it's like, fuck. But honestly, like. I don't know. Koi stories for me are like, you know, even, even, you know, Steve brought it up. It's throwing, I would do bad at a race and he would actually throw his, his headset down and he broke it. He actually smashed a cabinet drawer off it and broke the cabinet drawer inside of his, uh, semi. <clears throat> but for me, honestly, the best story that I have about Koi was when he hired James and mm-hmm. him and big James got into it one weekend. Uh, I don't remember what race it was, but, but James didn't do very good. And, and big James was, having a cow and going at it with Koi and they were going back and forth like against the yeah. semi and like I did terrible that night okay did really bad mm-hmm. I snuck mm-hmm. in got changed and left without having to get yelled at so <laughs> perfect that's my that was that's the best story I have and Davey in fact that you can you know what, you, what you've experienced and what you can share with the listeners and people that's you know that's awesome thank yeah. you for your yeah. time yeah uh, can you can you counsel each on you know, when he's at the track, but I know your exposure will be limited due to geography, but is there any hope for you? Maybe, I mean, Steve, you're talking to a guy here who's obviously accomplished the man's, you know, he's dedicated father. He's a family man. Now he's had a storied career. Maybe he could 
counsel Weech on how to, you know, check tire pressure. I don't, I don't the, think the, so. the clutch was hurting yeah. at Daytona. He was uh, right by me. He goes, oh, gas, gas, changing. I'm like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Sure. <laughs> Everything's everybody else's fault. Yeah, yeah. no. We just definitely just stick to the mic. Yeah, yeah. stick to the mic. That's what Mill says. Stick to the mic. Yeah. And, does, uh, does Weech understand? Maybe Weech just doesn't understand that when you do have a kid racing at 50, it's very similar. It's a similar thing to saying, hey, I'm going to date a stripper. Sounds like a good idea. Yeah. But, man, yeah. it's a miserable experience. It just doesn't work. Yeah, no, absolutely. So, uh, thanks, Nash. Um, Thank you, man. Hey, guys, hey, have a great show. Cheers, Dave. Thank you. Thanks, thanks appreciate Cheers. it. Thank you. Uh, so a little bit of debate here. Uh, I promised Davey a, a hotel room for coming here uh, to stay at, and I booked one today, and I yeah. put my credit card number in. No, you didn't. And I got the receipt right here in front of me. But... Davy, I have a receipt too for my credit card today. I just checked my card. I just checked. I just checked my credit card statement. Yeah, and I was not charged for it. Yeah, obviously, I was. <laughs> so I owe you. Uh, I, I'll do Zelle or PayPal or uh, uh, something. But uh, yeah, so you know, hey, that's how we roll at Pulpamex. I put my credit card in. What do you want me to do? Pay for it. <laughs> it was a hundred. Pretty much the only thing you didn't do. Hundred seventy sixty-five. No, hundred and nineteen. Look at my. It's one hundred seventy sixty-five. All right, we'll figure this out. We'll get to this to the bottom. All right, we'll, we'll get this to the bottom. This was your picture you sent no, me. No, 119, but then resort charge, oh, taxes, the resort. Yeah, everything. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, well, you didn't pay for it. All right. So, I mean, good try. Are you going to walk off, or could do I, will you give me until the end of the show to, to make this right? I'll think about it. Okay, thank you. Appreciate <laughs> I'm gonna, it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna uh, keep it going. Take that twisted tea. Nope. And then, uh, and then, uh, thank you. Uh, by the way, uh, I want to thank the folks at Wiseco Piston, uh, two-stroke, four-stroke pistons. They got it. Whatever you need, they're on. They're on the factory Honda HRC team as well. They got a full range of performance components for dirt bikes, UTVs, ATVs, jet skis, and more. Kevin from Wiseco was in just last week. There's a discount code on pulpamexshow.com to save with the folks at Wiseco. They got the Garage Buddy engine rebuild kits and more. Uh, Wiseco bringing you our next guest on the show, former teammate of Davey Millsaps <laughs> and a, a Pulpamex Show favorite, Andrew Short. What's up, Shorty? How are you, man? Hanging out, living uh, dad life, amateur life. I, before you brought me on, I was I was laughing at Weege and the 50 story. Yeah, but, uh, I've been around a lot of 50s this last week, so it's been cool. Yeah, you were uh, you were doing freestone and uh, doing all that. How'd that go? Uh, it was super cool. Uh, quite a bit different than when I raced or even Davey and actually ran into Davey's mom yeah, at one of the restaurants uh, after the race. But it was cool. I saw Kiefer. I actually read Kiefer's uh, column on Pulp Mex that is pretty spot on on the five things that <laughs> – you know, <laughs> that he likes and dislikes, I guess, about the racing. But it's it's a lot different than when I was a kid. Yeah, Kiefer's five things. One of them, he loves the fa- time with the family, right? You get to spend time with your family. Yep. He loves the, the being around all everybody that loves motocross. That's a couple things that he loved. What he didn't love is the uh, the four thousand dollars you spent in the week. He didn't love the waiting around for eight hours to get your motors in, the mo- motos in. Uh, and, uh, yeah, and also he was wondering how all these people have motorhomes and aren't working. Like, how do you get time off work and how do you have motorhomes? <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> so, I mean, for me, it was always my mom that drove yeah. and my dad would fly in or, or whatever it was yeah. or vice versa. Right, right. Yeah. But, Some of them had, one of them had to work. Yeah. But I never raced Freestone until the first year they had it at the pro race, whatever yeah. that was. Yeah. But I mean, it was terrible then. <laughs> and I, and I love, I love Clayton, but it's, yeah. it was the same track every year right you right. know and and you know yeah, needed some elevation <laughs> needed something needed no heat too right right yeah that's true yeah 
That's true. I don't know. Southwick one year was probably worse than that. Oh yeah. Yeah, Shorty, Shorty, you remember that one? I think yep, James yep. James had to get IV'd at the end of the first moto. Yeah, it, it, yeah. a couple was years. Oh seven, wild. right? Oh seven. Brutal. Yeah. There was a few yep. years in there for me that I remember were really hot. Yeah. Um, uh, Shorty, so listen, you you went and did your rally racing, and you were, you know, fine, and it was super dangerous and scary, and you you quit doing that because you know it was scary and dangerous. And then you go and do that on a dirt bike. Break your back. Right. Yeah, right. It's crazy. And and all that, there's some silver lining. I'm super thankful. Could have been a lot worse, uh, you know, mm-hmm. looking at the scans and and whatnot, and x-rays. I'm just super thankful to be walking, uh, not in a chair, and yeah. be respectful of that. So I have a lot to be thankful for. It's been miserable in terms of pain, but I can move pretty good. Okay. So overall... The, the biggest disappointment for me is, unlike Davey, like, I love to ride. Like, I know Davey <laughs> likes to ride, but, like, riding is my life, you know? Yeah. I was riding four or five times a week still um, with my kid, and I just love it. So I'm not sure how that's going to look in the future. Right. But that's kind of different or difficult for me to wrap my head around. So Shit at least I'm at the races right now with my little dude, and so that's cool. But it's it's been a challenge. Shit still hasn't changed. Yeah. <laughs> already calling me up. I mean, not like riding. <laughs> me and Davey were like oil and water. And I have massive respect for him, and he was hugely ta- talented, and I wasn't so much. So we spent a lot of time as teammates, and right. yeah, yeah. But it was yeah. more so like, yeah, I was more so Johnny. You know, the one person I was training with had me leading down the wrong path, and I was looking at you like you're an idiot, you know, and and yeah, but. It was more so for me the oil and water came to the to the to the bikes where it was like oh my god this thing's a pile and Shorty's always like oh my god it's so good <laughs> yeah we can work with this Let's keep god going. dude yeah. it's like no you can't yeah the 09 <laughs> uh, I want let's talk about that in a second though I want to let's back up a little bit Shorty so you're in a turtle shell uh, well I'm supposed to be for like oh. three months but that thing hurts so bad. With all the nerve pain, I can't really feel my stomach, and I have bad nerve pain, so oh. I don't really wear it. Okay, yeah. all right, so you're over that thing. And I yep. heard it was kind of an innocent crash, huh? Like it wasn't? Yeah, in- no- yeah, nothing crazy. Like you said, I raced across the desert doing, like, crazy stuff and crashed much harder. And this, I was just going down the start straightaway, coming onto a turn, lost the front, and next thing I knew, I couldn't breathe, and needed to go to the hospital. So nothing uh, crazy. Yeah, kind of nuts how that happens, right? Just the dumbest thing. Yeah, or, yeah and... And like you said, you were you were six, fifth gear wide open in the desert, probably cartwheeling at some different times, right? So exactly, yeah. Uh, Andrew Short on, on the show brought to you by the folks at Wisco. Uh, please check out Wisco code on PulpMexShow.com to save with over eighty years' experience manufacturing power sports pistons right in the USA. Check them out. Uh, so yeah, you guys were teammates for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, 09 Honda four fifty. Mm-hmm. Like, to, I mean, JT will tell us he hated that thing. Davey, you hated that thing. Tedesco said he hated that thing, and then he went one one at Lakewood. And I told him, I said, I thought you hated that thing. I said, he said the track was super smooth. Well, <laughs> it was also slow. <laughs> With the slower, you know, being in altitude, yeah. like being slow, like you can handle it. Okay. So, I mean, I don't know. Did I, did I race? I don't think I raced Tanktown. I don't. Know. Or I mean, uh, I like Colorado in 09. Oh, yeah, I don't know. I, I hardly any outdoors. Um, um, so, did, did, can we reach a consensus on whether this bike was good or not, or we just can't? Davey, you still think it sucks, and Andrew. I mean, I personally think that that bike was probably one of the worst bikes ever created by a manufacturer. <laughs> the only thing that changed between the 09 and the 12 is stiffer forks, front fork springs, right, and a different knuckle, like our linkage. 
that's the only thing that was different. And like Chad Reed went out and bought those bikes. Like he raced them and loved them. And yeah, it wasn't great at the beginning of 09, but as it got going and made some modifications, it was a really good bike. So just your mindset. <laughs> Davey, my, my, my favorite memories of Davey, like during those times is, uh-huh. The jackhammer. That's all he'd come back. <laughs> he would just say, it's a jackhammer. That's all he would ever say. And, like, walk off. Like, they're like, what can we do? It's a jackhammer. I mean. And, like, he would do this hand motion. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah but <laughs> 2010, the bike got better. I'll give you that one. Um, it was the same bike. I know, but different. but the, the fact that we had all the testing and people started listening and, and – Actually, uh, Dan told me that. Sorry to interrupt you. Dan told me Jeremy getting all the data on Jeremy at the end of 09. Yeah. At the end of 09 yeah. was an eye opener. They learned a bunch of things. They just didn't have the yeah. data stuff. To I start. mean, it was it wasn't like the suspension. You know, d- you know, with Shane, Shane was wanting his way, and that's you know, it was the way he was back then, and not he. No, I mean, I'm I'm always going to say this, but they loved Shorty. And because Shorty was always, oh my God, it's so good, it's so good, and I would work with him. So for me, if I'm saying no, it's bad. Well, well, Shorty likes it, yeah, you know. And I'm like, it's not me. Like he's a different rider. Like he rides the bike differently, yeah. you know. And you're yeah, taller, I, you're heavier. Yeah. But it was always, you know, the 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 best thing was when we went to you know Southwick one year early, and it had downpoured, and the track was terrible, the bike was terrible, and even Shorty's like, man, this track's not that great. And I'm like, yeah, I'll tell him. And I did, and I'm like, dude, this place is horrible. And then, like, Shorty, what do you think? Oh, it's amazing. I'm like, mother. <laughs> was this a test? This, this, was a, this was a test day. A test at Southwick. Southwick okay, okay. like the week, the week before. <laughs> to this day, I, he probably doesn't remember that that day, but in no, my head. It, no, it, it, like, stuck in my head, like, yeah, that, yeah. that fucker just did that. <laughs> and Shorty. <laughs> but I always like Shorty, you know, I've, I've – right. You know, you I've, like known, Shorty, I've right. known I've known him for so long, and and you know, I, and through the amateur days, obviously he's what are you? What are you now? Forty? I'm forty. Yeah. yeah. So like, obviously five years older than me. Yeah. But so like growing up, like he was always quite a bit above me on 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 yeah. bikes wise. But no, it just it was always kind of like like he said the oil and water. Yeah. But I never got to the point to where I I like hated him to the point to. There was no return. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was just yeah, always yeah. like, right. oh, fuck. No, he's a smiley face yeah, assassin. Like, like, yeah, yeah. You know, he, I mean, he goes an injured night, you know, taking you out, and then, you know. It, then he's like, oh, man, sorry yeah, about that. Yeah. But I don't think he ever took me out. Um, did, did you did nah, you ever assassinate a smiley face assassin? I don't think so. No, I don't think I could either. Yeah, I could never catch him. He, I don't know. We just never raced. We never battled a lot together. There had no. to have been some times with being teammates with Davey Shorty where you were like, like just he was untouchable, right? I think of a few supercrosses that come to mind, or, or uh, National Moto. Did you win a moto in uh, Hangtown or uh, Colorado? Hang- Colorado and Butts Creek. Yeah, there must have been times where like just you were like, well, no one's going to beat him today. Yeah, that's why I say I never really raced him, right? Like because he's hot or not, he's either like gone off the front. Always off the back. It was like one or the other. Where I was like, this is what I say. We're like oil and water. Like yeah. I'm like super square and vanilla and, and, you know, super consistent. Right. Where he's like the opposite, you know? Yeah. yeah there, <laughs> it's I mean, okay. You, you don't have to sugarcoat it. Yeah. Like I get it. I was lazy. I mean, I'm, I've admitted that. You so. have. But sometimes, yeah. dude, you were super fit and super fast. Whoa. So it just kind of depends, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. I don't know. It was like. We're different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. No. Um, I just, I always, then JT's is on Millsap's side on that 09 bike. He, 
Oh, I know. He it, said that's the worst clear. thing ever ever yeah, yeah. made. But I mean, yeah. yes, it got better. Obviously, right. it did. When they, when believe it or not, like they, you know, not just not with Shorty, they, they, they finally started listening to even even you know it and I. Yeah. And we got the bike to where it was was way better. Um, but it was just the fact that they were allowing us to set it up the way we wanted to, mm-hmm. and not how they wanted. When they switched all that, it might have been like he said, might have been stiffer forks or the yeah. knuckle. It doesn't matter. Whatever they changed, it started getting better. That's all I cared about. What's your favorite yeah. race bike ever, Davey? The Suzuki? Oh, What'd six you- Honda 250, hands down across the board. Yeah, oh. those were good. Yeah. <laughs> and not because I won on it, right. but that bike was that. Oh my God. There was. Shorty obviously rode it yeah, too, so yeah. yeah, it was it was the best bike I ever rode. Shorty, is that the year you went one one at Washugal, or you won Washugal and you won another? Yeah, yeah, you were gone. Yeah, yeah. yeah you were gone that couple of, couple of those races. <clears throat> um, yeah, that was a big deal for 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 you, Shorty, to do that. I think at a time, right? Like it was it was a huge deal for you to. I don't think anybody. Yeah, we were both strong on that bike. Yeah, I don't think anybody picked you as like a you know. A race-winning takeoff on a national guy, but you did it a few times. So people are like, "Oh shit!" You know, like I think that was an eye-opener for people. So he had the yeah. fitness. Yeah, yeah. Uh, All right. uh, Shorty, you're big buddies with uh, Ken. Obviously, you've talked about it before. Uh, how about this weekend, man? You just look. I think I counted him out. I, I got to put my hand up. I got to be honest. I think I counted the guy out. Uh, look at what he did at Indy, though. Yeah, it's unreal. And, like, Barsha, you could kind of see it coming on after Daytona. But Mm -hmm. Daytona wasn't, like, pretty for Kenny, you know? No, And so I was really surprised. But, uh, yeah, I'm a big fan. And just racing in general, it seems like all year it's been been really good. Amazing to have those top three. And then with them kind of struggling this week, it's, I don't know, just has some excitement in it. So it's really cool for racing over here and for Supercross. Seems like for so many years, especially when me and Davey were racing, it was really clear who was going to win, and kind of already knew before the gate dropped. But now, it's awesome. So, uh, what stoked for Kenny? What do you uh, are you surprised though at Kenny, or you know him well? Like, or did you did you kind of think ah he's got, he's got the ability to rip off a few or rip off a win, or did you kind of? I did it. Okay. Yeah, I did at the beginning of the series, but not not after the last few weeks. You know, um, he. I feel like I don't know. I, I know he has the talent and all those things but it just seems like the, his attitude or you just you can see it like almost in his eyes like i don't know if he was struggling or what was going on and i don't talk to him frequently enough mm-hmm. to know what he's feeling what he's going through but man he definitely had some internal motivation to stay strong like that for 20 minutes and and to win like that i mean i had to take some heart and some drive and with those conditions especially uh as you told us on the phone earlier, like you know, Barsha's behind him, <laughs> so he yeah. he knows what's gonna yeah what's gonna come in for him, right? So uh, it's kind of like maybe like when you see Andrew Short behind you back in the day. <laughs> well, I think those have those guys have some history, you know, and all the lookbacks, and yeah, a lot of ego, and there's more to it than that, you know. Yep, yep. And so you, have to be, I think for both of those guys, it was a big night and a lot to gain, and they knew it was at stake, and for it to finish like that was pretty cool. What do you make about Tomac? So, like, Davey and I were talking about it earlier. Like, he's usually excels on that kind of beat-up, rough track. His, his heat race wasn't good, but we all think his fitness, and he'll figure it yeah. out by the by the main. Gilly will make some changes. They'll come out and salvage a night. But, I mean, he got passed by Christian late and takes an eighth place. Uh, uh, what do you make? Yeah, my favorite – I 
uh, I, I follow, uh, I think it was Sabachi, he said on Twitter, well, we at least all know that Tomac's human. Yeah. And I think that rings true. You know, it's like, I don't think there's any reason, as you would say, to hit the panic button. But uh, he definitely needs to regroup, and he's definitely in this, and a lot can change, and maybe he'll just pull a tear off and keep going. But it surprised me because, like you said, typically in those conditions, he shines and yep. he uh, he can drop those guys. So who knows? I don't know what he's thinking as well, but as a racer, you're only as good as your last race. And if you let a little bit of that doubt in your mind um, sink in, it can turn into cancer. So it can go one way or the other. And I think for – Sexton, the same rings true, right? Like, he might not have a bad race, but he crashed. Mm-hmm. Or he might not have – he definitely has the speed, but that same mindset. You know, he definitely has to rebound and uh, set the tone again and regroup. So what do you – What I, I asked Davey this question. Like, if you're coaching Sexton or you're Lars or, you know, all the Honda guys that you know well, Shorty, like, I guess you don't do anything but be like, well, get him next week because the speed and the skill and the bike are all there. Just what do you say though? We'll just get him next week, I guess. Like, I mean, you can't read him the riot yeah. act. You can't freak out on him. No, right. Exactly what you just said. I think even how you said it with that tone is the wrong way. Like he's Chase Sexton. He needs to believe in himself. And all these people are saying, oh, he needs to be more mindful and manage the race better and all these things. No, that's not him. He needs to go fast like he always does and push all the way to the finish and maximize everything and and be who he is. Don't mm-hmm. be who somebody else is. And he has everything that it takes to win. And I think he's shown that. And the more he does it, the more it will become second nature. And he'll get the momentum and confidence, and it will just, it'll just come. But the more he thinks about it or tries mm-hmm. to manage it, I don't think that's the right way for Chase Sexton to race. So just I think keep, everybody's yeah. different. Yeah, yeah, just keep hammering down. Like, keep hammering yeah, down. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's – yeah. Yeah, just, just his, late, his late moto crashes. I don't know if it's due to him – maybe trying to manage where he's at on the track and trying to change the way he's riding so he's not, I would say, going so fast. Yeah, going for it. And then when he does that, he's actually losing focus and and falls versus just riding the way that he rode from the first, uh, the gate drop. Yeah, but I don't. I obviously I don't know. I don't look at the lap time, so I can't tell you that. Yeah, but I mean, they're good. They're good. (laughs) No shit. Um, No, but like when he crashes, like there's something that. Every single weekend, it's something. Yeah. So, whatever that is, is if he can get that, like I said, and earlier, if he can get that under control, right? I I have a hard time believing that someone's going to beat him. Yeah, I I think Shorty, if he gets one, two, yeah. we're all they're all in trouble. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. The biggest thing is don't fall into those traps, like what you're saying. Oh, uh, we need to change the bike because yep. we're doing this or. We need to be. We need to manage these races. Or yeah, no. Just, I think the biggest thing is for them to be mature enough to understand that that that's racing and these things are going to happen and just to you know adapt, keep pushing, and mm-hmm. good things will happen. I think the more you think about it, the brain's going to slow down. Right. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I, I he's when he stood up after he went over the bars mm-hmm. and he stood up. I don't know if they showed it on TV. I didn't watch the race back uh, yet. Um, he stood up and he just like looked upward. Like, he took a moment yeah. to be like, fuck my, I, I did it again. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, why Why do you think, Shorty, why do you think he's having those end of the moto crashes every weekend? I, I Honestly, I don't know. But I, I think we only he knows, and I think the best solution is, like what I said, is to be the best that he can be and just don't fall into those traps. And for me to analyze this or say he's doing this or that, I don't think that's the right way to to look at it. And, hey, this, this, is, this like is all for just said. talking. No, I, this I don't is all know. for bullshit. Basically what I'm saying is I don't know. Yeah. And 
Uh, for me, I'd just be guessing. Um, you know, we, we, we yeah. we're all are, yeah. yeah. What, we, what, we, what we said on the Pulp Show, though, too, is like, so think about, like, all the people he meets, the fans, yeah. the sponsors. Yeah, yeah, come by. yeah, They're all like, dude, you got it. Or just, dude, don't worry about the don't crash. crash. Don't crash. You're, you know, yeah. like, and you're just reminded of it all the time. And I imagine you two guys, you know, maybe, um, you know, James used the smiley face assassin, I think, for the first time on one of my podcasts, Shorty, about you. And and we were laughing, and it was a good joke. But then at some point, Shorty, people were like, yeah, I love the way you clean guys out. You're just like, oh, God, like, right? Like, I don't know. Or Davey with you, like, ah, if you could just figure it out, Davey, you'd kill them all. That, and was, you're like, that was every damn weekend. That's what I'm saying. So, like, you, you hear this all the time, and even though it's fans and people you don't put a lot of stock in, it's soaking in all the time. It soaks in more now yeah. for me. What? It soaks in more now for me. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, looking back yeah. on what I could have done if I actually would have – done what shorty did you know what i mean (laughs) but i was too young too dumb and hey shorty davy made a lot of money huh? god dude his career didn't he 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 loves talking about it he loves talking about it no (laughs) no no you're really saying you didn't make a lot of money (sighs) i didn't say that You just don't like Steve talking about it. No, no he does not like me talking I, about I, it. I mean, I don't care, but I mean, he's way off on the numbers. Okay. He said that I made like eighteen million from Honda. No, from um, every everything, like all your like in your in your in your career of like Honda career. That, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, for his Honda career of five years, or I guess you know what? Maybe that was your career in, overall. Maybe that was the number for your overall career: Suzuki, Honda, everything. Suzuki, Honda, Suzuki, Cowie, yeah. Yamaha, well, KTM, like all of it. Yeah, you mean? Yeah. Okay. All this, all the, all the teams. Well, That's <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. Okay. All right. Because it's not there. I'm sure it is. I mean, God, I can only imagine. It's, I mean, dude, he he does cow he does cattle's and shit, man. He's good to go. <laughs> oh, Shorty's but, good to go. Yeah, Shorty's good to go. <laughs> I need a job, baby. I'm going crazy. I, I, yeah. yeah. Well, we know you need a job just to keep yourself sane. Yeah. Yeah. That's why. That's what I'm doing. What I'm doing. Okay. I'm yeah. trying. I'm trying to help people not do what I did by actually making them train. <laughs> yeah. Good job. <laughs> yeah, Shorty. That's also. Like if someone had gone back in 09 and told you, hey, Millsaps is going to be a really good trainer one day for these guys. I would have laughed. <laughs> <laughs> hey, believe it or not, believe it or not, I actually got into training and I started to actually enjoy it. And, yeah. you know, I started loving the what mountain biking. What year was that? Like what, 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 around uh, what time? 12. 12, 12 to yeah. 13. Okay, yeah, yeah. But then I actually fully gave everything I had towards the end of 17 going into the 18 season mm-hmm. when I got hurt. Yep. But like that time frame when I got – that whole summer in 17, I was probably the fittest that I've ever been in my entire life. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, my God, like, yes, like, this is yeah. this is what it feels like. Yeah. And you like the Yamaha, right? Yeah, like, and I love yeah, the Yamaha. Yeah, yeah, I was were... better, stronger, and faster on it in those four weeks that I rode it than I ever was in 13. Yeah. And I don't know. I just I, – it felt so good to be in that good of shape and, and just like, – you feel like you can you're, – you're invincible. Yeah. So, so yeah, like, I, I get it now, you know, and it just was too late. Yep. So – but even like saying that, you had a fantastic career. I mean, like, re- regardless, you it, won five Supercrosses. We talked about you won a championship in the yeah. 250 class. I mean, yeah, you you won indoors and outdoors on every bike and every size. And <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like you had a fantastic career. But yeah, you know, yeah, we're talking about Shorty though. Oh, we are. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah. Oh, you want to talk about Shorty or no? No, no, okay. you, we're Shorty's right. on the phone. Yeah. Don't I, talk about yeah. me. <laughs>
I well, like hearing about it. Uh, well, Shorty, I mean, that leads me to my next question. Like, you want something to do? You want a job? On your, your, once you get healthy? Like, I know you said this before, Shorty, but if you can't ride because you're back or whatever and you can't do some off-road stuff and whatever you want to do, like, would you do something what Davey's doing? Um, I don't know about that. But uh, I'd definitely like to be involved with racing because that's what I'd love to do. Right. So I don't know, dude. So much stuff's happened to me so quickly. Mm-hmm. And I've been, it's been really fun to hang out with these amateur races. I love that. And even uh, uh, Canada's own, what is it, Ryder McNabb? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very impressive. Yeah. Well, so it's been fun to he watch. He won a championship last year. He's a pro, yeah. and he went to amateur racing. I, I'm not exactly a fan of this. I've so, been, so what about Jackson Bennett? He's the same kind of more or less, right? Well, Futures. Well, yeah, I don't care yeah. about futures. I care futures. What about what about what about Jet? What about Jet? Reynolds. Jet Reynolds. Oh yeah, I, yeah. That's not that wasn't good. I don't know what's going on with Jet Reynolds, but that wasn't good. Um, I think he's got a bad wrist, right? I don't know. Um, but no, I don't think McNabb was impressive, and that's awesome, and I'm I'm happy for him. But to me, the kids have been a pro for three years. Yep. And. Mm-hmm finished second last year and one or sec, second two years ago one last year like i don't know i know myrtle and everybody thinks going back and beating daxon bennett is great for his career but i mean he races against men doing 25 minute motos and won a national championship yes it's canada but i'm like okay so now we're going back to pros so i'm con- i'm conflicted about it i don't they're, know they're fast yeah. in canada i don't care what anyone says yeah i know the level isn't as good as when you were there it's because covid and race uh, teams and sport yeah, yeah. it has gone down but they are fast no they are on their own tracks are uh, fast. but i don't know i don't know why Ryder would go into an amateur race i just i don't know i mean i guess they're they're everyone on my group texts are telling me that the team managers in the u.s will will see the texas results and and be impressed by that and i'm like but he won a national championship in Canada against men, 25-minute motos. Yeah. That, that's impressive. But they're telling yeah, me not. So. I, I understand what you're saying, Steve, but also just like even from my side, like I've heard his name just from your podcast, but I've never visually seen him ride. Mm-hmm. And to see, to see his skills, how he races, his determination and all that, I think there is something there to okay. it. And I don't know. He's 17, so he's young. Or else like, he's young. So he's yeah. – that the point being made to me was like, well, he's just racing other seventeen-year-olds. You know, what I mean, he's yeah, he's th- the same yeah. age as the guys he's racing, so he's not a twenty-two-year-old going down to beat up on seventeen-year-olds. He's seventeen, and I'm like, yeah, but he's still a national champion. But anyways, yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's good to yeah. good to see it for sure for Canada. Uh, yeah, yeah. What about what about Hudson? Where where are we at with Hudson? How's he how's he riding? Like, what what is is there? Are we? His goal is to not get lapped. So that uh, kind of tells you his mindset. And did he? And, uh, or how did we do? No. Oh. Well, actually, one, he weeded himself and he got lapped. <laughs> and he only made one moto of okay. his three three classes. So okay. he was super stoked on that. So that, okay. that tells you. But last year, he got lapped during every moto. He'd never really been to a big amateur race. Yeah. And so the, he's, like, loving it. And to have two of these spring nationals during his spring break sure. uh, is, like, moto kid vacation heaven. Yeah. So, uh, and for me... You know, so I, mean, I love being at the races and to hang out and see him. So, so I have great memories of being a 12-year-old, hanging out with other kids, racing, right, and trying to live that dream. So for me to see him really enjoying it is cool. Kind of similar to Kiefer, I have similar feeling. Like I stood in line for registration for an hour today. We had to wait in line to get it. Like all these little things drive me nuts. But yeah. uh, at the same time, it's cool just to see the environment for these kids, having fun. 
riding pit bikes, wheelies, and everything else that goes with it is really cool. So for you two guys, I'll start with you, Davey. <laughs> uh, what? what? What are you laughing at? What was the was it was Minios or Loretta's? Which one was more fun? And if not those two, which amateur race was more fun? The most fun? God. Like, I, I, both of you grew up, Davey, you more so grew up with pressure on you at these races, but, but was there one that was more fun than the other? I mean, I always liked Loretta because I loved the, I loved the creek, creek and, and, yeah. and all that and jumping off when, you know, Pastrana Tree was there and then you had the cliff jump. Um, <clears throat> but Loretta, for me, everyone would go there and be like, oh my God, it's so hot, it's so hot, it's so hot. But it was just normal yeah. for me. Yeah. So I, I excelled there. My favorite amateur track period was Lake Whitney. Okay. Um, hands down, by far, the best one there was. Um, that was probably the most fun just because I enjoyed racing there so much. Okay. Um, so between that and Loretta. All right. And Shorty, what about for you? I agree. Whitney was awesome. But my favorite was Mammoth just because uh, yeah. there was a week long. <laughs> Davey didn't like it. <laughs> yeah, but I would melt when I go to Loretta's. Exactly what you said. It was right, so hot for right. me. And being a Colorado kid, when I go to Mammoth, we didn't even have to rejet our bike. Yeah. I got to ride a week's worth of practice with, like, my heroes that I saw in the magazines and on TV. Like, you know, he'd be on practice week when McGrath would be out there or whoever, you know, the yeah. pro circuit guys. And to me, that was really cool because I never got to see those guys ride, and then I'm on the same track with them. So I have good memories with that, especially with all the New Mexico kids, like the Johnsons, and just hanging out. And it, Those were my favorite races. Definitely not Loretta's. I felt the pressure. Yeah. It was a hot environment. It just was really foreign well, and a lot of pressure. See, I didn't like it. Both of you were putting – okay, so I, that's fine. You can answer however you want, and it's your, it's a free country. But you guys both put your answers on how you did at the races or how the racetrack was. No, I didn't. Where I was thinking, I said the Pastrana tree, I and guess, I said the okay, cliff. sure. But, yeah. But then For you me, mentioned – like riding with – Go yeah. ahead. Go ahead, Shorty. For me, it was just riding with the people I, I looked up to. Like, okay. For me, that yeah, was yeah. a big deal. Right. But I rode with Travis a lot, you know, and, and so <laughs> yeah. I, that's who back then. And I rode with uh, Carmichael every summer. So I, yeah. I got to ride with those people. Right, right. <laughs> okay. So Ma you didn't like Mammoth because of no. California and just what no, like I, I, altitude? I just didn't like Mammoth. I didn't like the dirt. I didn't like the track. I didn't like how it was. about the fishing and the bicycling? I don't fish. Okay, all right. And, <laughs> and back then I didn't cycle. Okay. So, so, right. so no. Um, you know, like the... I think my second my second time second time or no third time at mammoth was on a big bike my last time there okay and this guy comes up to me my mom was there and he's talking to me davy davy like i see you riding like come follow me i'll show you some good lines around this track like the best lines i'm like okay cool like yeah. whatever he's on a suzuki you know i'll follow him and i follow him i'm going through it and and no disrespect at all but i'm like man like like these lines aren't fast yeah you know like they're not the lines that I ever choose, and and I won. Right. I you know I won the next day. Yep. <clears throat> Come back later to find out it's Rick Johnson. Because <laughs> <laughs> he was the Suzuki helper yeah, back then. Yeah, and also he was really fast at Mammoth. Yes, he, he, he won was Mammoth really, a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah, but for me that those, those weren't my <laughs> lines, you know. And I'm like, I'm like, dude, they're like, no. You're <laughs> so, like, who's this guy? <laughs> yeah, I had no idea who he was, right, right, right. you know. And and after obviously I found out yeah. that it was him, like right. I knew who it was, and and I'm like, I never disrespected him enough no, to no. tell him yeah, that. Yeah. I didn't like his lines, <laughs> but but that to me was my favorite Mammoth story. Yeah. Um, I think that's about all I like for Mammoth. Yeah. And that, <laughs> that's it. That's because that's the only thing that was fun for yeah. me there. Yeah. Uh, 
But no, like the fun, most fun atmosphere. I don't know, man. Even even World Mini back in the day was fun. Yeah. Like just the atmosphere. Right. I don't know. Just because it was Vegas, it was different. Big it was, Dave and yeah. Tony yelling yeah. at each other. Big Dave, my dad and Tony yelling, <laughs> going you yeah. know in the cop cars and stuff. And <laughs> good times. Yeah. Amateur, amateur <laughs> motocross catch the fever. I think the worst was Mosier Valley. I think I didn't. I didn't like that place at all what was whitney like i i saw photos of it but i never went there and i never even badass. saw videos of it like it was, what was yeah badass is about as best as you can explain it just okay yeah it was Great up and downhill had this yep. big mass yeah yeah big massive hills yeah and the dirt was amazing and it got rough and and they had but cool it's in jumps texas, right yeah how's that big hills in texas but that that hill was huge okay yeah i don't know yeah, just, huge. Yeah. they didn't even let they what what was it 60s they went they didn't go up it right shorty no, yeah, they just went up the step up and turned yeah, left. Turned left, down. yeah. So they won't let them go. And they up the had hill. big berms. Yeah. yeah, the big berms by the start were yeah. epic. Yes, yeah. See, like now we can get along. We're not, you know, oil and water. So <laughs> <laughs> it's good to see. Yeah. Uh, so shorty might not be long. You know, get back healthy, get riding again, and you and Hudson just hit the trail and go a day in the dirt. You can go with FMIP yep. and go do burnouts with with FMIP. Exactly. That yeah. sounds like the life. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we do have a question from Sean on three. Sean, you have a question for mechanics? Maybe uh, maybe Davey and, and Shorty can tell us a funny one, too. But what, what's your question? Um, so when uh, when Sexton was behind Roxon in the beginning of the race, mm -hmm. it looked like Roxon's uh, mechanic put his pit board out. Um, or, or I'm sorry, Sexton's. Uh, mechanic put his pit board out plenty in time for Roxon to see it. And okay. I was wondering if mechanics ever talk smack to another rider uh, with their pit board. Maybe Sexton's mechanic putting something out saying, mm -hmm. hey, Roxon can't hold this pace. No, um, that's happened. Putting it out a little early. Yeah, that's happened. I don't know. If, um, so I did that one time. Kelly Smith's mechanic and jo <laughs> Jolie. Why are you laughing? Kelly Smith, dude, you're going old school. Uh, Kelly Smith's mechanic in Joliet, Illinois, Ryan Clark. He couldn't get by Ryan Clark forever. So he was going faster than him for yeah, sure. Yeah. I put on the board in front of Clark, Park Clark, <laughs> and right in front of him. And then Ryan just rode away from him. And afterwards, Clark's like, hey, man, that really motivated me. Like, I was fucking pissed that you put that. I mean, the only I was thing, like, oh, great work, Mathis. Great work. The only thing yeah. I can see Sexton's mechanic doing that for is putting a faster time of Sexton's in front of Roxon yeah. just yeah. to get him thinking, oh, wow, he's going faster than me. Yep. yep. But as far as talking smack, no. No, no. I don't think that would. Shorty, do you have anything from uh, from Nate? By the way, uh, uh, Dino Block Nate on Instagram. We've learned that today. Um, Shorty, did you realize this? No, no idea. Yeah. Yeah, Dino blocked him. Uh, yep. Um, Shorty, do you have anything, any stories of your mechanics or anybody? Nah, no, yeah. no pit board. Yeah. Uh, Delorier broke a pit board over Alessi. Carlos broke one on Tyson <laughs> Hatzel's face. On purpose? Uh, no. Oh, okay. But it yeah. split his nose open, had to get stitches and stuff. Really? Uh -huh. Yeah. And I'm like, he's a Florida boy too. Wait, did Delorier, was Delorier working for Mike and he did it to another rider or did Delorier hit Alessi with his pit board? I think Delorier was working for somebody else. Because he did work for Mike. Paul? Yeah. Yeah, he did. KTM days. <sighs> Maybe I got my stories backwards. Maybe somebody smashed a pit board on Mike. I mean, there's probably a lot of those. <laughs> just I, I just going to say it's probably right, a lot. Right. Um, all right. Thanks, Sean. Thanks for the call, man. Thanks. Thank you. Shorty, we almost had the 800 calling in tonight, but he couldn't make it. Oh, I was trying to, <laughs> I was trying to reunite the dream team. Nope. 
That would have been instant classic right there. <laughs> they, they talked to Daytona. They, they talked to yeah, Daytona. He, he yeah, he came up and, and stood next to me at Daytona, and then like he literally made his way around just to come see me. And yeah. then asked me if I was there. Yeah. Like, hey, Dave, is that you? I'm like, yeah, what's up, Mike? <laughs> and then, no, then he asked me, are you racing? I said, fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, man, we could have brought back amateur days. I'm like, yeah, yeah no. Yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> no. You, you've you ridden once since you're three. Three times? Maybe the last time you were here, it was one time. Three times I've ridden in five and a half years. Yeah. 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 And not not because I don't like to ride. <laughs> Shorty. Um <laughs> Yeah, believe it or not, the, the last <laughs> the last couple times that I rode, um, the vertigo was so bad yeah. that I couldn't even do a double. And for me, I love jumping, so it was really was no yeah. fun. Yeah. Um, mm. So I'm like, it's not really worth me driving because the closest track that I have to me is an hour and a half. So bicycling's okay yeah. though, and and, and no, we- like G outs, I couldn't even get on. We went, we took my daughter for a walk uh, a couple weeks ago. Yep. I couldn't even get on a normal swing. Oh really? When I went to go swing back and yep. forth. I literally had it was so bad. I was yep. it was like oh, yep. giving me vomit. I'm like, this sucks. I don't know if it's just because I'm so out of shape or whatever it is. My neck's out of whack. I don't care, but my vertigo was so bad. But the first yeah. time I rode after I hit my head, I actually had fun. Oh, okay. Because it had been three and a half years. Yep, yep. You know, so it was and no, fun. And no vertigo on that. Nuh-uh. No, yeah. But then the second, yeah. third, second, and third time I had bad. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I, it's not really. What? What's your bike of choice? Uh, I don't have a bike now. Um, yeah, but if you're, you're gonna ride, what are you gonna ride? Honestly, it's either gonna be. Yeah, Keep your comments. Either the Honda or the KTM. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So the Honda, just because, like, he, I sit on, on Dean's bike, and, you know, when he takes his stupid seat off and puts the normal seat on, I'm like, man, like, this bike feels good. Yeah. But then, the, yeah. the KTM, I loved the KTM outdoors. It was such a good outdoor bike. Um, yeah. So that. But I had the Gas Gas and I had the Husky. Wasn't too fond of them. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I know they're the same bike, but there's just something different feeling about them. Um, but the Honda and the KTM, the Yamaha front fender would drive me nuts. So <laughs> the new one's better though. I don't know. The new fender is like so small. You don't, once it's you like ride a, it, it's like an yeah, 80. I know, but when you're riding it, you don't even notice. No, it. I know that, yeah. but just the cosmetics of it, looking at it. Ugh. Well, let me tell you, Shorty really disappointed me. I, I'm, I'm really good friends with Shorty. I think the world of him, but he switched from blue crew and it just, it just hurts. It hurts Shorty. Dude, my brother-in-law is like R and D KTM. I can't like do that to family. So. <laughs> But, right? I mean, if I'm I don't gonna know. buy a bike. I gotta like help out. Like, fan. do you think? Do you think they're gonna fire Mo because you don't you don't ride a KTM? I mean, but what am I gonna talk about at Christmas or Thanksgiving? You know, <laughs> like, hey, my Honda feels so good when I sit I, down on it. I or, mean, like, I mean, can, I'm, I'd be surprised if you know you guys talk at Christmas. Whatever. It'd be Come very qu- be very quiet Christmas. <laughs> Come on, Shorty. <laughs> Uh, and your short brought to you by the folks at Weisco, by the way. Uh, also, the 8 o'clock hour brought to you by the folks at, at Cherby's. At Cherby's USA on social media. Chain blocks, slider kits, frame guards, discards, and more. Hand guards. Uh, Monster Energy Kawasaki and Barsha at Gas Gas and Cooper Webb. And many others along the way. At Cherby's has fine-tuned their products to offer the highest level of performance and protection in the industry. At a Cherby's USA, they got something cool coming out uh, this year for a race later on. So just stay tuned for that. Um, okay, before I let you go, I wanted to talk to JT about this, but we ran out of time. So let's talk to Andrew Short about it. Uh, Cooper Webb. Yep. Uh, his contract's up. He's having a great year. He did a one-year deal for KTM. And he's look, he's won two races, and he's going to win some more, and he looks great. We think Sexton's going there uh, to KTM next year. I th- don't know if they want to keep both guys. Uh, Honda's got an opening. 
Um, Kawasaki has an opening potentially, uh, and we all think he'll end up back at Bobby Reagan's. He's going. Spot. He'll go blue. What would you do though? Would you? What would? Would I go back to the to the bite that I hated? Yeah. Uh, no. Okay. But <laughs> I mean, it's a completely different bike. It is. And he sees that it's winning. He sees that it's doing good now. I mean, and it's closer to his home, you know, and, yeah. and maybe he can get more development. Maybe he can do more stuff with it. And maybe they're more open to seeing that he left their bike and then won instantly mm-hmm. to where now if he comes back, maybe they'll actually listen. Because um, when Tomac started, they were going to listen to Tomac. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, when, when Cooper was there, it was Factory Yamaha. Yeah. Know, they weren't and, star yet. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah they're, now they've... Turned over a new leaf. No, so I'm saying. Yeah. So maybe, maybe, maybe the whole thing will be quite a bit different. To where, yeah, maybe yep. he feels more comfortable going back. Right. Um, I don't see him going red. Um, but yep. what else is there? Uh, yeah. I don't see. I definitely don't see him going green. I see Jason staying green. Yeah, I would think so. Shorty, what what would you do if you were advising Coop, or what do you think he's going to do? I, I agree completely with Davey, and I think you have to put your ego aside and put yourself in the best environment with the right people and that will give you the success and the money will follow not maybe necessarily chase the money at this point in his career right yeah i'm just interested because i i've been talking to people close to him and uh they agree with me that there's no way ktm thought he'd be this good they would have signed him longer if they thought he was going to be back right yeah uh but they gave him a one-year deal it was supercross only now it's going to be motocross too uh so there's no ktm might have been like oh shit you know like he's back. Yeah, but if they sign him to a two-year deal, then maybe he's not as motivated, and okay. the results aren't the same. Sure. That's my personal opinion. Yeah, yeah, no, that's absolutely. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, obviously he's past champion, and you can't take that away from him. But I also, yeah. I also know from hearing from the grapevine, obviously that you know he doesn't like the atmosphere that he's in. Yeah. And I'm not saying that it's. I heard that from anyone at KTM. I just, yeah, yeah. I just heard that from you know people that. It's not around. like it's not like you would know somebody who worked closely with K, with, yeah. with with Cooper Webb at all. No, not at all. There's nobody. Um, there's nobody and, there and, that you would have any <laughs> any relationship and, with. And no, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> and no, I did not hear it from him. Okay, promise you. All right. Um, I, it was just more so like yeah, he yeah. he struggles with the environment. Yeah, he struggles I, I with. Think you're right. If he yeah. does bad, that they don't speak to him and stuff like that. Like, but that's just how they always are. And they're, they're they're a little cultish. Yeah, they really are. So I think he to end his career to be around you know the end of his career. He yeah. wants to be maybe around people that like want him there. They, they you know yeah. they're pumped that he's there. Yep. You know what whether he does you know what he's doing now or, or even just top three or top five. Like they're just pumped that yeah. you know he's going to end the career with whatever you know with them. Yep. Uh, so. I think though, like if you're his agent, he probably can make more money staying at KTM. No. Right then, because I mean, because I think Bobby has to pay the 450 guys. I don't think Yamaha. Pay, I, I don't. Pay, Yamaha pays the bonuses. I'm not sure if they pay this out. Monster pays a lot to yeah, Yamaha. Yeah, Yamaha. But does. I don't. But I don't think he'd make more at KTM just okay. because if if 23s go on there, then, right. then no. Yep. Um. But again, Yamaha is gonna if they lose Tomac if right. he's gone. I mean, that opens up a whole lot. Yeah. So what do you think, Shorty? I think Tomac is the biggest factor. Exactly what you yeah. just said. Yeah. He really stops that. I mean, that's a big difference in I mean, funds and resources and everything else and the we, attitude at the team. Do yep. we think he stops? He does, right? Or yeah. does he keep going? Dude, after uh, talking to his dad and sitting there telling me that, I, dude, he doesn't know what he's going to do when he retires. He's, he wants to keep racing. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean. I was surprised to see him commit to motocross and SMX races, you know? Uh, 
I mean, he's doing good. I mean, Shorty, you kind of have to admit, like, you're doing good. You're on top of the world. Yeah. Like, why would you stop? Even though he's 30, was yeah. he 31? He's 30 now, I think. Thir- yeah. Thir- whatever it is. Yeah. Like, I mean, he's still he's still young enough to keep going. Like, the whole sport's getting older now. Yeah. You know? Dude, it, we got babies on the podium now. Everyone's got a baby on the podium. <laughs> like, what the hell happened to McGrath and Fro and Factory Phil going to a strip club after the after the main event? That doesn't happen anymore. I mean, I mean, you could also yeah. go – I mean, Fro went to jail, too, whichever <laughs> way you want to look at it. Um, <laughs> But also the atmosphere that, you know, when you see, you know, Tomac left Kawasaki and had so much success yep. at Yamaha, mm-hmm. there's value in that, you know, for even Cooper to see that. Yeah. I think that might steer people away from the other environment and it shows up what Star's doing and the people and their attitude. I think there's there's something to that. Do you think uh, Davey has much, you know, connection over at KTM at all? <laughs> Shorty, do you think he knows anybody? I don't know. <laughs> Just like basically the guy who raised him. <laughs> yeah, like. exactly yeah, that right. guy. That guy. Uh, by the way, Andrew Short brought to you by the folks at uh, Wisco Piston. Yeah, I think like JT said on our maybe, yeah, whatever happens with Tomac first is going to be the, like you guys said yep. too, that's yeah. going to be number one. And then yep. the, the the resources will will, will drift off because Ferrandis is up and Barsha's up. Anderson is up. Cooper is up. Um, Plessinger is up. Blah, blah, blah. Down the line. But the only guys that have deals are Craig. I think Mookie got re-signed, and I think AC's got another year. Yeah, so, I'd, like I said, those. Yeah, I think it all is going to come down to where if Tomac stays or not. Yeah, that's going to be the first one, and then Cooper. Actually, sorry, then Chase, and then and then Cooper. So I mean, if Cooper, sorry, if Chase goes to if he goes orange, I don't see Cooper staying. Yeah, and if but if but. I think you know he would be better off going to Yamaha to be with Tomac than he would be staying yeah. with Chase. You have to figure out one of the pitch to Chase to get him to sign is like you're going to be our guy, you're our number one guy. Yeah. Everything's going to revolve around you. You're our rider. None of these guys. We all now, you know, the era is over of Yamaha when we had Reed, Villaman, and Ferry mm-hmm. there. Now it's an A guy and a clear B guy. Yep. And you wouldn't have that with 23 and two, you know. No, you're not going to have that with three and two. No, you're not. But I feel like it would be different, like you said. Yeah, because of Bobby. But, but they're both yeah. going to be on their way out, though. Yeah. So do you want you know two veterans? I don't know. Yeah. But they both can win, I guess. Yeah. I don't know, man. I'm I'm just thinking out yeah, loud here. Uh, we are too. Yeah. Fans like that kind of stuff. <laughs> um. All right, Shorty. Anything else? Nope. Thanks for having me on. I was surprised uh, when you said Davey's coming in, and we'd like to have you on the phone. I was. Yeah. yeah. Come on, dude. Look, if him in the 800, <laughs> if him Come in the on. 800 can, you know. Yeah. Uh, no, there's no that no, there's no rekindling much. <laughs> if a but. shirtless 800 and Davey <laughs> can sit in the bleachers at Daytona and and and, and talk, then surely. And, and we and we bullshit, believe it or not, and and we bullshit about Tony. Yeah. And I was like, "Man, you're just seeing this." <laughs> you know, like but I mean, dude, they they both come up and talk to me. Oh, they'll shake my hand. But yeah. no, I mean, for yeah, yeah. for Shorty, I've always gotten along with him. I just, you yeah. know, his, yeah. you his guys are charisma different, like about you said. being, oh, my God, it's so good. Like, that was like, <laughs> stop it. But that was the only thing. Like, when I see him now, I see him at the works races sometimes. I see him at the pro race. Like, yeah. like I'll come up and talk to him. Like, right. yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, dude, yeah. He's, been, he's been a friend of mine for, God, I don't even, obviously, for a long time. But yeah. I yep. have nothing negative to say about him other than his... 
He's per- perpetual yeah. joy, <laughs> perpetual positivity. Just, just yeah. way yeah. too, just way too much smiles. <laughs> Stop so. being so positive, Shorty. <laughs> yep. This bike sucks. Hey, would have got a lot better if you said it sucked. Dude, you're on factory Honda, bro. It's like riding for the New York Yankees. It's like the best team ever. Just be happy and ride your dirt bike. You collect your check. Nope. And go do whatever. <laughs> as good as it gets, bro. This, I can see where this is going. Yeah, this is exactly. Yeah, see, but that—that's what he was like. Right. You know, right. and I'm like, no, dude. Like, yeah. I'm here to—I'm here to do good. You know, not train, yeah, but I'm I want to do good. Do good but bro, it's not all. Yeah, I don't know. I'm here yes. to do good, not train, but I want to do good. That was also the quote of the night. Yeah, that was. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad that someone heard it. Right. Um, all right. You, all right, you guys, guys. Have a good night. You too, man. Yep. Thank you, Shorty. Bed See you, buddy. Guys. Thank you. Bye. And that's Andrew Short, everybody. Uh, brought to you by the folks at Wisco Piston. Uh, <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah. No. That was a good one. I like Shorty. Shorty's great. He's uh, he's fantastic. Um, we got uh, we got Tate on four. Question for Davey. Tate, what's up? You got a question for Davey Millsaps? Yeah, I do. Uh, been really cool hearing you be on the show, Davey. Thanks. Thank you. And, uh cool from here from you but i've got a question so <clears throat> as far as talent goes you were one of the most talented guys to ever come through uh, supercross and motocross right so whenever you came through and you started racing against a guy like stewart like did it just blow your wig back sometimes at the things that he would do like did you like a guy at your level of course us mortals are just like, wow, how did he do that? Do you guys ever look at him and be like, how in the world did he pull some of this stuff off? So, I mean, honestly, I, I grew up with James. He lives, you know, he's from Haines City. I'm from, you know, St. Cloud, Florida. So we we're only 30 minutes away from each other. So my dad and his dad were really good friends growing up. So I rode with him, him being, I think, three or four years older than me. Um, I had a race against him when I was young on a Super Mini. He was on Super Mini. Like, I always watched him ride. I raced with him a few times here and there. But it wasn't more so, oh, my God, how did he do it? It was more so, oh, my God, why would he do that? You know? <laughs> um, just, just, I mean, dude, like, I love James. I love the family. Like, Big James and I talk all the time. It's, it was, yeah, he obviously had raw speed, like, no tomorrow. Um, but some of the jumps that he just felt like needed to get done just really didn't need to get done. Um, and that was more so, I think, the way that everyone thought in the industry was more so why would he do that not how um because we could all go out we after he would do it like most of the time we'd all go out and have to do it and we could do it it wasn't it wasn't like it was oh my god it was so hard but it was just like why do we, why like for for what reason <laughs> um to answer your question i would say it was more so that route i got one more question if that's okay yeah, yeah. okay here we go the late great coy gibbs yep give us a in the truck after a race, Millsaps versus Coy, just beat down, and I'll leave it at that. Let's go. <laughs> well, as far as the beat down goes, I mean, he would just come in and slam his shit on the ground and start yelling at me, and I would just tell him that his the bike sucked or the Pirelli tires the Pirelli, sucked. Oh my god! And I brought them to the team. Did you? Oh, yeah, I, I did. Yeah, and yeah, and, and yeah. because in tacky dirt, they're just they're just as good. Yeah. And then with but the hard hard pack. They're really good too, but when it got really rutted, mm-hmm. I couldn't ride them. But <clears throat> he would just flip out, and I would complain about Johnny, the suspension guy, because he wouldn't listen to me. It was all about the data, uh, the data on the dyno, the suspension, and and we would start bickering back and forth, and and like he started, he literally no lie, but that's when he started breaking everything. <laughs> um, 
But again, when they started listening, I gave them second in points. So I think that proved my point that I was always right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, thanks, man. Thanks for the call. All right. Thanks. Thank you. Uh, the good stuff. Um, t- James is on too. James, you got a, a, a Cooper Webb question? Yeah, yeah. This is for both of you guys. Uh, just picking your brains. I know, I mean, just from what I see, I'm on the web wagon all the way, so I never doubt him, but mm-hmm. he's he's never really that great outdoors. Kind of, one, how many years do you think he has left in him? And then, two, do you think it would make more sense for him to go into, like, a Supercross only, like, World Supercross offseason type deal? You know what's unbelievable about Cooper Webb is he's a national champion in the 250 class, mm-hmm. and you don't luck into that. That's bad. That's a badass thing to do. And he has one 450 national win in his career. Yeah. And you just, like, I'm not saying he needs to be a national champion in a 450 class. It's a different deal. But you would think a national champion in the 250 class and having a great success in Supercross, super, super he would have five national wins to his credit? You know, six? He's got one. Yeah. So you're right. He's better <laughs> indoors than out. Um, I Do think, you think it's a money type thing, too? No. Does he focus more on Supercross? No, do I, I don't. Think, I, I, he, I think... <sighs> For me, he, he's a grinder. Um, I, I don't think it matters whether it's money or not. He wants to win. Um, he has that fight in him. So I just think there's something to do with the 450 outdoors for him. It might be a little bit more of a struggle. Um, and Supercross, he's able, the way he rides, the way he turns the bike down, the way he sets his bike up, and how he can maneuver things. And uh, and he has the fitness to, and basically, the dog in him, when he sees someone right in front of him, he's not going to let him go. You know, and outdoors, yeah, yeah. it's it's grueling and it's brutal. But I just the raw speed maybe might yeah. not be there on a 450 as it was 250 because he was dominant on the 250 and outdoors. Yeah, yeah, he was yeah. great. He wanted to go to World Supercross this past year. Yeah. I think he had a deal struck, and KTM was like, "Nah, you're not yeah. going." So I would think if he, whatever team, if he doesn't stay at KTM, he'll go World Supercross. I would, I could see that, um, depending on where he goes. But yeah. I think any team he'd go to, he'd make it in his contract to do world stuff. So I think you're right there. I think he does want to do world supercross. All right. Cool. Yeah, Thanks for the thank call. You guys. Yeah, no problem. Thanks, yep. man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, David Millsaps here on the uh, Pulp Mech Show. I also want to give a shout-out to the folks at EVS Sports. Didn't you use EVS? Oh, for a long time. Yeah, you were EVS yep. guy in their ads and stuff, right? Yep. Uh, EVS Sports, over the last 30 years, EVS has established themselves as the leaders in innovation and technology when it comes to designing protective gear for today's motocross riders. Riders like Chiz... Still grinding out there. God. She is. I just saw. I just saw. You know him, uh, his mom and dad at, at Daytona. I haven't seen. Yeah. I haven't seen Gary in a oh, long time. Oh, Gary's at all yeah, the yeah, races, yeah. dude. Gary Bear. Well, I know there. Gary, yeah. but I haven't seen his mom in right. forever. Yeah, I haven't seen his mom for a while yeah. either. Gary Bear is, dude. <laughs> like he's got. Like Gary Bear was obviously his mechanic in a lot of these years, these past few years. But he's got a guy now at Hep, and he had a guy uh, at JGR yeah. when he filled in. Doesn't matter, dude. Gary Bear is there. Gary doesn't know what to do with himself. I guess not. Yeah, I don't know. No. Isn't Gary like they're they're pretty well off, right? He's got a good business and everything. I would say so. Yeah, what's he doing all the races, Gary? Because he can. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I mean, growing up, he was always the one with the you know American Eagle or the American Dream, whatever it was, and had the big ass trailer and the forty seven bikes. Okay. You know, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and always that way. And, but, and look, Donna. It's Donna, right? His mom, Donna. Yeah, I think that's her name. Yeah. She's pretty good looking, right? <laughs> Gary, stay home with Donna. Take her on a cruise. Don't go hey, to goddamn races. Race. I know, but that's race. Daytona. But 
Gare Bear is at goddamn Indianapolis this weekend. Gare, stay home. Hey, I mean, it's <laughs> it's their life. Maybe that's my rant, my race tech rant. Gary, you got a hot you got a hot wife. And Gary has to be almost he has to be sixty something. Yeah, for sure, right? Yeah. He's he's awesome. He's I mean, a, he's a rad dude. My mom's mom, sixty, my dad's sixty nine almost. So yeah, okay. my yeah. my mom will be sixty this year. Yeah. So yeah, I mean he has to be up there. Yeah, yeah. Gary. Take Donna on a cruise. Yeah. She's not mad at me now. If she's not mad at me before, she's going to be mad at me at a center age. <laughs> uh, so thanks to the folks at EVS Sports. Uh, by the way, also check out uh, evsports.com. Use the code PULP30 to save on anything from knee pads to shoulder braces. evs-sports.com. PULP30 is the code to save. Get yourself some EVS products. Be like Chisholm and, and Millsaps. Why don't you? <laughs> um, all right. Let's go to Steve on four. Steve, you got a question for Davey Millsaps? Yeah, it's actually a two-part question for like both you guys. I was listening to the Hayden Deegan interview last week, which was really good, by the way. He mentioned he likes the uh, open raceway, super motocross-style tracks. Is that for Steve? This is for you. Is like, is that like a new school thing the industry sees? And then for Davey on the Hayden Deegan thing, like, what does he see as the correlation between following skill and being that kind of next generational talent? He was kind of one of them. You know, what does he see with, like, Deegan? And, like, where was there, like, the the shift from old-school generational guys coming through, like, Davey's era and before and Hayden's now? Well, I think – well, Davey, you can answer, but I have a theory, too. But you had the first part. Okay, my first thought on the hybrid tracks, they don't work. Uh, look, the Monster Cup was supposed to be hybrid all those years. It yeah. ended up being born as shit. Um, you you don't you take the whoops out. You make some motocross sections. It just doesn't work. I'll wait and reserve judgment on these SMX races. They're supposed to be hybrid tracks. Yeah. We'll we'll see. But in my opinion, they don't really work that well. They don't provide great racing. Um, so I'll yeah I'll just I'll wait and see. But I haven't seen a nice hybrid quote unquote track that's really done much for me. So I mean, what hybrid track has he really raced besides Daytona? Yeah. Yeah, is I don't that know. Like, right. like the new school? Is that like the like the new school that these like up and coming cans are talking about? I mean, like, well, they grew up in industry. Or? They grew up racing the Supercross stuff for the futures when they had the Super Minis and everything. They took everything out of it as far as the whoops and oh, all everything out. Yeah, the the amateur days and stuff. Yeah, yeah. and then yeah. they had the futures, and you know they can actually race motocross and then go back to Loretta, right? And then race motocross again. So I mean, maybe maybe it's just what he kind of. I, I think he Brian had a, Brian had a supercross track when he was six, oh. right? So like the kids just yeah Hayden had a supercross track his yeah. whole life, right? You right. know he did the flips in the foam pit and stuff too. Yeah. So he had he had almost every mixture. When was the first time you rode a supercross track, right? Like you were probably pretty uh, old. I don't even, well, the supercross tracks back in the day were way different than they are now. I rode one on an eighty at at Ocala. Oh, you did? Yeah, yeah. At Hard Rock, and but I did, I rode around. I did the triple. That was it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. as far as as far as what was the question that you asked me? Um, it's like kind of the correlation of like there's Hayden Deegan. He's got this huge following. Yeah. He's got great skill too. He's like generational talent. But guys before you, you know, TP, Stu, you know, before social media yourself, like you're this next up and comer coming through. Like, you know, what's the big biggest difference between somebody like back then and to what Hayden's doing now? Social media. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> obviously, obviously it's social media, but I mean, people can like kind of choose like the extent of their mindset that they want to share through that medium. So like, what is it about when they go to the races that a rider like kind of feels, you know, a little more like kind of compelled to 
you know, to be confident and kind of like share that, you know, through social media. Like, what is it about? Like, what is it? What's the difference on the racetrack that kind of? I think it's makes bikes, to be want to do that. I don't necessarily think it's, you know, anything else other than that. You have a really good bike. You you get to ride your bike. You get to ride supercross. You get to ride with all the fast guys. You know, he's riding with every pro, you know, on the Yamaha team back at home in Tallahassee at the goat farm. You know, he's riding at the futures. He's seeing where he's at. He's able to ride, you know, race motocross and stuff like that against all the fast guys that he's going to race against now. Um, I think for him, it's the confidence comes from being on the bike, being on a program, um, the mindset of knowing that you're doing everything it takes that has won before. Now he's doing it. Um, so for me, it's, it's social media it's and all that put together. Also, if you uh, could like pass down like a, a piece of wisdom to like some of these these up and coming amateurs who kind of lean on social media to kind of gain success. Like, what would you know? Since you've experienced it before, that what's a piece of wisdom that you would like pass down to them? Um, honestly, do the work. You know, it, it, you got you got to do the work. <laughs> you got to do the work. Don't let hey suffer now to live like a king. Letter is the best thing you can think of. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Cool. Thanks, Thanks, man. Thanks for the call. Yeah. Thank you. And if you want to uh, blame anybody for the amateurs and the things that are going on today, blame Davey Millsaps and Colleen and Big Dave and everybody else starting the Millsaps training facility, bringing these racers in, and uh, starting really like a. I mean, Woodrow was there and doing some stuff, but it was totally different kind of from what you and your mom started. That was started, Georgia's you know? practice facility. Right. Exactly. And no. You guys started the. Hey, we're going to do lessons. We're going to work on the gym. We're going to do motos. Like, you know, then come here, give us your money. Ernesto and all these dudes. And, and Ernesto was the go for him. Oh, was he? Yeah. He, uh, he, he No, Ricky is the one that changed everything. He brought in the whole training. He brought in that atmosphere. He brought in literally just grind. Yeah, I know that part, but yeah. the facilities. Oh, uh, facility. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, that was, yeah, that was right. us. But that was because... In Georgia, when I was there, um, I hated riding alone, obviously. Yeah. So I would bring everyone in, and my mom would teach everyone. You know, she would. We would do the sections. We would do stars. We'd do wheelies and and nose wheelies and and all sorts of motos and sprints and and then we would get on a bicycle and she'd set the cruise control at you know seventeen, eighteen miles an hour for back in those days that was fast. Yeah. yeah. You know, and and she wouldn't move. So we <laughs> literally we had to beat her. So that whole thing started to where. One of one of our good friends back in the day came, and his and his dad came and popped an idea. Yeah, my mom's and he's like, "You need to do this," and that's where it blo- that's where it bloomed. Yeah, yeah, it's so. crazy how what's started now because they're everywhere. Yeah, and uh, they're very profitable for these people. Like they make a lot of money, and it is a riding facility yep. motocross world. These guys race four times a year. And ride at facilities the rest of the time, and it's so different yep. from you know your day and and uh, even before you. So um, yeah, you're to, you're to blame. You are. <laughs> my dad had nothing to do with it. it oh, your dad, you're, no. you're, you're, they were dad. My mom and dad they, were, they were already split. They, yeah, okay. they already yeah, split. Yeah. Um, um, so yeah, uh, hey, I wanted to talk to you about Marty. I mentioned that earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing? Why not? So Marty's your guy. Yes. He, he, I mean, you have known Martin Davalos twenty years. Uh, yeah. And you knew him when he probably barely spoke English. He didn't speak and, any. Okay. And uh, obviously he had a great career in the sport. Yeah. Won a lot of races. And, and like, he's now working for the firepower team uh, yeah. as a, the, the manager or crew chief or whatever. Team manager. Team manager. And I, all I do, whether it was Brayton or Dino or whoever rides there, he works his so hard and he's dynoing and he's building the motors. 
Like, this is so rare for a guy of his level to do this. Like, he is working and grinding and figuring things out and on the dyno with the 250 class. I mean, in a way, like, are you proud of him? Are you, or do you shake your head in amazement at what Marty's turned into? I mean, I mean, Marty's always been that way, though. You know, behind the scenes, Marty was always was he? Okay. the grinder. Okay. You know, he, he never cut corners. He never wanted to cheat, like, as far as from a workout or anything like that. If I went for a run and, and I would run just past where my mom can't see me, like, he'd keep going. Okay. You know, like, okay. I, I would stop there and yeah, wait. Yeah, yeah. And then right. come back when time was up. <laughs> like he would, he would do the whole run. Yeah. And same with the bike rides. Like I'd run, I'd bike ride down into the lake just to look like I was sweating. Like he'd actually do the bike ride. Um, <laughs> so I didn't know this about Marty. Okay. So no. He, so he's he was always that grinder. He and he has such bad OCD um, that he actually. I mean. I'm, I think he had to take medication for how bad it was. Yeah. Um, so he has to be doing something. He so he, be... he has to be doing, but something's out of place. Like yeah. so, for him, like running a team, it's a lot. It's stressful for him. Like you can see that it's stressful for him mm-hmm. because he puts his whole heart into it because that's all he knows. You know, he comes from Ecuador. You yeah. know, it's a, it's he has obviously a very 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 nice family. He grew up in a nice home, but still, it's still not. It's still yeah. like a third world country. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and I went there, and it was, it was a beautiful place. But like he comes here and, and he's able to do everything that he's done to where like now his racing career is over. Now this is his career. So this is, uh, he almost needs this yes. to, to, to be, to be focused, sane, to be yes. sane, to all yes. of that. Yeah. And he, and he does, he does a great job. Yeah. He, and, and like I said, he puts his whole heart dude, into it. They're like, dude, Marty's building the motors. I'm like, what? Like yeah. the first time I heard this, well, like I mean, he's not he, modifying them, but he's building them. He's taking them apart. He's doing all that. He he's can, he can do it all. He yeah. has a, he has a, he has yeah. two engine guys with three yeah. engine guys yeah. on the yeah. team. So yeah. no, like, if he, if he needs help, he, he has it. Yeah. But, I mean, he legit, Yeah. he goes out and tests. He goes out and, um, you know, he does all the engines. Yeah. And he tries to do yeah. suspension. He tries to do everything. <laughs> and, and it's and it's awesome to see. It's awesome to go from what he was doing to this. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, gives him something to do. I, I, I think it's really cool. Yeah. Uh, he, he's another guy who didn't really like me much, you know, you and him. Well, you, you talk guys. a lot of shit. Well, he didn't – he was really fast. He should have won a lot of races. Well, we, we should have, could have, would have. You know, and that, that's could've. where I came from where I'm like, why isn't this guy winning? Like, he's awesome, you know, God. but uh, – He was so fast in heat races and practice. Oh, my God. <laughs> it, was, it, it was silly. Dude. Uh, yeah. But I think it's a really cool story for him to, to be this working this hard. And, and, and he and, loves being an underdog. Yeah. You know, and this is an underdog team. Yeah. So, yeah. if like, when he came out with Anstey – you know, and and did what they you know yeah. what, what they've done. It, it's you gave Ansi his first ever podium, you know, yeah. and, and it's yeah. like wow. Yeah. But then you have, you know, Dean the 450. You know, he comes from a team that factory team that does whatever needs to get done, and, and yeah. come from a, now a privateer team. Dean understands like no, like sometimes you don't get what you want. Yeah. Like, you need to ride it. Yeah. And so that's a little tough for Dean. Yeah. Um, it has but to he, be. but yeah. he's understanding yeah. it. Yeah, Yuriv has a budget yeah. and has you know yeah. limited resources and all of that, right? Yeah. But uh, I just think you and you, you and Marty go, yeah, like I guess like you said, so far back. Uh, yeah, um, I think so. Twenty twenty one yeah. years, yeah. I think. So you you know, there's your friend of yours, and yeah. riders of his level yeah. don't normally do what he's doing now. They you know they take a job and they do something, but. From what I hear, he's a yeah, he's a grinder. So yeah, he, yeah. all yeah. day, every day. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he'll call me right. literally. Well, he'll see if I post a story that I'm driving to Dean's and it's five o'clock or four yeah. o'clock in the morning. Yeah, yeah, it's six thirty there because yeah, yeah. it's only two hour difference. Well, when the time change. Yeah, because um, it happens 
Arizona doesn't change time. I know. You guys are lucky. <laughs> he, w- yeah. he would call me and instantly. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, <laughs> go to bed. Like, he's like, no, I'm just, what are you doing this week? Like, what's the plan? Like, how's it going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and like, yeah. you know, stop changing shit. I'm like, I'm not changing it. Dean's changing it. Um, but so no, he's awesome. We uh, we do a privateer race yep. uh, every year, and we did it last year. We got $140,000 that we gave out to 22 wow. privateers. Uh, we let Chiz in, and we shouldn't have. He won, but yeah. I let him in. Uh, last year and this year we're going to do the same thing Seven, we take points from all the LCQs mm-hmm. and we had a championship all year long from 5th on back yep. so everybody out of, the, out of the main event collect points we have a championship and the top 17 from the points get into the race on Friday mm-hmm. before Denver and I have 5 wild cards and Brayton was telling me that I should pick Marty as a wild card and Marty was all about it now he's not in prime racing shape anymore He's been off the bike a couple years. But I've decided to not let Marty in because you know why? Because I asked like four or five industry people, and they're like, dude, Marty could come off the couch and win and smoke all these privateers. He's that good. But does Dean count as a privateer? No, you only get points in the LCQ. So Dean makes mains. So he doesn't. He doesn't. Okay. So it's only from the LCQs. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So, so, so it's all those guys, like, you know, like uh, uh, Chase Marquez leading it. Al- how a- many? How many laps? We're doing ten minutes. That might be a push for, for Marty. <laughs> okay, but or will he push the front end? No, honestly, <laughs> like I think he would come off the couch, even being a little bit overweight. Yeah, and and uh, do pretty uh, well. Yeah. What's his? What's his? Uh, his favorite drink is some like the micheladas, whatever they're called. Oh, I don't know. What that is. Me- some <laughs> <Okay>. Mexican drink. <laughs> um, he could have two of those and still probably go okay. out and beat yeah. the guys. Yeah. So, but still, I mean, the industry people I was talking to was like, "Dude, you can't let him in the race." Like Brayton was all about it, and, and why not? I mean, it'd be it'd be an amazing story. Uh, yeah, but I don't want these guys to be pissed off that I put a former you know Supercross winner into this race. So I don't want you know the ultimate is to help the privateers and give them money, right? But you can do it just for fun. I he could. doesn't. He doesn't need the money. No, but he would want to get paid. No. Oh, you wouldn't do it? No, he, he might even just <laughs> right, do it for fun. I'll tell him. I'll vol- I said, Millsaps volunteered you to race for free. <laughs> 100%. 100%. It'd be a good way to get him, you know, just motivated motivated, and get into shape. Right. Uh, so that's what I was thinking. Of. By the way, the tickets are available on my website right now. It's $30. All the money goes to privateers. Uh, Yamaha has donated a bike to give away. So the first prize is at 450 and we have 19 other prizes uh, that we do with a raffle. Um, so please check that out on pulpamex.com and uh, uh, all the money goes to the privateers and maybe it goes to Marty, but probably not. No, don't pay Marty. Just have him race it. <laughs> Just have him race Honestly, it. Honestly, I, I think hey, he would. Hey, bud, I, bud. <laughs> <laughs> I think he would. I, I truly do. Okay, I'll, I'll but, ask him. But yeah, Marty, he's a he's definitely a different different fella. Uh, by the way, speaking of uh, Marty and speaking of Davey Millsaps and speaking of amateur racing, Mesquite is now going to be the host of the World Mini Grand Prix. The guys at Verb Moto in a world where they're officially back in my day, people, and there are 4,000 amateur championships, comes yet another one. Why? Because back in our day, this one slapped. No cap. I don't know what that means, Marks. Nobody knows what it means, but it's provocative. This one slapped. No cap. Get yeah, the people the, going. The whole cap thing, I don't understand. No cap. Okay, so you the, understand the, this, too? No, yeah. the no yeah. cap. Yeah. Like, Dean always says, I'm like, what does that mean? Facts, no printer. I get the facts. <laughs> I mean, that's a fact, but I don't know the the, the your capping. I don't. Yeah, I'm not. No, sure oh, yeah, I, I got a cap, cap on. Either. I do have so. a cap on, but uh, okay. 
April 9th, April 6th and 9th at Mesquite MX. Verboto.com to pre-register. you got to pre-register at Verboto.com. They're using a format that is only used in MXGP. That's right, an MXGP format in the United States. Check it out. Verboto.com. Thanks to those guys. Uh, World Mini is back. Mesquite, good track. Mesquite's a good track, too. Since Gary took it over, yeah, it's gotten yep. really good. Yep. Uh, yeah, I stopped I, w- I stopped going there when the yeah. old owners were there. I hated the track prep, yeah. and it sucked. And then Gary's done a great yep. job. Uh, so please check it out if you can. Ride Desk Engineering, one-piece bar mounts are stronger than stock and help keep the bars from twisting in a crash. They are also available for minis. YZ85 riders can want their bar mount at the stock height and up to 28 millimeters lower to fit smaller kids, as well as YZ65 riders. Pulp Fan 20 is the code to save with ride-engineering.com. Thank you to those guys. So Race Tech ran of the night. Speaking of MXGP, I don't know how close you follow that series at all. Not at all. Okay, so they. this is my Race Tech ran of the night. Pulp uh, 12, 23 is the code to save with Race Tech. Get your motor work done. Get suspension work done. You probably never used Race Tech. I think. Now, RG3 and then... Well, yeah. Amateur? Yeah. Uh, first was Performance Engineering, and then it went to Pro oh, Circuit. you went to PE. PE was my first one. PE. Win Curran. And Bear, Bear Dog? Bear Dog. Bear Dog. Piss on piss. <laughs> that was What's, the only thing uh, he said to me. <laughs> He's like, what's what's the quote of the day? Piss on piss. I'm like, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> okay, but that's the only thing I remember. So one day, one day, uh, ninety eight. I was I was wins ring bear. You were? Uh huh. Oh, I didn't know this. So OG bro. When Tishner came back and rode yeah. for PE, yeah, like ninety seven, yeah. ninety eight. Yeah. Bear dog was his mechanic. Yeah. So I, we're sitting at Steel City. <laughs> My buddy Jason Fernet's a privateer rider, and we're just sitting there, and we're just end of the day. Box fans closed up. Closed up. His. He's got a Ford van, and then Tishner's got a PE Vox van. And we're sitting there maybe 30 feet away, and Bear Dog backs up the PE Vox van, goes <laughs> into the bumper of my buddy's Ford van, crumples the bumper in, leans out the window and goes, Ah, oh, shit, sorry, buddy. <laughs> we're like, Bear Dog. <laughs> really, Bear Dog? Yeah. But that was Barry. Right. I mean, that was Barry. Bear dog. Just right into my buddy's bumper. Sorry, buddy. Drove off. I didn't I didn't even know you knew PE. Oh, come on. Dude, I was PE. If you go back and look at my, my yeah. Cobra photos from 90s. Did you have it on the neck, don't it? 90s. I'm, I didn't wear one back then, but I on my on the yeah, Cobra yeah. with me yeah, yeah. fender kissing at Muddy Creek, okay. there's a PE, PE sticker. PE oh, sticker yeah. on, no, my, on my I know I went to PE back in the day. Yeah, um, him, Woody. I just know Wynn and Bear Dog. Oh, okay. So, anyways, back up to uh, back at the race deck rant. So, MXGP. Yep. This yep. is this is nuts. So, MXGP guys, uh, this is the the promoters Ustream in front. They're like, hey, we're gonna add, we're gonna have twenty two races. We're gonna go to these third world countries where there's twenty riders on the gate, and you got to travel all across the world, and we're not gonna give you any purse money, and some riders got to buy rides. And you're not making any money. We are going to add a third race for you guys on the weekends. So Saturday's qualifying race, which used to just kind of count for gate pick and mm-hmm. not much else, and nobody gave a shit, now counts for points. So they, because they want the riders to show up and race hard for the fans that buy tickets on Saturdays. And who's that profiting? The promoters. Mm-hmm. Who's it not profiting? The racers who are getting have to ride another fucking moto, like for free. And they give you points. Yeah. So they give you 10 points for the win. It goes 10, 9, 8, you know, all the way down. So Prado is your points leader without winning the GP. Prado won the Saturday race, third overall or something in the GP, and now he's your points leader. 
My race tech rant is like, this is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. You're not paying the guy shit. You ask him to do another race, and then you make it 10 points for the winner. For And, and, then, and then you have the winner. The points leader isn't even the point. 10 points is a lot. Like that could, that could make a huge swing in the championship. So you could have a guy race 44 motos on Sundays and be the champion of 44 motos, but lose the title because some dude's better on the Saturday qualifying race. It's ridiculous. I can't believe these teams and riders once again get bent over by, by in front. Like another whole race. Why another- did they just say no? I don't know. I think they can't. I don't know. I don't know why they say, yes, we're going to go to – to Indonesia. Why don't the teams say no? I don't know. Not the riders, but the uh, teams. Yeah, That's ridiculous. I, That's more money out of their pocket. I know. It's more money. It's more yeah. risk. It's more time. It's, I mean, they had qualifying races before, but yeah. nobody really put 100% effort into them because they're like, I don't want to get hurt and let's just get my game pick. Yeah, it's qualifying, right? Yeah. And it's just amazing that they they do this. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. So that's my race tech round of the night. I cannot believe that MXGP um, does this, and yeah. these guys accept this, and it's cool. And now we have a points leader that didn't win a fucking race. Congratulations, you didn't win the race. You're the bread, bread plate holder. It's it's insane. So, I mean, I'm with you on that one, dude. Yeah, thank you very much. That's my race tech round of the night. Uh, we do have uh, a Motocross Andy on YouTube gave us five bucks, and he says that his rant is that people say the Monster Energy Supercross brought to you by Monster Energy, proud sponsor of Monster Energy Supercross. And he's right. This, they say this on TV all the time. Daniel Blair says this. You forgot about Monster Energy Supercross 6, the game, brought to you by Monster Energy. It's – I didn't notice this at the first few rounds because I was just like, whatever, I'm just watching TV and I don't even care. Yeah. Like, and then someone said, no, they – Marks, you said it, I think. I think someone pointed out to me. Yeah, Same and I'm thing. just like – and now I can't get it out of my head. Every yeah. time I see it, Monster Energy Supercross brought to you by Monster Energy, proud sponsor of Monster Energy Supercross. It's ridiculous. Like what? Well, uh, they're paying a lot of money. I guess, but do you want people just <laughs> hating your company? You know, like I like mean, this having you know, so haters gonna hate, man. I guess uh, Corey's on too. What's up, Corey? What's up, Steve? My favorite Canadian. I got a question for you, man. You know how uh, stick and ball sports? Everybody has, uh, you know, you know what the rider. I mean, you know what the player is getting paid. You know what his signing bonus is. What he's guaranteed. I was wondering if you could kind of break that down for me. Like, what's I, I would guess Eli Tomac is our highest paid. I don't need a for sure number, not holding nothing to you, but what, what's Eli Tomac make a year? What's Justin Barsha make a year? And I, like they well, say, we, they say like, we don't know because the 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 stick and ball sports have unions, and the unions want to put up the salary so that you can know, like if Millsaps knew what. Andrew Short was making back in the day or whatever, and he was beating Andrew Short, you'd be like, well, I get deserve that much or more. It's it's right. it's beneficial to the athletes to have the, the salaries publicized so that you can get paid what you're worth compared to what you're beating your competition, right? But in our team, gotcha. there's no it's unions. There's, no, there's no unions in our sport. There's no push to put the salaries private, so the team sure as hell ain't going to do it. Uh, you know, gotcha. so, so you don't really know. But, I mean, roundabout, Tomac is probably – he took a pay cut to go to Yamaha. He's probably a, a million in salary and another million from A stars. Two and right. a half, three million all in, I would say, without and, bonuses. Davey, you think? And, yeah. Something like that. And so Barsha. 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 Well, Barsha would, went from losing his gear deal, so he had to get a little bit more money because he's got to wear TLD. And 
I would say Barsha's probably a million. Hmm. No? Last pushing it. Okay, all right. Yeah, Davey, a better idea than I would. But I mean, the highest paid one, right, one more. year to year would be one more for Ricky you. at 5.75 a year. Yeah, yeah. Ricky got paid. So get this, Corey. Ricky, right. when Ricky went to Suzuki, he just said, look, pay me my championship bonuses whether I win or not. Because it's a million dollars to win a title, right? No. So two million dollars for a Supercross and a Motocross title, and then you get another two million uh, base salary back in the day or whatever at Honda. And Ricky was like, "Okay, listen, if I'll go to Suzuki, but I don't want any bonuses. I just just pay me like I won everything." Yeah. And they said yes, and he did win everything. Yes. So he got <laughs> five point seven five million a year. Yeah. And bankrupt them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. They can't even afford a battery for electric start. Um, what's your other question? Yeah, what's your other question? Uh, Roxon moving to Suzuki. Yeah, is he still getting his raise? Is he still cashing his hundred thousand dollar check for his win? As yeah, he would Suzuki's, at yeah, Suzuki. Yeah, Suzuki. Suzuki's covering those bonuses. Yep. So he still gets a, and basically, so Tomac he wins his four fifty uh, main event, hundred thousand dollars for Tomac. Yeah, hundred thousand. No, hundred thousand from okay. Yamaha. Yep, to win a main event, and it's like okay. and, seven and ten k for a heat. What is it for a heat? What's it for a heat? Like uh, depends on per uh, per team. Sometimes okay. it was eight. Sometimes it was ten. Okay, yeah, eight to ten grand yeah. to win Max, a heat race. Max Anthony still cashing his full second place uh, podium check well, with two, firepower. Two fifties. Two fifties are less than four fifties. Way so, less. So uh, two fifty main event is twenty five k. Davey? What for from the team? Yeah, I mean, okay. I think it, it all depends. It okay. could be from twenty to to fifty. Okay, yeah. So like fifty for first, twenty for no. Second, it'd be like 15. twenty. It'd be like twenty, thirty, fifteen. Sorry, 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 but, uh, sorry. Uh, 50, 50, 30, 30, 30, 30, 15. 15 yeah. yeah. But even firepower, he's still getting his. Well, so you can you can insure it. So it all just depends. Yeah. yeah there's so in Anstey's case, non-factory team. You reeve, the team owner would buy a policy, an insurance yeah. policy for, say, $100,000 or something for Mac. They'd look at Mac's old results and look at it, do some calculations. No. What? I said, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and basically buy a policy that your reeve is only have to pay, you know, your reeve have to pay $50,000 and then get covered for all the bonuses. Yeah. And those bonuses could be big. Then, yeah. Yeah. And then we got our, our, our Husky boys. Like, I mean, look, Malcolm's top Husky, and then Craig. Craig's new on Husky. Did, did, is Craig getting second because he's second guy? Like, second guy money? Malcolm getting more than no, Craig? I, they get the same so amount? K, so KTM, Husky, and Gas Gas are all the same bonuses across the board. They don't waver on that. Um, so whatever bonuses, whatever bonuses that right. Malcolm gets, Craig. And gets. what about salaries for those two? Do you think? I like, mean, obviously Malcolm with the name is going to have a bigger salary. Yeah. Um, and Craig's going to have, you know, just one Supercross salary. So, I mean, but dude, I'd have to say I feel five. Like close, right? Like, yeah. Between between between, I would say anywhere between three fifty and seven hundred between both of them, like each one of them. Yeah, if I had to guess, that's Craig, higher than I would guess. Craig, but Davey knows more than I do about that. Well, I'm guessing on that one yeah. just because of. I would think Mookie would be like a 500 guy, and yeah. Craig would be a 300. That's what guy. I'm saying. Oh, okay. That's so like somewhere. Oh, in that. seven. You said for both. Got yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So like Craig with Craig two year deal. Uh, Fox is his uh, year. Yeah. What you think he's all together? Are you are you trying to are you going to take all these numbers and start being an agent? Corey, is that what you're trying to do? No, no way, I'm dude. Kidding. I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. I, I, Steve, Steve, I was telling my wife, I was like, dude, I wish I could 
give Steve like a, a hundred bucks just for like an hour of his conversation, so oh, I could, could pick his brain. And I said he's probably gonna think I'm some media guy, dude. I'm you I'm uh I'm Gonzalez, Louisiana, number one Kevin Windham fan, man. I'm just I just uh want to know for myself. Just a huge yeah, I know. fan of sports. I, I'm kidding. Know? I'm bugging you, but you, D- David, did you hear that? He would spend money to talk to me for an hour, Davy, and you're here. And you're not paying me anything. Hey, dude. Yeah. My, you didn't buy my, my room. Uh, <laughs> me and my me and my wife went to uh, Vegas for our honeymoon, and and dude, uh, I, I thought I was like, man, if I could get in touch with Steve, I'd pay him to come to dinner with us, babe, and uh, pick his brain. There's no yeah. chance I'm doing there's, that, Corey. There's nothing to pick. Oh, here we go. <laughs> dude, he's got the knowledge, man. I want I want the money knowledge. That's uh, what I, I want the money knowledge. Uh, he, okay, he that, thinks that people make a lot more money than. than uh, I would say Craig's Fox deal is 150. What do you think? 150. No way. Off? More? I'm going to say less. Less? Oh, okay. I, my opinion. Well, he's uh, head to toe. He's everything. Yes. I mean, I would say 100. Okay. 100. I think Fox gear is best looking gear out there, man. They got them looking right. I think Fly Racing gear is the best. Davey thinks O'Neill is. Are you yeah, still, are you still yeah, O'Neill man. guy? Like, I see the shirt, but are you still like. Frank still sending you stuff. Mark still sending you yeah. stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Dane. Dane's an O'Neill kid. Oh, yeah. he is. Oh, yeah, I didn't yeah. know that. Okay. So you're yeah. enjoying the ride, like the, uh, like A. Like Ray. <laughs> he enjoys the ride. Yeah. Yeah. I enjoy watching he the ride. Enjoy the ride. Thanks, Corey. Man, we got to run. Thank you. Thanks, guys. I right, appreciate it. Uh, Davy Millsaps here in uh, in studio. By the way, uh, Pulp Twenty is the code to save with Maxima USA and Pro Filter. I want to thank those two companies, oils and filters as well. Uh, MaximaUSAProFilter.com. Thank you to those guys for coming on board. Uh, we still have a little bit more to talk about. We got some voicemails. The Motorsport.com tweet at uh, Talent Segment Two Fifty Class. We haven't even touched on it, Davy. I want to get your thoughts on it. Uh, Hunter Lawrence is the best guy, and then after that, Jordan Thrasher, Anstey. Hayden, Jmart, Vial are almost the same to me. Like Thrasher's getting a little better, but what, where are you at on the 250 class? I mean, first off, everyone keeps sending me pictures of me on my phone. If you don't want me on my phone, stop texting me. <laughs> but I was going to say something, but yeah. I know it's very you're, you're close to walking out without the room yeah, because I'm, so. I'm not getting paid, right? Um, <laughs> You know, I don't, I don't, you think I make a lot of money. I don't have any money. I got to get paid. Uh, look at this email uh, says it's got my, everything else. So I think right. I personally like, yeah, I think Hunter's great. I yeah. don't, you know, his, his roll speed, his smoothness has been really good. I think Thrasher honestly is, is right there with him. Okay. I don't, I don't think Thrasher is below yeah. or above. I think he's literally, I mean, he might be trailing just a tad, but I think he's there. Mm-hmm. Um, and the more confidence he gets, the more he rides, the better he gets. Um, Hayden and Smith. Smith can obviously – he can go fast when he wants to go fast. And yeah. I, I think that it's great that he's putting it together finally. He seems to uh, be a little yeah. more consistent. So let him be consistent in that way to where he can start then gaining more speed than mm-hmm. what, you know, where he belongs. Yeah. Um, Hayden and, uh, and Anstey and all them, they're obviously podium – yeah, um, they're all really fast. I mean, Anstey's second right now. Yeah, I know. But yeah. same. So yeah. Anstey has the confidence, so he's yeah. doing it. Um, I think Hayden. The more he rides, the more he races, the more he's up there, the more confident he'll get uh, to be able to believe that he belongs there. Um, I think being a rookie, he's he's obviously been really good so far. So yeah, but I think I think honestly, Thrasher, I I love the way Thrasher rides. You do? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, our guy Kiefer thinks that Hunter is same level as Jet. Are you there? Like he's he's like ah, I think Hunter's as good as Jet. That's right. I uh, I do not think that, but you know. I mean, <clears throat> yeah. 
I mean, dude, I just was with both of them last week at, mm-hmm. at the house. And yeah. Was Jet on a 450? Jet was on a 450. Because Benny, yeah. Benny told me that it's unbelievable. <laughs> he said it's unbelievable. So, I mean, I'm not trying to get the hype going here, but Benny Bloss was like, you got to see this. I mean, truthfully, it's like watching Sexton ride. Yeah. But I think right now, like, he had only been on that 450 for what, maybe a few weeks or whatever it was. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think at, like, Last week, if you put him and Sexton on the track, Sexton would have been faster. Yeah. But he's been riding 450. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the but way Hunter, he is... But Hunter and Jet, what do you... Hunter and Jet, for me, Supercross or Motocross? Uh, I think I think Kiefer was talking Supercross. No, Jet. Yeah, okay. Jet. Only, I, I don't know what it is, but Hunter's really good, but Jet just has... Yeah, I'm with you. He, he has I, that raw speed. Yeah, Hunter's so. great, but Hunter's just a... Great rider, Jet's yeah. special, you know, to me. So yeah, I think Hunter can be there. All right, okay. Um, let's go to this gentleman on the phone here. He is—he's uh, a regular caller. <laughs> oh shit! That's David Bradshaw's bike. I just fucked up. Dark. What's up, Dark? Not much, man. I have a rant, Steve. Uh, how good has Millsaps been tonight on the show? That's, that's... Oh, he's been fantastic. Yeah. Davey's great. Uh, yeah, YouTube chat seems to be really uh, fond of him. It's okay. Oh, YouTube, very, YouTube yeah. people are okay with it? Okay. Yeah, yeah, they're digging him. Yeah, yeah. There, there's a, I haven't seen anything negative. Lots of positive. Okay. What's your rant? So it's about friends, Steve. You know, mm-hmm. recently one of my friends made a rant about needing friends and wanting to go do things with his friends. Mm-hmm. And then this past weekend, this friend made plans to go do things with the friends and didn't show up for his friends. That guy sounds like a Just dick. Failed. Yeah. <laughs> this guy is a dick. Yeah. I don't uh, know, man. Yeah, so I, I, looks, I don't have a great comeback. So, that, that'd be me. That'd be you? <laughs> well, no, I'm just kidding. Th- listen, so I'll just catch up to speed here. A couple weeks ago, I went on a rant. My wife downstairs has a very busy social life with her friends. Mm-hmm. Donkey, come up here. And she goes out with her friends all the time and leaves me at home. And then I go to the races on the weekend. She goes out with her friends. And I don't care. But I just don't have any friends. I, I tell her, you're my friend. Like, you're, I want to do something with you. And she's like, no. Get your own friends. You know, go. Skip Norfolk owns a bar in town here. He's like, go go drink with Skip or whatever. Or you know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't want to do that. So that's that's the rant. So then what Jamie's talking about here, Mr. Side. Have you heard of Dark Side? He's a leading yeah. journalist in yeah, the yeah, sport. Yeah. Leading. Um, I just I think I met him a few weekends ago. Did you? I saw him a few weeks ago. I won the okay. races. All right. Well, We've met a few times, but I think uh, at Arlington. Arlington, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. like the first time where Davey was really like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. uh, we changed his life. That's a story. <laughs> that's a day for another. That's a story for another day. So I was trying to get a pe- some people to go to this gentleman's establishment in Indy called the Red Garter. Are you, are you, do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> no. You don't know Red Garter? No. Okay, I bullshit. Anyways. Uh, Dead serious. Okay, so I had a big... Gang of people going, Garter Gang, we called ourselves, and uh-huh. we were all going to the Garter after the race. And uh-huh. that was Saturday night. I'll show you a big gang. Yeah. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it ended up like everyone dropped out. Like, Carnell said no, and, 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 and uh, I thought Grant Harlan said no. And it ended up, at some point, I had to go back to my room and put, put up my post-race interviews, no matter what. So I went back to the room, put the interviews up. Mr. Side and our buddy Roto were the only ones there. And I'm like, like, where'd everybody go? Like, it was a whole thing. I had a table reserved and everything. We were going, you know? Yeah. Getting lappies, the whole deal. <laughs> you know? And uh, and uh, and so I bailed. So, 
But honestly, Mr. Sod, I didn't know you had other people showing up either. You should have told me that. Well, I didn't know they were going to be there. Oh, okay. Uh, they just happened to be there. Uh, I had told them about it, and they were hanging out, you know, not in the VIP section that you had reserved. It was just me and Roto all by ourselves, which is really awkward. Yeah, yeah. I didn't want to uh, be with you yeah. two guys, three and of us dorks the, sitting there. Like, I didn't want to do that. Yeah, well, that's – I don't blame you because it was really worse with just two of us. <laughs> and <laughs> the the manager, Rich, kept saying, where's Steve guy? I said, he's coming. He's coming. We promised. You know, we had yeah. all the free, free champagne. Yeah, we had a free champagne. Girls. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Harlan did show up, so then there were three of us, and thank God, uh-huh. uh, you know, our our OnlyFans friend was out there with her group, and I was uh-huh. like, hey, you guys come up here so we don't look so fucking weird. Yeah. And I, I, they, listen, they had a party, I, but... I'm sorry to let you down. I almost sacrificed my... I sacrificed you two to not sit there like a dork with you, with you two guys there. You guys probably had more fun without them. Oh, boy. I, I don't know if that's the case, but it was a <laughs> dick fucking move. I don't think it was a dick move. It I mean, was, it might have been. It was if you set it up. It was shaky. It was a shaky move. <laughs> it's a poor choice of words. I mean, I'm more disappointed than Carnell because Carnell seems to be all about that life. Dude, Carnell, he's got OnlyFans as a sponsor. He's out all the time. He's showing us all these videos and everything else, and then he bails on on free lappies. What the fuck? You know, like yeah. Come on, Carnell. Very but, disappointed. I do know. I do know that had Pookie been there, Pookie would have been there. Yeah. Yeah, she would have gone. Had she been in Indy, come, she would have been Come to lab dances. So my I, wife is there. Yeah, she's down. Yeah. Uh, it, it, listen, I, I, yeah, I let you down. This, I don't have a great comeback. This is why she has more friends. I guess. I don't know. Maybe she's going out to get lap stances when I'm gone on weekends. Uh-huh. I don't know, but I yeah. I don't have a great comeback for you, Mr. Side. Like, I, no. I kind of flaked. I kind of flaked. but Oh, there's no kind of. You didn't even text and say, hey, man, I'm out. I was just like, like me and Red were like, I guess he's not fucking coming. F you, dude. Well, when Harlan – so we, we just talked about no slaps and caps, right? That's yeah. what we just yeah, said? Yeah, 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 no capping. So, um, so Harlan – hold on. Tell me what this means, uh, Davey. So I asked Harlan, Grant Harlan, privateer hero. Yeah. I'm like, are you coming out? He goes, I might slide. He says, I might slide. Slide in to the DMs? Or was he sliding slide into? By. Slide by. Slide by. Dude, I don't know what that means. I thought it meant he was out. Auto correct? Slide through. Auto correct? I don't know. Slide through. Slide through? Yeah. I might slide. I might slide through. I took that yeah, as yeah. he's out. No, he's in. So I don't know there are no caps. I don't yeah, know that. Yeah, so I might slide? Yeah. How about I might I might show up? How about I'm I just, might roll through? See you there. Cool. How about anything like <laughs> How about anything that makes fucking sense in English <laughs> to tell me that he's going? I'm too fucking old to know what I might slide means. Did we not invite A Ray at all? Because he just texted me like, "If only I'd known." How did A Ray not know? I don't know. Who let A Ray? Who didn't tell A Ray? It was all over Twitter. A Ray. <laughs> yeah, it was on Twitter. So I'm, I'm just, surprised he's not even calling in. I don't know. I thought. Are you guys on the outs? I mean, no, he's, he's he, troll training now. He's so. full troll train. Um, he's so still a friend. I said on Twitter, I didn't even attach the Red Garter on Twitter. I just said we're going to the Red Garter, like on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And I guess they have some sort of program that tells them when their name is out there. I don't know. So they yeah, hit me up. No, dude. Red Garter on Twitter hit me up. What's up? Let's go. And I'm like, yeah, we're in. And then they DM me, and then they put a, 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 a reserved a table for us. 
and everything was champagne, and, you and I had a bail. Rich, Rich is all about you coming next year. Let's do a show on Friday night. But yeah, he, I, he, he seems to think we were a lot bigger deal than we are. It was, <laughs> yeah, dude, <laughs> dude. I mean, if, if only y'all would have shown up. Well, I. Yeah. I was like, I don't want to be the three dorks sitting there by ourselves because everybody bailed. So I'm just going to let those two dorks sit there instead of me. <laughs> Basically. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely not. It was awkward. <laughs> well, being a dick. I, I don't, like I said, I don't, I don't have a great comeback, Mr. Side. I, yeah, I let you guys I down. I really did. You you damn sure did. I was very disappointed in you. Because I, I, you were texting me like, how how quick can you be there? I, I know. Too. And then I'm texting and... Carnell. I'm texting Harlan. Everyone, oh, no, no one's replying. And I'm just, everyone's saying they're out. Troy Dog. Troy Dog bailed on us. Troy bailed. Everyone bailed. Troy's yeah. wife was like, I'll go. That life yeah. has never been for me. What? That life has never been for me, so I don't know. You never went? Mm -hmm. You never? Come on. Mm-mm. Really? Dude, I haven't been to one in over 20 years. Uh, hasn't changed any, by the way. No, but, uh, I'm, sure, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it's not a lot of different. No. 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 So maybe, Mr. Side, you're starting to see why I don't have friends. Oh, yeah, I definitely do. Yeah. I definitely do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, this kind of goes back to the Kiefer Alta thing. You say you're going to do things that you don't do. Mm, that's easy on that one. The jury ruled in my favor. So. Hey, man, you beaten off? Um. All right. Well, well he stayed home, too. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, we didn't get back to the room till almost 3. Or I didn't get back to the room till like 3 a.m. It ended up being a good night either way. My flight left at – my flight boarded at 5.15 in the morning with the time change. Yeah. I was definitely thinking about that when I was back in my room. So, uh, by the way, thanks for the well, help with the live show. Thank you, everybody who came out to the live show yep. on Friday night. That was a lot of fun. A-Ray was a guest. Chiz, Filthy Phil. Uh, yeah, we had, we had almost 200 people there. So, uh, cool. Yeah, it was good times. Definitely a good time. Yep, no problem. Appreciate you. Get comping my – I guess you comping my ticket makes up maybe for yeah, see? not showing up. No, I I, but you had, to, you had to work, so I didn't really comp your ticket. You put the work. <laughs> so. It's not really work. Uh, all right, Mr. But, uh, Side. Thanks, man. All right. See you. Yep, see you. All right. All right, everybody. Uh, did, you get the, did you grab those voicemails? Yeah, we're good. All right, 702-586-7857. Give us a call anytime, and uh, here's some of the best of the best voicemails that we had. Yeah, I just wanted to make a comment on uh, you guys all moving into commentary positions, a um, few opinions. First of all, just want to say uh, I really think that Blair is a big improvement in the booth with Ricky. I mean, having a guy that actually knows Moto is uh, great, and him and Ricky's interaction is really good that guy is razor sharp too i just think he's got a real future there secondly really enjoy jt down on the floor i think his questions to the podium guys and other commentary that he does off the floor is real good from a racer's perspective enjoy his stuff a whole lot thought Weege did a super job this week um you know, just his raw enthusiasm for the sport shows, and I think that uh, that's a big plus. Uh, wanted to say that I really enjoy Pulp MX. I cannot believe that on Monday nights I take five hours to listen to this thing, stay up two hours past my normal bedtime here in Texas uh, to listen to you guys. It was just pure entertainment. I really do enjoy it. I think Jamie's doing a great job over at Vital. Um 
you know, you ask a lot of questions that nobody else asks, and they have real insight to them, and I think he brings a whole new layer over there. The only guy that I really don't like is the other guy on Vital that uh, has the British accent. I mean, that guy oh, is painful to Lewis. listen to. I mean, they Poor can Lewis. do better Poor than Lewis. that. Just squirrely. So, anyway, appreciate you guys. All right. Good night. Uh, we're gonna, I'm going to call an audible because Davey's got to go. I promised him. 9.30-ish. So, but we do want to get to the motorsport.com tweet at Talon segment because we do have questions for you. So let's get to that. Motorsport.com tweet <clears throat> at Talon segment. No, that's my mom. Oh my gosh, too loud there. It's the motorsport.com tweets at Talon segment. No. Motorsport.com, great guys. Uh, free shipping and everything, everything over 79 bucks. They got uh, dirt bike parts, street bike parts, side-by-sides. You know? What has Dane got for a bike now? What, what's, uh, what's he riding? Husky 85. Okay. They got Husky 85 parts at motorsport.com. Sure. Do you, are you doing the work on the bikes? Um, like, are you? Uh, oh, boy. Yes and no. Okay. My father-in-law. Okay. Um, he's in a wheelchair now, unfortunately. Okay. But like, I take the bike over to his house. Yeah. And he lives a mile and a half away. Okay. And he goes so through the entire bike. Do stuff? And, yeah, yeah. and then, but yeah, when I'm gone in California, yeah, yeah it's me or I'm Hoping Carlos isn't so busy at some say, point, so I can just Carlos take up? it to Carlos um, or Pedro. Yeah. So okay, uh, motorsport.com. Uh, please check them out. Great guys, fast shipping. Uh, our guy Talon. How's things at Motorsport, Talon? Good. Uh, we're doing a promo with RD Coffee this week. So if you spend fifty bucks, put a bag of RD Coffee in there and use the code RD Free, mm-hmm. you can get a free bag of coffee. Nice, fantastic. All right, these questions are submitted to at Pulpamex Show on Twitter. And uh, talent takes the best ones uh, for myself or Davey Millsaps. Uh, let's do it. From Dark. Dark. Who had the colder take? Weed saying there's no way they cancel Oakland Supercross. Or Denny saying Ken won't touch top five on a Suzuki. Denny Stevenson, I'm guessing? Yeah, I think so. Debo. Uh, I don't know Denny didn't say. Denny said top five? Come on, Denny. Ken yeah. Roxon. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with that one. Yeah, if he did, re- if he yeah. really said that, <clears throat> if he really said that, thinking that Kenny wouldn't get a top, top five, five on whatever bike he's on, <laughs> he could get a top five on a scooter. <laughs> he needs to go back and smoke something better. <laughs> All right. Uh, from Lax Defense Coach, should the MXGP field be concerned of Sewer's speed, or should Sewer's body be more concerned of the consequences of his speed? <laughs> yeah, Sewer was fast. He was good. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, Fernandez was fast, dude. I can't believe it. That 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 class is is up for grabs for sure. Like JT was saying. No idea. I don't watch him SGP. Right. Uh, from Dylan Kirchner, local pro here, wanting to ask Davey about his gear ratio setup. I currently run a thirteen fifty two on a twenty two KX four fifty. Just curious, what a top pro like you like to run when you were still racing? It all depended on. <clears throat> what bike supercross and motocross um you have, you have transmission too you have different yeah, transmission, you have d- different transmissions taller first well, taller second suzuki was stock transmission oh, it was? I, didn't, I didn't get anything from <laughs> factories um and that was a 1352 i believe yeah. uh, in supercross but did on the, you very much did you uh, change much or no were you if i did it was like a gear yeah. or, or a tooth yeah. but the ktm was always a 14 Oh, was it fourteen fifty three? Yeah, fifty three. Yeah, I think. for um, Supi, for, Super for Supercross. Yeah, yeah. But outdoors, I think I went down to uh, maybe a thirteen fifty. Okay. So it all just, but depends on it. if you're running out of gears, obviously change. Yeah. So. All right. I can't believe we didn't get any locker questions. 
I mean, I, I just I, can't I, believe it. I've answered it. it I know a hundred times. Anti-inflammatory. I don't know how many and, more times and, you want to hear and, it. And uh, I was uh, going to tell these people like stop it, and we'd really. I think we're finally over it. I don't think so. I okay. mean, we, we got I don't one. Think so. Oh, you did get one. We got one. Okay. But compared to normal, that's nothing. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was an anti-inflammatory. Not much more I can say. From Mr. Mr. Nick Knees, while Jamie was at the strip club, do you think he had eight hundred dollars available on a credit card? I hope so, but I doubt it. We already we already covered that, and I don't want to say too much because my listeners they came at me hard for that one. So I I, I know I don't want to say too much. Do you have eight hundred dollars of room on your credit card? Me? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So do I. But apparently, because you make a lot of money, I don't make much. But obviously, you can't pay for my room. From Mac McGuire, any idea idea what happened between Barsha and AC in the tunnel after practice? Uh, AC Barsha got mad at AC for being in the way for a fast lap and just started screaming at him. And I guess Adam said, "All right, let's go, motherfucker." And then Barsha was like, "Didn't want to go." But yeah, Uh, yeah, I don't think I don't think Barsha can. I don't think he can either. I mean, not not like that. He won't do it. I just don't think he can at the race I, yeah. I literally think that he'll lose his rides i think he'll lose everything i don't know i mean pike is challenging the fight guys have said let's bro at paris aranda wanted to just punch his knights out and he just took off he's just i mean i don't think he's got an interest in it so, <laughs> you know. i mean smart yeah yeah you're right over there yeah, right. Someone keeps calling. Him. They keep calling. Okay, I, but just put on a hold. Just hit the hold button. And then they hung up and yeah. called again. Stop calling. Yes. Okay. All right. Uh, from Doug Barber, eighty-eight. If you could change one thing about your career as a mechanic, what would it be and why? My my. my the one he mechanic for, for sure. What do you mean? What do you mean? Change that? Yeah. Why would I change that? Because you didn't like to me. Oh wow. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Let's ask Millsaps that. One thing you could change from your career. No, this was your question. I know, but let's flip it on you because it's way more interesting. <laughs> who cares about it? I was a parts changer. Like, who cares? So one thing that you would change. I mean, pretty much the advice that I give to the guys I work with now. Sure. Yeah, what it, you said earlier. Yeah, yeah. You know, not even that, but just I thought that I could just live off my talent, which obviously I did. Yeah. But I, if I would have put the work in. I'd have been more of a king now, should I say? Yeah. So I think that's a fair assessment. I really yeah. do. Uh, watching your whole career yeah. go down and talking to people close yeah. to you and, and we're, we're, yeah. So. But yeah, that's the one thing. Yeah. Care actually. <laughs> uh, for me, I don't. I I, uh, I shouldn't have told. I shouldn't have told KTM to fuck off at the end of '01 when Larry Brooks told me I had a job working for Rhino, on Bud Light Yamaha, and I hated KTM at the moment. For some good reasons and maybe some not good reasons, maybe more ego and a little bit of good reasons. And I kind of told him to fuck off because I had the job. And then Brooks, the whole thing fell apart. And Brooks was like, sorry. And then I went back to him and they were like, yeah, no. <laughs> no, we don't have a job for you anymore. But that led me to Moto Triple X and Nick Way, who had a career privateer best uh, seventh in the points. And he's a lifelong friend of my to this day. And I, his mom and dad are great. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that shitty situation Worked into Moto Triple X with Nick Way. He was a friend of this day. So, I don't know. But let that... Just be careful when you, like, tell your bosses to fuck off if you don't absolutely have something solid. <laughs> <laughs> just FYI. Oh, yeah, yeah. For sure on that one. Right. From This Is Justin MX. 
Davey at 07 Thunder Valley, you had one of your most dominant Moto 1s I've ever seen at that track. In Moto 2, you finished 8th for 4th overall. <laughs> he was 10, 10 years old at the time and was wondering if there are any cool backstories about one of the most memorable moments of my childhood. Mm. Do you remember that? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I passed James in that Moto. Um, That's right. I do yeah. remember that now. Yeah. I was really tired the second moto. <laughs> <laughs> go back to your last answer about living off your talent, right? Like, go back to that answer. Honestly, lining up yeah. the second moto, I'm like, God, it's going to be yeah. a long one. Um, <laughs> we, we just did a re-raceables with Bogle. Yeah. And he won Lakewood. And yeah. He said he was like, I got to do another moto. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was smoked. And that was pretty much every second moto for me. Yeah. You know, first moto, I was always good. It was yeah. fresh. Second moto, no. No, 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 no. But that one actually... The first moto, I let everything I had. I emptied the bag, yeah. emptied the tank. And second moto, I lined up, and I, I, I wasn't ready for it. Think about that, though. So you're basically smoked, yeah. and you got eighth. You just were just on muscle memory of riding, you I, got eighth. I started, I started. I think I started up in third or fourth, okay. and I, just, I think I just kind of worked my yeah, way backwards. Right, right. I literally couldn't hang on. My, my <laughs> arms were shot, and I was – riding around no lighty i was riding around just yeah. trying to finish i was going so far out or so far yeah, in to stay out of bumps, bumps. yeah <clears throat> and i still got a yeah yeah i mean so that to me yeah i wrote off talent yeah but i wrote off a tired talent that's right that was really 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 tired talent all right from joel watt how do you slice the blame pie for webb's poor season last year between the bike uh, training program and his own lack of effort we just talked about this on our live show and i was trying to ask uh, Phil about the percent pie of bike versus uh, Alden not being with Alden for his success this year or his success his non-success last year to his success this year and Phil did not understand what I was saying like he Phil was like what and I'm like a pie 100% and he's like what that's not that's not shocking to me for some reason he did not get it but Davey let me just put it to you simple I, I understand the pie theory what percent is more being back with Alden or figuring out this motorcycle motorcycle all right. 100%. Not 100%. Yeah, no, pie, no, no. Yes, yes. The bike is more than the training program. Yeah. Right. Yeah. From Ginge, Davey, you and MTF essentially started the movement of training facilities. Yes, they did. How do you see the evolution of transitioning amateurs to professionals developing in the next 10 years? <laughs> yeah, Davey. God. Um, let's see. <clears throat> I honestly think... All the facilities right now are fantastic for, you know, amateurs that want to get to that next level. Now, when they turn pro and stuff, I think they need to be around more pros and around more fast guys, um, more technique and more section working for sure. But everyone right now that is racing is forgetting about the basics of dirt bikes and the foundation you know whether it be you know turns and the weight of the outside peg and and the clutch is not really used all that much anymore but front brakes and wheelies you sound like villain right now he's got similar thoughts dean wilson can't wheelie a dirt bike no offense dean <laughs> yeah <laughs> he can't wheelie. neither can neither can juju julian yeah. cannot wheelie a dirt bike he's standing up yeah fast wheelie all day long yeah, yeah, yeah. but he can't That's slow wheelie right and I'm like, how do you not know how to wheelie? You know, I, I don't either. <laughs> I can't. I can't. But we ran, yeah. my, you know, little Brian and I. Uh, Johnson. Yeah. Yep. Ran Suzuki out of rear fenders from looping out so much, trying to learn how to wheelie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, watch TP. But like the wheelies and the figure eights and the turn tracks and and just where you are, you know, body position. But everyone's different. Like all the foundation, I think, 
is going to come back to these guys that are starting to do it again. Yeah. They do That's motos gonna, and they lose their they lose their foundation, yeah, right? Because yeah. you're just worried about going fast and yeah. laying down a heater and insta banger. Pretty, you're not. But you're you not. you don't get the basics. Yeah, you yeah. know. And I'm sorry, but yeah. the basics is Ricky did the basics, you know, yeah. and and yeah. and James like I know did the basics. I we went to Ricky's house in '99, me yeah. and Red Dog, and he did figure eights in '99. Yeah, and he's already national champion. Yeah, and we're like, huh? He's doing figure eights in the but sand. But you learn <laughs> waiting the outside peg. Keeping your leg up, throttle control, clutch, yeah. front brake, looking forward, you know, elbow yeah. up. If you, you know, whatever, looking right. as you come out of the corner, you're looking where you want to go. Yeah, yeah. You know, you learn it. Sometimes you like to put the butt crack on the edge of the seat. Sometimes you don't. It depends on how you like to sit. Right. Like you learn all of that just from a figure eight. Yeah. So it's like you can implement that anywhere on the dirt bike track and people are forgetting that you can learn yeah. so much from it. Yeah. Villeman's big on that too. Yeah. Like the same, same kind of stuff. He's like... He's like, put sections together. Don't worry about a fucking lap. Yeah. Do this section better. You know? Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, from Snowboard, Dog Lover 136. Why did HRC pull Hymas from the series? He needs the experience with the pros and waiting for outdoors isn't going to help him gain experience. So, well, Honda thinks differently. So, well, so <laughs> his pro contract doesn't start to outdoors. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he's doing this for experience and then he's focused on, he's focused on outdoors. Because um, that's when his pro contract actually starts. And he had a good supercar. Yeah. Dipped his toes in, top tens. Yeah. And yeah. believe it or not, like I watched Chance ride back in November, yep. and he did way better than I thought he was going to do from when I first saw from him. From November. Yeah. So I'm like, that was a huge improvement, and he and he loved it. You know, he wants it. He's driven. So yep. that was cool to see. But hands down, like their main focus is getting him for outdoors. All right. Uh, another one from Snowboard from Tilly. Davey, after helping out so many different racers and seeing quite a few different privateer programs, would you prioritize being on a privateer team or being a solo privateer running your own program? Hmm. I mean, essentially, it could uh, almost is the same thing in a roundabout way because as a privateer team, you know, you can kind of pick and choose what you want to use. If it, you know, unlike where Dean's at, you know, he has everything that comes with it. Um, same for me at Rockstar Suzuki. It was everything that was there. I would I would choose a team just because you have somewhat of a good backing. You know, you're not doing everything on your own. So, uh, Davey from Abide Moto, what was a bigger turd? 2004 <laughs> RMZ 250, 2009 Honda 450, 2011 Yamaha 450. Well, that RMZ 250 was bad, dude. <laughs> The yeah. Yama, the Suzuki Kawasaki. Yeah. Okay. Uh I don't know, man. That's a, that's a tough call. Sogo 450 maybe. Yeah. Ah. Uh, Not the Yamaha. Yamaha was pretty bad. Oh uh, wow. Okay. Yamaha. Okay. The, the, the eleven yeah. Yamaha. Yeah. Was, the second year of the of the backwards engine. Right. Really bad. Uh, he can't choose. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to have to go with the Yamaha. Really? Yeah. Oh, I thought you'd go RMZ I'm, 250. That thing was it, slow. It got hot. It was so slow. It was so bad, but it was so slow. And, and because it was so slow, I could actually ride it. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then 05, having a lot more help with uh, with Raw from RG3 and, yeah. and having a little bit more development. It actually wasn't. It okay. was. And Bridgestone tires obviously made a, that bike better. Mm-hmm. Um, we weren't we weren't Dunlop back then. Um, but yeah. Yamaha, the 11 Yamaha was worse than the 09 Honda. Right. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Shocking of the night. Yeah. I from, forgot about that bike. From Fresno's Smoothest. A week ago, a Roxon win this season was deemed highly unlikely. A week later, 
What's another feat for any rider that seems just as unlikely but could happen? Barsha, right? That's because I, I, I mean, I, I don't mean to be a, a dick, but between Barsha and Sexton, well, Sexton's got a win, so I think he was saying, you know, oh, so no wins, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, uh, shocking win, you know, oh, shocking. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, at this point, yeah, yeah. I, well, hands down, Barsha's on a roll right now. Yeah, I think he's going to come up. From Ryan Kleindienst. Steve, how is Brian Krantz doing? I think he's – oh, yeah. I talked to Shanty this weekend. Uh, he's doing better. He's uh, he's still fighting, uh, but he's doing better. Um, and it sounds like he's going to be back to work at some point here. So, yeah, good job for Brian Krantz. Yeah, good guy uh, going through a tough time. And, uh, yeah, I, things are looking good. So, funny that you asked that question because I just asked about Brian this weekend. And uh, good dude. So, hang in there, Brian, and uh, good job so far. Also, uh, that Ray, that Ray, he's Ray, his kid, uh, I guess he got a lacerated liver. Uh, he's in the hospital. Hmm. Uh, Larry Ray, Hayes, Ray, Ray the Hayes? one that crashed in yeah. the heat race. Yeah. Yeah. So he's, uh, he's gonna be okay, I guess, but scary. So hang in there. All right. Last one from friend branches. Davey, what was the role your mom played in training you? Was it technique or just holding you accountable for putting in the laps? How would you compare or contrast her to the stories we hear about Jeannie Carmichael? Hmm. Meanie genie. Meanie genie is. I would honestly call her a saint compared to my mom's. <laughs> really? Uh, yeah. Okay. I know. Yeah. Meanie genie. Like obviously, I'm. I, I love genie. I sat down with her in Daytona, and we and we talked for a while. But she was never mean to me. It yeah. was always more so strict towards Ricky and and strict towards making sure he did what he had to do. Moto, 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 lap time, lap time, lap times. My mom, you know, she had me work with Gary Bailey. She had me work with Tishner. She had me work with Simix yep. one time. I had to work with, you know, a bunch of people. And she took all of their input and then figured out when I read with everyone what I was doing better and what they were doing better yep. and put it all together to where every day it was work, 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 yep. work, work, and, and sections and motos and training whether it be on the bike or off the bike to a certain extent um she didn't really know what to do off the bike so much back then right. you know she had alden come over one time show me you know what to do like pull-ups and push-ups and stuff right but i mean dude she had a pull-up and dip bar built under the trailer for us to travel around <laughs> with we would jump rope every morning every night we would go for jogs and bicycles but yeah. my mom my mom was hands down the most brutal um i didn't like being hit by gary but hands down my mom was was just super strict wow super you know anal about every little thing that we did right or wrong yeah and i mean i get it i get her whole point of you know wanting the best for everybody um uh, but yeah no she 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 makes genie look look nice wow okay well oh, that's coming from yeah, the sun yeah, yeah, from the yeah, sun yeah yeah so i mean ricky could probably say the same about me well, to my mom again that same trip in 99 going to ricky's she yelled at him for not doing the figure eights one day we wrote three days yeah he didn't do the figure eights one day she started yelling at him he's a na he's a two-time national champion yeah. at this point and i'm going like what what you yeah. know and and then big rick got into it and then big rick rick ricky snapped back at big rick yeah and i'm going and we're just like kicking to the dirt this was super awkward right and i'm just going i cannot believe this dude is being treated like this, like he's, you know, like he's yeah. gnarly. Yeah. Didn't matter. I won, I won Saint, no, I won Indianapolis in 2006 and got yelled at. Really? Yeah. Yeah. 
just just yeah I'm like I would just won yeah and, and no she freaked on me really but yeah, yeah. Fig- if I missed figure eights or if I was right she would throw like literally frisbee pit boards at me in the middle of the air while I was riding um BB guns were a fun thing for her um Jesus uh it was, it was <laughs> yeah that was all like fun yeah. and games yeah. you know like she would run she, I think she ran Big Brian's foot over with the car she rode him on the front of the car she did all kinds of stupid stuff with us but back then it was just normal yeah so, so then as you got older, you started being like, hey, that's not that cool. Like, I don't know. You know. I mean, until the moment that I got a girlfriend and, and I left, yeah. <laughs> it was it was that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it yeah. was whatever. Right. But no, she was, I mean, but she was, she was tough though. Oh, sounds like it. Yeah, she was, she was just tough. And, you know, and, you know yeah. what's crazy is you have so much natural talent on a dirt bike. Like anybody could tell you that. Like yeah. you, you can ride a motorcycle and make it beautiful yeah. at times. And then you look at like that, I, and I believe that's that's not t- taught. That's no, that's yeah. something inside of you, and you yeah. were good at it. coordination. You, I don't know if you were really good at tennis or ping no. pong. Ping and, pong, I sucked at, but I had okay. only one way. That's what I'm saying. Like I think you had you obviously have it takes massive coordination to ride a dirt bike, clutch, brake, shifter, mm-hmm. uh, elbow. You got to make sure everything's good. You made it look beautiful. She refined it for sure, but you had to have natural talent on motorcycles. Yeah, that's what I'm getting at. Like, there's just no way what the way you rode. And I think that's what always got her so ticked off as if I didn't work. Yeah, you know. And, right. and for me, it was just a lot every day, yeah. over and over and over yeah. and over. I think it burnt me out really fast, to where like I I never got a chance to be a kid. Like I wanted to grow. I wanted to you know have fun and do things. And and again, that's where maybe not wanting to grind so hard when I, when I could have, yeah. you know, I should have. Yep. And yep. looking back now, it's like, man, yep. I should have. D- Villeman's dad left after the O2 season. Mm-hmm. He was never really the same because he was like, wow, I got a chick. I, I can relax. Yeah. You know, I, I you know, I'm, I'm just, he was just, just different. And he but was see, like, that's, a, that's huh. the thing though. It wasn't, it wasn't because okay. of Brittany. It, Brittany was the one that kept telling me over and over and over to get away from the people that I had surrounded myself with. Yeah. And I just, wasn't listening, right, you know, and right. and so if I would have listened to her, I'd have been probably down a better path than when I had found Yogi a lot sooner, or right. been with someone like a Yogi, yeah, who was trying to change my career around for the better, yeah. So yeah, yeah. So no, it wasn't because I got a girlfriend and she led me down this fun path. No, no, she no. didn't like that path that yeah. I was going down, and I just wouldn't listen, right. So yeah, because I had already had a mom tell me what to do and I didn't like it. Yeah. You know, and, and then, you were like, yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to do what I want to do. What I, yeah. I'm going to do whatever I want to do. Right. I was young and dumb. But, and But you almost can't blame you a little bit for it because of your upbringing. And you're like, well, of course, any kid's going to get a taste yeah. of, of some money and some fun and yeah. be like, well, this is better than getting a pit board thrown at me. Yeah. And ninja star style, <laughs> right? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You can't blame you almost, right? Yeah. In a way. I so, mean, I used to go hide my dirt bikes out in the middle of the 100 acres so she couldn't find them because she was supposedly going to get rid of them all. Really? I used to go hide them all. Yeah, yeah. Because I didn't ride good that day. Yeah. I was literally hiding my dirt bikes. Yeah, you're like, no, you're not taking Yeah, you're not bikes. taking my dirt bikes. Like, this is my life. Yeah. Well, you, you know, it was just, yeah. I got kicked out of the house a lot. Um, you know, I'm, I, for a few hours, I moved back in. But, right. yeah, it was just, it was just and, like, and I know, imagine just, with Dane, you have a, such a different attitude, right? Like with Dane, like you're. I'm raising him. I want him to be, you know, a man. Yeah. yeah. But as far as when I watch him ride dirt bikes, like, yeah, yeah I do, like, dude, you're. You know, you're not going faster. Like, yeah. give me some effort. Like, Let I don't care you. that you're getting beat. Mm-hmm. Just give me some effort. Like anything. You know, like, but you're, not gonna, you be you're, here. you're not going to ninja star a pit board at him. No, because I don't have to live through him. You know, yeah. she's not living through me. Yeah, no, yeah. but like, I don't have to live 
through him. You know, I don't yeah. need to push him to that point of what I was being pushed to. Yeah. You know, if he doesn't want to do it again, my entire life since or my you know since he's been born, I've always said like I didn't want him to ride dirt bikes. Yeah, yeah, you did say so. That, yeah. If he doesn't want to do it or he isn't able to do it because, you know, he may not be that good, let's say, in a year or two from now. I'm not saying that he can't be. He can't be. But I won't I won't be bummed by yeah. any means, you know. Yeah. So yeah. to me, I'm not like, oh, go, 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 go. Well, back then, too, you were you were the guy bringing in the money, too, right? Like uh, at some point. Yeah. 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 You were you were the kid bringing in the money. To yeah. Make everything survive. So. That's tough, yeah. man. Yeah, what a life. What a what a di- <laughs> what a like. Yeah, what a life you you yeah. different life you led. You know what I mean? Like it's 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 probably yeah, just something that no one can really relate to. I mean, there can be some John McEnroe, you know, uh, these these prodigies yeah. from tennises, you know, things like that. Like there's a lot of child prodigies like yeah. you were. I mean, I, I saw I saw one of the interviews that said I need to find, you know, I need I need to find more Jesus. So I'm like, no, like that was a long time ago that I went through all the where people made me think that drinking was okay and yeah. and partying and stuff like that. Like no, like that was ages ago yeah you know like now obviously like I, it's not it's, there's no need yeah you know, i'm fine yep. but i should have not necessarily found jesus back then but i should have actually just listened to <laughs> to Brittany, yeah. or, you know yeah. and 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 you know yeah done something better yeah no because so. there's you know there, there's such a fine line between just grinding and then yeah. like getting burnt out yeah you know what i mean i real like everything that you've worked for you hate now Right, there was just no more fun. Yes, you know, yeah, like yeah. I, I loved riding dirt bikes. My, you know, minus what Shorty said. Like yeah. I did love riding yes. dirt bikes because I was really good at it. I love play riding. I loved doing fun things. I love wheeling through the whoops. I love hitting whoops. Yeah, you know, and and I loved all that stuff. But it got to the point to where it got so routine that nothing changed, and yeah. and I had to make I had to make it fun for myself versus being able to go out actually go out and have fun yeah and it got to the point to where yeah i loved having fun and, and i loved having a girlfriend and, and all that stuff but and she wasn't allowing any of it so i'm yeah. like yeah well all right this is this is you know not going to be forever but you know yeah this could be so like yeah i'm, I'm gonna go that route yeah yeah so. you almost somebody needs to step in and be like listen colleen like you just you yeah. gotta back it down 10 percent or or fifty, whatever. <laughs> but you know, she yeah. got me that far. Like, just yeah. just be the mom. I mean, you yeah. know, there's a lot of parents like that right now in the industry. That's like, look, you've gotten your kid this far. Yeah, you know, like step back and be a father or be a mother to yeah. to your you know to your son who's trying to make it pro, who's trying to go somewhere, and watch them blossom. Yeah, you know, be there for them. Or whatever. Don't they get need, to the point but, to yeah. where it's going to destroy your relationship over something that mm-hmm. may not even that's not going to last forever. Yeah. You know, you're yeah. gonna be you're gonna be a parent forever. Don't ruin it over something stupid. Wow. So that's great advice. I mean, you look at all the parents around, the, and our sport, I feel like, is is pretty bad because it's so small. I think uh, I so. think motorsports is that way because yeah. when you read stories about F1 drivers yeah. and kart drivers, uh, mom and dad are funding the go karting. They're funding all yeah. this. They're involved. They're they're driving their kids, and a lot of that in that industry. Yeah. You know? So um, yeah. it's it's really big, uh, and you're certainly. I mean, Yogi went through it, and yeah. Jake Weimer went through it, and RV went through it, and Bradshaw went through it, and it's a it's an old story in our in yeah, our industry. Yeah, it sure, is. You know? Unfortunate. Yeah, it really but, is. Uh, you gotta go. No, no oh, okay. I don't know. Is um, she here? All right, check it. Yeah, out. she's here, but oh, whatever. Okay. O R W. By the way, uh, Pulp of Mexico, offroadwarehouse.com. Uh, bringing uh, the latest in truck, Jeep, and Overland UTV and racing products from the industry's leading brands. They uh, sell uh, a tons of stuff, and they install everything they sell, from suspension kits, tires and wheels, to steps, 
Bad Exceptions is more RW official sponsor of the Club MX guys. Uh, all right, man. That's yep. a wrap for us. Uh, thank you for coming in. I really appreciate it. Uh, good stuff as always. Now that I know you're here, now I can get you in more often than, you know, we thought you left Havasu, but. Uh, yeah. We need to do a show with you and A Ray. <laughs> That'd be great. Just talk about how you make broke them down. They broke them bad. <laughs> That's honestly the best story that I have of A Ray, him calling me crying. Yeah. In the, it in, was, in the mountain bike race. Yeah, I literally <laughs> called me. I even told him, I'm like, then go the fuck home. Yeah. And then I hung, I literally hung up on him. And then, because I knew, I knew the reverse psychology of doing that would piss him off so much. Yeah. Like, oh, he doesn't fucking fuck. I'll show yeah, you. Yeah. He, I mean, he might have cut the course a little cramping. bit. He said he was cramping. I, he hey, was dying. <laughs> there was only there was one way in and one way out, so there was no cutting. Yeah, yeah he yeah. cut off two and a half miles. I don't know how, but he did. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, he made it. He made it in eight and a half hours, so he still made it. Yeah, no, absolutely, great story. He's just. But hey, it made him love mountain bikes. He, yeah, it made him love to be into shape you know even yeah. though he likes to get out of it a lot he does he but does but we're getting who, back who into do, it who doesn't we're getting so back into i it. i just got an, a new road bike i'm thankful for so i'm gonna start getting back into that again okay so i i've had a, i've had a, an, an e-bike because road bikes were gone for a yeah. while no i, I couldn't get one yeah you know i finally just got one i know so. uh, marty was giving you smarty someone's giving you shit about an e-bike and i was like no man e-bikes are the way to go don't give him shit I, I don't. Well, I think we had a race together. I, if was, Marty's giving me shit. I don't know if it was some, Marty. I don't know. Yeah, who it I'm was. not gonna say it's Marty. I don't know who it was. But Dean for sure gives me shit for it. Yeah. I know Julian gives me shit for it. But yeah. Julian, when I started working with him, I took him on a first road bike, and his road bike had cobwebs on it. So I don't even <laughs> want to hear it. Um, but I mean, yeah. obviously he's turning a new leaf by now. Yeah. But his road bike definitely doesn't have cobwebs. Uh, uh, well, thanks for coming yeah, in. Did you, you have fun? No. <laughs> I'll send you some money for the hotel room. I promise. I don't know what happened there. Uh, but no, absolutely. Uh, Andrew Short, Dean Wilson, Ken Roxon, all on the show tonight. And uh, great stuff from David Millsaps, of course, as usual. Uh, so thanks for coming in, yeah, man. I thank really you. appreciate it. Marks, thank you. My pleasure. Talent? Yo. Thank you. Thank you. Sorry to Roto for bailing on the uh, uh, Gentleman's Club. Uh, thank you to Pookie and Moser, Swisscore, everybody for listening. PulpMexShow.com for all the sponsor stats and all the, the codes to save. Oh, uh, Troll Train and Michelin. I didn't do the reads. I apologize. TrollTraining.com, Michelin. Thanks to those guys. Uh, thank you, people, for listening. Appreciate it. See you next week. You're fucking kidding me. There's something I want to get off my chest, and it's about that summer. When you went away to community college, I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.